Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your, your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Monday night, July 14th, 2014. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming by. Sweet Jesus, the air conditioning is fixed. So it is a balmy 73 degrees in here right now. Much, much better than last week. I predict a better show than last week, too. Last week was a bit of a shit show due to the fact we had no air conditioning. I predict a better show for you people. Ryan Dungey, Jason Anderson, Kyle Cunningham, probably Nick Way, all on board with us tonight. And uh, thanks to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, a Cherubies, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix, and Guts Racing all on board with us tonight. Thank you, everybody. Excited to have you. Excited to have everybody on the show. Uh, very excited to have our, my co-host for the whole show, for the entire show. Flew in on the, on the express jet southwest to the Pulp Mech Studios, the Seven Deuce Deuce. Yo, 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 what's up? How are you, bud? Dude, just chilling. Thanks Literally, for coming. We yeah. got the AC on. We're chilling. You should have been here last week. <laughs> oh, man. It was like a sauna. Taking your calls, producing the show, and not dying of heat is the Devin Gibbs. What's going on, guys? How bad was it last week? It was a good, like, 98 consistently in the I thought you were going to. I thought we were going to lose you. I, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to lose you. I definitely need to start working out more to train for this show, if that's the case. <laughs> How about Ryan Dungey tonight? I'm excited. Dude, on the show. The number five. Hey, thanks to Ryan for coming on. I reached out to him. He wrote me right, right back. And there he is, everybody. Ryan Dungey. Coming on the Pulp Mech Show. Ryan Dungey. Some say this would never <laughs> happen. Some say. <laughs> Some say. Hey, uh, we're going to give out a few tickets to Millville. Three pairs of tickets courtesy of Vortex Racing. Vortex Racing. Uh, same products as Stuart, uh, Renner, Bowers all use vortexracing.com we're going to give away three pairs of tickets but right now we're going to give away one set of tickets uh, to Vortex for the first caller right now 702-586-7857 the first caller gets a pair of uh, tickets from to Millville this weekend from Vortex Racing V3 handlebar motocross 29% stronger than the competition and uh, we thank Vortex for coming on board uh, looks like we've already got our winner so don't bother people it's bam, already, bam, ba, already happening also uh, coming on the show uh, for a little while, and as co-host as usual, um, he uh, he's out hawking fly racewear as we speak, which is the gear of choice of you. Yes, Adam Deuce Deuce. Fly till we die, baby. Fly till we die. V. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? What's going on? Not much. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, seven Sounds Deuce. Incredible. What? Sounds incredible. It does. Seven Deuce Deuce. You have not been able to wear the new 2015 fly stuff. No, but I will be. Don't trip. I'm going to be looking super fly in my new fly. He's racing Washougal. Washougal. If he was racing, he'd be in it. Oh, I know. Uh, you're no, gonna, so the comeback, the knee injury, seven oh, deuce dude, deuce. We're ready to go. All good. Wan dog has been putting me through the ringer. We're ready to race. And you will be racing uh, Washougal in Indiana. Yeah, and no, in Utah. Oh, Utah. Sorry, India. Yeah, Utah. <laughs> Indiana. You're not going there. 
Uh, so the ski- I am, I'm going to race PIR, too, so that okay. little Thursday night yeah, motocross yeah. makes some cash. Bop, bop, bop. Nice, nice. And uh, later on, we're going to debut the Pulpamex rap oh, that you have made for us. JT, you heard this rap. <laughs> you guys are in for... I did. I don't it was even... spectacular, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play it after the first... <laughs> it's good. It's, oh no, it's, it's really good. <laughs> it's going to be funny. And we are going to play this uh, after the first commercial break. So people stay tuned for that. Uh, thanks for doing that. Appreciate it. Heck yeah, you know it. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. You can get uh, this show on the Pulpamex app. On uh, the iTunes uh, store, uh, Stitcher carries the show. iTunes carries it. Amazon, if you're going to make a purchase through Amazon, go through the banner on pulpamex.com, and uh, it helps us a little bit to um, to uh, make a little piece and afford to fly guys like Adam Internet down here and uh, put them up in the studio. So, th- yeah, thanks for uh, supporting everybody. Hey, don't forget, a Vortex 40% off. Pulp 2014, Jake at vortexracing.com. We have our winner for the tickets, Devin. Who is it? Uh, JC. JC. Jesse. Jesse. Sorry. Jesse. You, you are. My a, tongue didn't really go. You're the way on I another level with some names. <laughs> um, JC, Jesse, whatever. whatever. Congratulations. He won it. Vortex Racing. That's one pair of tickets. We are giving away two more. We'll tell you how to do that later on. Um, and uh, JT, how's everything on your end? We're good. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the detail. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that sounds yeah, extraordinary, no JT. I mean, I really don't care. No, nah, just good. working. Uh, I'm in Florida, so um, oh, basically forget, doing yeah. all a bunch of presentations for 15 stuff. So I'm all over the place. I'm in like a different city every day for the next month. Oh, fantastic! Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Ryan yeah, Dungey, you like flying? Right. You would love my life right now. Ryan Dungey's on the night, but I don't know if you heard. I I did hear that. How did you pull that off? <laughs> did you have to? Did you have to like sacrifice a? A basset hound or something? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what I did for good luck. I, I knew one was missing. I slit the throat of a basset. <laughs> I put its carcass around me like Han Solo and a tauntaun. <laughs> yep. And I went into a old ancient Indian burial uh, prayer, and it worked. Um, wow. No, look. Hey, he rode fantastic he at did. Bud's Creek. I don't know if his Glen Helen ride was better, but uh, the Bud's Creek ride, he rode incredible. Um I know he's got this Wheaties thing going on, and I thought, you know, maybe I should text him. You know, no, he's not going to text me. <laughs> so You never know. He could text you after this. I can't believe you have his number. <laughs> me neither. Yeah, how did you get his number, uh, Mavis? His girlfriend? Wife? No, no idea. I don't know how I have his number. But he hasn't changed it for a long time because it still worked. Wow. So still five. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> still fine. Hey, I texted him. He said he'd come on, and good for him. It's cool. I'm looking forward to talking to him. So i got a lot of good questions for Ryan Dungey. we got the NFAB question of the day coming up. i got something to ask both of you jerkies. Uh, BTO Sports, Gabba Gibbs. The Devin Gibbs is going through questions right now, hopefully. Race Tech emails and X-Brand Gogoteros. Uh, did you get those, by the way? I forgot to ask you. Yes, I did. Okay, so X-Brand Gogoteros for JT and the 7 Deuce Deuce and myself. Lots going on tonight. And, of course, we're giving away those tickets from Vortex to Millville. Nick Way might even make an appearance later on. So pretty pumped about that. We got a good show tonight. We do. A really Fantastic. good one. If, if you want the best seat foam out there, Guts Racing, official seat foam of the Monster Pro Circuit team, uh, stealth seat foam, and uh, also, too, a vintage seat foam. I got some for myself, for my older bike. Whatever you need, Guts Racing has got you covered. And, of course, Mafia Moto Crew, Nick Way will be on later, 20% off. Pulp Crew saves you 20%. Basically, anything you want to save on, go under sponsored deals, on uh, pulpamexshow.com, and you can save money that way. Not free gun, though. No. Free gun is gone. Mm-mm. Free gun is gone. <laughs> free gun uh, changed. I've been, I've been claiming free gun's gone since they came out. 
Freegun doesn't like to honor contracts. Bubba Burn. Freegun uh, just says. They also uh, don't like to let anything breathe. <laughs> oh, man. Freegun has said to uh, the Pulp Mech Show, screw you in the contract. We are not paying you for the second half of the year. So thanks, Freegun. Appreciate it. Great way to deal with people. And uh, your communication on the email was really great, also. That was awesome. Putting them on blast. Dude, look, if, if, if you want to, if any one of our partners comes to me in a reasonable way and say, Hey, man, we can't make this work. It's not working out. What can we do? I go, cool, man. Thanks for the help. You don't handle it the way these jackasses yeah. handle it. So, yeah. Uh, kind of a bummer for that. But anyways, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, a great show tonight. And, of course, so 7 Deuce Deuce, last time we had you on here, uh, we talked about Weston Pike getting off Privateer Island, mm-hmm. fighting and swimming, and, and, just, and, and he got off. Swimming. And, and he was fantastic at Bud's Creek. God, he was so good. Since that time, there's been another escapee. I don't yes. know if you guys are taking roll call. I don't know. We how this... are. Well, we Freddie are. Norin's gone. Yeah, he's he's checked out. Yeah, Fred Fred said peace. He got on his boat and he was just rolling. He made a raft out of some bamboo yeah. and some vines. He, got, he caught a good current and just whew. he was like naked and afraid. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. He, he just he got out of there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good job for Freddie Norin getting off the island. Fred Norin, baby. Now Nick Schmidt didn't get the ride. He rode the bike. That's your buddy. Nick Schmidt, mm. he rode the bike. Mm. Are you upset? No. You're okay? No, I'm perfectly fine with that. Okay. Okay. Just checking. Just want to make sure. Uh, before we get to Ryan Dungey, and we're going to talk more about Norn and getting off Privateer Island, Jason Thomas is online. Ryan Dungey's coming up right away because uh, he's on the East Coast, too. Uh, let's get to Dave. Dave, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, man? Good. Um, yesterday, I was watching the MXGPs, Okay. And during the commentary, you know, Paul Malin, I don't know who the other guy was that was commentating with him. They were talking about hurling and how, you know, he's winning. It's not very exciting. Then they got into the conversation about, you know, he's got another year on his contract. And then they started talking about, you know, uh, Caroli and the KTMs winning, you know, since 08, 09. They've had all the championships. Mm-hmm. Then they mentioned, well, this might be a little different, and he talked about with real with Ryan Villapoto in tow. That's what he said. Yeah. So you know there might be some validity to you know what's going on. He said they might change. He said this might change with you know Ryan Villapoto in tow. Yeah, they, 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 they they're, they're all claiming that. that. They're all claiming it. Europe is claiming yeah. Villapoto is a done deal. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you. But, I'll tell you that there's been talk of it. He's talked about it. It's yeah. nothing is done. Nothing is committed. And as a matter of fact, I was told this weekend that he's not going to do it. Not from him, but from somebody that would know. Yeah. So the Euros, yeah. though, the problem thing, the thing is, Goche Paulin left the KRT Cowie team, and yeah. Paulin is telling people also that he left because Villapoto's coming. So yeah. it's a little bit of Paulin telling people that because he's going to Honda next year. It's a little bit of the team trying to make it happen. Yeah. But they are running with it, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Adam Wheeler, a good friend of mine, Malin, this is – this is stamped for them, and so I think just, they're going to be disappointed. So you just think he's going to be, you know, the end, since he sold his place in Florida and everything, he's, he's going to be gone, right? I think he hangs it up. I really do. Yeah. I don't know. JT, anything new with you on that front? No, just stuff we've talked about. Um, I do think kind of what we've already reiterated, it's, it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would, I would lean more towards being done. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he'll probably go up there with Alaska with his uncle or something and start uh, uh, hunting and fishing tours up there somewhere. And to nap. You're not hanging up, are you? No. There's no truth to that rumor? Mm, um, you will be back? 
with all my contracts and stuff and yeah. all the money I you made. can't get out of it <laughs> you can't get yeah. out of your deals yeah no the deals with fly you know what i mean the, yeah the teddy parks thing. yeah ted parks <laughs> i just i can't cut it right now i just don't you know i can't retire it's just too yeah. early no, no, especially yeah. for my fans yeah yeah they can't do it parks is parks is just a real bitch in those contracts yeah terms. no it's like <laughs> i shook his hand and he said if i don't do it he'll shoot me so right right all right thanks all right, dave man. appreciate it oh, see ya uh, one more call here. Dale, what's up, man? Hey, Steve. I just want to make a comment. How bummed is Tits that Ryan Dungey's finally coming on the show <laughs> and he's not there? I don't know. He's he probably definitely cream his pants. <laughs> definitely or probably. Cry or both. Do you think he sleeps in his truck tonight, or do you think he's heartbroken enough to go inside his house? JT, what do you think? I, I think he's probably uh, on a check on. Poor, poor, uh, poor Tits. I don't know. I think the the... Sleeping in his truck thing is only a, a necessity. Okay. Um, but he, he takes way too much joy in it is the thing. Yeah. Like, I can, I can kind of understand why he does it, but he thinks it's okay. Like, I probably wouldn't tell anybody if I did it. He, uh, he might even break an Optrix case. Just, just break one, just in anger. You can't but, do that. But Yeah, you, it's actually impossible to break them. Right. Uh, thanks, Dale. Right. Thank you. Yeah, poor tits. Not, 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 uh, not pumped on that. Um, coming up uh, next on the show is uh, Ryan Dungey, Red Bull KTM. Brought to you by Vortex Racing, the leader in making top quality racing components for 15 years and proud supporter of this show for this year. And uh, the products that you, you get from Vortex are made with the best materials of Titus Tolerances because Vortex is owned and operated by guys just like you. VortexRacing.com. Sprockets, a thousand different gear choices and uh, all the different colors. And, of course, the V3 uh, motocross handlebar. Thanks to Vortex for bringing Dungey on the night. And thanks to Vortex for giving away the tickets to Millville. Uh, he's coming up right away. Uh, in the meantime, um, JT, uh, Millville this weekend. Jeremy Martin and uh, uh, Ryan Dungey, certainly favorites this weekend on their home tracks. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, other than like a Glen Helen race, have we ever had a race where – both of the points leaders had a legitimate home race. I mean, this you can't get more of a home race than it is for Jeremy Martin. He, literally. No, no, impossible. no. He lived there. Uh, and then for for Dunge, it's clearly his home race as well. Have we ever had the, both points leaders at a home race like this? I don't I know. Really yeah. One, a situation. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, yeah, I mean, in Jeremy Martin's case, I mean, you know, yeah. He grew up there. He lives on the property sometimes. Alex does, Maybe, too. like, Lake Sugar Tree? Well, Sugar Tree, yeah, Bailey uh, lived in Lake Sugar Tree, uh, or, or right in where he grew up. But I don't know how much time he had on that track, but he did have it dialed a little bit. I don't know. You're right. Yeah. It's like having a race, a national at Lompoc Raceway. Yeah. Whatever that is. It's, it's, yeah, it, it'd be pretty crazy. I mean, to have. A, is there such a thing? Did I, I just no, made that up? No, okay. you made that up. Okay. But um, one dog in that. It's a cool. I mean, it's a cool imaginative thing. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be fun. Um. <laughs> Definitely Dunge, like he split the moto wins with Roxon this weekend, and he rode great, got the overall. But hey, man, there's five races left. He's got to start making a chip in these points. Twenty, twenty six points, twenty seven points. The, that's the bummer part. Is the overall literally like means nothing? It sucks. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, one of the questions we had tonight. Well, that, oh, go ahead, JT. Sorry, as I as I wrote, I wrote today. It'll come out later, but I really think that this is kind of the pivotal weekend in the series mm-hmm. for both of these guys. Uh, we're pretty late. You know, there's uh, going to be four races left after this weekend, right? Four or five? Yeah. No, there'll be, um, there'll be four races. Yeah, four after this one. So you look at the points for these guys. If these guys are coming into their home race where 
I don't want to say expected to win, but mm-hmm. you know, I expect them to win. I don't know if everyone else does. Yeah, uh, do. I think they have the edge. You know, their their points leader and their home race. So you look at the situation. If Dunge could find a way to go one one at at Millville, which is not an easy task for sure, but he could cut it to at least twenty points, maybe less, if he gets some help. And for a guy like Jeremy Martin, who has a twenty six or twenty seven point lead himself. Uh, he could put this thing well over 30 points. So yeah. you talk one guy who could bring himself right back into you know a relative chance here to make it happen, and then another guy in Martin who could really put this thing out of reach. So both of them have a ton on the line, and you know this this home race I don't think could come at a better time if they really want to. Yeah. You know, one guy get back in the fight, and one guy put the fight out of reach. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And with that, let's uh, let's welcome onto the show. He uh, he's your overall winner in a 450 motocross class. This past weekend at Bud's Creek with a 2-1 score brought to you by Vortex Racing, Red Bull KTM's Ryan Dungey. Ryan, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, thanks for coming on. It's been a while. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It has been. <laughs> I sent that text. I'm like, I'm, I sent that text. I'm like, I don't even know if this number is any good anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you buy a lottery no, ticket no, today, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, we're we're on, man. I'm pumped. Thanks for having me on, though. By the way, yeah, yeah, no problem. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You have a question for Ryan Dungey. We don't have him on for too long tonight. He's on the East Coast, so give us a call if you have something to talk about with Ryan Dungey. We got the seven twenty two Adam Intonap in studio, Dungey. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Borderline, oh, yeah. Yeah. Bo- borderline main oh, event he guy. Said, he says, "Oh yeah." I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> oh man. Oh. No, I I know I've seen your I mean. More supercross is a small world, you know. And yeah. I think you're on that milestone the other day too when we were out there uh, just getting ready for the outdoors. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging he, out, putting some laps in. Him and Schmidt are the milestone yeah. assassins. They are. They are. Yeah. They are on that track. Yeah. That, that's what somebody told me too. I was like, dude, he's going good, and they're like, you haven't heard. And I was like, no, what? What? Like, yeah, the milestone assassins, they call them. <laughs> so, uh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, Tomac was saying one day that Schmidt just blew by him, dude. Just <laughs> See, he him. does. Schmidt yeah. rides there, like, every day. See you later, Eli. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it, it shocked me, too. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> right, right. Uh, hey, uh, good, great race at Butts Creek, man. That was uh, that was nice. I mean, it's unfortunate you couldn't make that many points. You guys split the motos, but it's got to feel good. You you caught Kenny in the first moto, or ride him on him at the end, and then the second moto. I mean, frankly, I just thought you were a stronger rider. Um, of course, Kenny's fitness is great and all that, but I thought the you just kind of wore him out, and uh, so that's got to feel good for you, you know, to get the get that that little edge on him and get the overall. Yeah, it was. You know, I mean, the last overall we had was uh, back at Glen Helen, and we put on a good performance there and everything, and it was a tough battle, but. You know the, the you know from the first round and you know through all the other races it was everything was good it was good I felt like something's missing and you know I was really trying my best to work with everything I I got and you know I, you know the bike's been working awesome I feel like you know between me and Kenny we've we've showed that but um, you know just kind of was missing that little bit uh, to get on the top step but um, mm-hmm. last week we had a, we had a good week of training and stuff everything went good made some adjustments and uh, was able to find a direction that was pretty good yeah. um and then starting off the day at bud's creek it just you know we, we even got a little bit better and uh you know the first moto wish we could have gotten the lead a little earlier i kind of gave that up right from the beginning and, and kenny slipped away but mm-hmm. yeah we did close it up and then that second moto i was like all right i need to get this start and was able to ride my laps and get that overall so it was good um definitely making progress we, we uh didn't lose anything on the day we broke even mm-hmm. you know but um 
you know, like you guys were talking before I came on, it's like uh, Millville, it's, it's, it's a good time for this place to come and, and need to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hopefully we can do that. Hey, what is it about Redbud with you? It's a couple, two, your chain broke on the Suzuki, or maybe the bike just seized. You couldn't start the KTM last year after you fell. This year was a so-so race for you. Yeah. I don't know. Is it is it something that place or what? Is there something to it? You know, I I don't know. I I come. I've had great success there a couple of years, but I, I am going into that race. I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, man, I can't wait for Red Bud to come around and it's finally here. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it wasn't bad. It just uh, was. You know. Yeah. I gotta say though, you know, it could have been way worse. You know. Uh, Eli had passed me. Yeah. Lapper got in the way, and then Eli got around me. I was like, "Man, I, I can't sit here in fourth. And <laughs> so anyway, I went for Larocco's leap, and I knew I was like a little bit uh, didn't have the speed, and I came up short. Well, man, that, then I saw I heard something clinking. I was like, oh, okay. "I lost my, yeah. Yeah. I lost my spokes and my rear wheel. Like, I'm, I'm on a DNF. You know, I had two laps to go. I was trying to be really light on the rear and everything <laughs> like that. So yeah. thankfully, I finished. You know, I." Somebody's watching over me, and um, and and so get this, I I come off the track. I'm looking at my back wheel. My back wheel's perfect, like beautiful. And then I'm look. I'm like, oh, it's coming from my motor. Well, here yeah. it was my front spokes that were all blown out. So oh. I I really can't believe I finished. It was it was good. You know, three three. I, I uh, you know better than a DNF. Mm-hmm. So. so you babied your back wheel the whole time and rode your front. <laughs> yeah. It was oh yeah, yeah. I, I was so heavy on the front. Like, <laughs> than I ever would. Like and, it was uh, a back flat, like you're trying to ride the front wheel like a yep. nose wheel and it's all blown out. Oh, man. Oh, uh, exactly. Yeah, uh, after the race, Eli told me, I can't believe he went for it. I, I You know, the, the the leap when you did, he's like, because I got a little squirrely. And, you just get into the mood and, and <laughs> Ryan's like, dude, I'm going for it. And sends it right <laughs> yeah. off the thing. He's like, dude, I got to well, make the pass. Yeah, yep. and Eli was under me, and I'm like, yeah. I hope this guy sees me to the top <laughs> left. I, I know I wasn't over him, but I was like, if he kind of tries to go and scrub, I'm like, I'm yeah. just think going to be pretty. So yeah, yeah. This everybody going to be pretty. Line. Hey, I know, uh, I know from talking to your mechanics over the years, from Goose to Carlos, uh, you're a big uh, uh, changer of the bike, uh, suspension, chassis, things like that. Like you're constantly looking for uh, a different setup and a better setup. And I've mm-hmm. been on teams where two guys were going at it. So you got Kenny. Uh, is it? I don't want to say it's frustrating, but anything you find that works for you will probably be shown to Kenny or talked about with Kenny. Um, and, and, you know, so it's a little weird situation, right? You're almost mm-hmm. you could stumble onto something that helps your comp- the guy who's in first place. Yeah, I mean, there's um, you know, don't get me wrong. The bike's been working awesome this year, and I I am. I'm a little picky with stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I like things where it's at, but I know that when I get something spot on and, and right, um, you know, I can go, you know, I can be that much more faster and everything like that. But I also know that, and I have had to learn over the years that when it isn't right, I need to suck it up and, and just make it work. You know, I need to adjust my riding style, you know, and our bike works awesome. It's been great, you know, but going, um, Going into Bud's Creek this week, I felt like we, I it even got it better, you know, and, and I felt like I definitely was in a spot where the bike was feeling really good, and I was really comfortable on it, you know, and mm-hmm. was able to put down some good laps, and, and it paid off, but uh, I really felt like Bud's Creek, things kind of really started, really fell into place where, where they needed to, and, um, you know, allowed me to, to do what I needed to do, but at the same time, yeah, I've made progress in this area, and, and mm-hmm. we, you know, of course, me and Kenny on the same team, you know, they, they do that, and um, and it's offered to him too, you know, there's yeah. no, this, he gets this, I don't get that. It's, it's, it's even, but 
at the same time, Kenny has such a different setup, and he's got that. You're, he's a European style, and he's got a different bike setup. His I can I I remember we were riding in like close to the same setups testing going into this year, and mm-hmm. finally I just was like, I, I got to do something. I can't <laughs> ride it like this. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm making too many mistakes. And where he he just stuck with it, and 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 that's his deal. So. His bike's more like uh, rear up, and my mine's more kind of front, you mm-hmm. know, kind of chopper bike. But interesting, you know, yeah. But um, uh, they want to take some calls. Let's do that. <laughs> we'll, uh, Morgan, what's going on, man? You got a question for Ryan Dungey? Yeah. Hey, Ryan, what's going on? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, good, good. Um, I believe I heard recently that you and your trainer kind of split ways, and I was kind of interested on what you kind of uh, had for your trainer set up here. Um, yeah, yeah, at the moment we, we, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say we, we split ways, you know, I think Rob, I was working with Rob Beams a lot. He was really helping me with like uh, on a month to month basis with some stuff. And, um, you know, it was more of a month to month consulting, you know, and, and it just, you know, it's not like we said, Hey, you're fired. You know, it just was kind of like, all right, you know, I, I think I got a good understanding and, um, you know, you split ways, but also, you know, he's still around and able to talk to, and he's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. Everything was awesome between us. It just, uh, you know, you know, he helped me out where I needed help and was able to uh, take from that, which is pretty cool. So, um, you know, he, he moved on, and he's working with other guys too, other athletes, other riders. So um, he's, he's doing great as well. Yeah, you've never been a guy to have a trainer making you drinks or sort of being around. I, I mean, obviously, you, you know, you learn from R- RC what – kind of worked and what didn't and you worked a little bit with Osho now you worked a little with yep. Rob Beans um you're kind of a guy that yeah just uh not not a big uh hey I need you I need this guy around me all the time yeah I mean I uh I definitely you know working with guys like Johnny O'Mara and you know he was I mean training wise yeah he he was he was tough and you know he taught me a lot but also just the riding coach side was 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 huge there you know he and and mentally, you know, he was uh, he was big for me there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had downfalls here and there, but he really helped me out in a lot of areas. And you know, still to this day, I look back and I think like, okay, I'm I'm in a situation, you know, and I remember exactly what he to what he told me to be uh, to be better and to get through that situation. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I guess I've I've been able to work uh, with great people. I've been able to be you know you know coming on board as a young kid, you know, sixteen. Ricky mm-hmm. was my teammate, so I was able to learn a lot from him from a, as a rider and training, and then and then Roger and so basically all through my career, you know, just just trying to take what I felt like has worked best for me and apply it to now, and, mm-hmm. and that's 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 what I've had, and um, you know, I uh, I definitely think you know I can always keep improving in areas, you know, so but I uh, you know with what I know and what I. Yeah. You know, the knowledge, sometimes you have to seek out and, you know, get a little bit more expertise advice. And, and um, you know, there's things I don't know. I don't have a, a degree in uh, training and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, you just yeah. You need a little help sometimes. You know? Take a little from Johnny O. Take a little from uh, Rob Beams. Take a little from, you know, these different guys, right? And and, and figure yeah. and learn a little bit. Work, work out for the best yeah, exactly. program, right? Um, hey, is Kenny, is Kenny surprised you this outdoor season? I know uh, JT and I argue about this almost every podcast but i mean i i i, I mean we knew he'd be good he's a great rider he's world champion um i'm surprised at him I, I didn't think he'd be this good uh what about you you know i'm not really yeah. um i guess i i did i rode a lot with him mm-hmm. you know we were testing out in california we had three weeks and he was he was going really good and 
Um, you know, and he just he just you know, he, he works hard, you know, now working with Eldon he's you know, you know, he trains hard, he works hard and I think before, you know, he didn't have that, but at the same time he he's so um, you know, even watching him last year on outdoors on a two fifty and, and then he stepped up to a four fifty and reversed GPs and did really good and he's just got a natural naturally gifted talent. He's a good mm-hmm. rider, he does things that nobody else you know, he's patient, he rides just he's really good and I knew he would be a, a factor and I the way I go fast around the track is completely different to the way he goes. You know, it's like it's two mm-hmm. different completely styles, yeah. you know, and uh, sometimes he's he's uh, makes it look easy. I mean, he's a great rider, but he's been he he's definitely strong this year and I've, you know, definitely made keep me on top of my toes, but um got to step it up a little bit, yeah. you know, and and uh you know, get ahead there. Dude, there's uh there's something going on with Minnesota right now. This is uh Uh-oh. With the well, you got Voss and Schmidt would be proud. Yourself, okay, Jeremy Martin, uh, uh, Oldenburg's from Minnesota. Jesse Wentland's yeah. up in Canada. He's podiuming and winning. Um, Alex Martin, of course. Uh, yep. I, I got to be missing Zach Williams. Decent. Um, mm-hmm. Audette was doing really. Audette, good. yeah. Mm-hmm. Audette comes and goes and has got some talent and some speed. Dude, District Twenty Three, it's on fire <laughs> right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's me and my dad were talking about that this past week and going to the race, and we we're like, man, you know, all the guys that come out of Minnesota, you know, it's it's pretty cool. And right. at, at one point, I think all you know, I don't know, it's it is pretty cool because we don't get to ride very much around the whole year, and it's mm-hmm. just it's tough. And you know, you you just you you know, as a kid, you're like, I want to be a pro, but you just you don't know how it's going to happen. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I'm in the tundra, you know, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's chilly up here, so. Right. It's pretty cool. It, it is really cool, yeah, for sure. And Jeremy Martin, uh, obviously, you, you still ride with him a lot. Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, every day down okay. here in Florida, we we ride it with. Uh, we we're both at Ricky's farm and um, you know full time, so it's it's uh, we definitely it's pretty cool because you know for a two fifty F guy and I'm on a four fifty M, we we keep each other pretty honest, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, he surprised the heck out of me, definitely in outdoors and stuff like that. But he he just yeah, yeah. he's uh, definitely. You know everything's clicking for him right now, and it's coming together. And and uh, it was only a matter of time. You know, I, I was watching him, and even before the last couple of seasons and mm-hmm. preparation, it was just like his speed is unbelievable. You know, and and you know sometimes we make mistakes and stuff like that. You know, but you get it right. And look at him now. You know, he's in a position to uh, uh, he's leading the points. So yeah. it's um it's 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 pretty cool to see another Minnesota guy taking over like that. I spent a lot of time racing the uh, District 23 tracks back in the day, way back in the day, um, mm-hmm. because coming from Manitoba down. Besides <laughs> Millville, what's your favorite District 23 track? You know, I uh, I, I, I probably have to say there's it it a track called Little Falls. Okay. That I never went there. Kind of a standier-based. Uh, there's a place called Staples, which old, uh, yep. Oldenburg's owned at one point. Yeah, I've been that, to Staples. Those, those two tracks for me and Millville, those were like my favorite. Okay. I loved them. Yeah, I've been to Staples. Grantsburg, I liked Grantsburg, too. Good yeah, I, I I didn't go there too many times. Mm. I, I wish I would have more. I just remember one time I went there, and it was so sad. I was on an 80, you know, <laughs> just spinning the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Deep. Let's get some more calls. The lines are, of course, jammed for Ryan Dungey's uh, second appearance here on the Pulp Mech Show. It's been a long time. But uh, <laughs> Zach, uh, is this that? Yeah, Zach from Sweden. What's up, Zach? What's your question for Ryan Dungey? No, this is Mike. Uh, this, is, I, this is Zach. I was just wondering right. what his favorite track on the circuit was, and I also had a question for Seven Deuce Deuce. Okay. Oh man, that's a tough one. I uh, I definitely really liked Millville. Um, I mean, Red Bud 
first stall was, was really fun. It's got elevation, the dirt's good and everything, but Millville, you know, Redbud and Millville, those two for me, I just do it. I just, you know, I could I could race her every weekend. All right, what's your question for Seven Deuce Deuce? Um, I, I live in uh, California, and there is an Instant here in the Central Valley at DQ1 and MX Park, and I was wondering if they were related. Little bro. Yeah, uh, okay. related. Yeah. Well, I, I was, I was just, I heard Inkic nap on the, over the PA, and I went, and it was a seventy student. Oh. I was a little sad, but <laughs> sorry, bro. Sorry, it, that's dude. Tyler, the, the the little bro. So, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. Right. Thank you. Uh, this guy's from Sweden, Mike. Mike, thanks for uh, calling from Sweden Hi. for Ryan Dungey. Hey. What's your question? Hi, Ryan. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm curious about Ian Harrison. We know you're pretty tight with Roger and Bud. What about Ian? He seems like a good dude, and I, I always like the guys. He's been in the background all the time, but how is he? How is he on race day? Huh? Is he, he seems like a good dude. Yeah, I mean, Ian, Ian for sure, He uh, he's about as solid as a guy, you know, guy gets. I remember when I was coming to the pro, I, the two guys I'd approach and talk to all the time at the rig, when I'd go to a Supercross race as an amateur, it was with Ian and Roger. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Uh, for sure, they're one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet. You know, he's from South Africa and just just one of the most down to earth, cool cool guys. Great family and just just uh, love working with them. You know, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome, Matt. You should you should take him on the show. Bring yeah, I need show uh, I need to, yeah, I should do a podcast with Ian. He's a great guy, like Ryan yeah. said. Uh, very interesting. Work for uh, Greg Albertine for all those world yeah, titles yeah. and everything. So, all right, thanks, man. Mike, right, can we get a uh, can we get a handy update? Yeah, Mike, can we, or, or Zach, or Mike, can we get a <laughs> I don't know, man. I haven't been talking to him for a while, but I don't, he would be back, and I want him to race, so, and oh. I hope he's coming to Sweden again. Well, we'll see you guys. Good luck. And think that, how is the parts? Is the parts doing great? Bro, <laughs> just wait till you see the race bike, dude. Sick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you bought just you wait. bought the 7 Deuce Deuce Dude, the Boisein cover and the brake pedal. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, yeah. uh No problem. Thanks, Mike. Have a good show, guys. See ya. Later. Uh, Sam, uh, thanks for waiting on hold. What's your question for Ryan Dungey? Just wanted to let him know, you know, I've been a big fan of his since he started. And, um, you know, good luck this year, and you're doing great. I appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, Sam. That's that southern Thanks. loving for you right there, Dungey. Yeah. Sam was at Muddy Creek. <laughs> that, that could be Muddy <laughs> Creek. Sam was at Muddy Creek. Oh, shoot. Um, hey, uh, Ryan, is it uh, – you look like you're uh, – I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know you that well. But you look like you're having more fun lately in the last few years. You're, you're obviously a veteran now, um, you know, well-established, one of the best in our sports. You, you, I think you just, you just passed uh, Hannah for second overall, right, for wins in uh, 450 class? So, yeah, I yeah, mean, I think I think we're second in the 450 class, and and then I guess now third all time. I, uh, yeah. I didn't know that until this weekend, but that's pretty cool, dude. You're like a legend. So yeah, like uh, a legend. Yeah, well, he's a legend. Yeah, thank he's you. Like a legend. Uh but anyways, you seem to be having. Are you having a bit more fun? A bit more. Uh, um, I don't know. Just now, it's uh, you know, it is what it is. You're at the point where you know there's no doubt about your credentials and how fast you are and everything else, and. Uh, Maybe maybe having a bit more fun. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying it for sure. I mean, I mean, to be in a position to race uh, professional is, is is amazing. But uh, yeah, there's there's tough points and there's you know good points. I mean, I for sure I uh, you know I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm learning you know more about you know I don't know how to explain to it, but it's like you know as a kid you come in and 
Mm-hmm. You know, you got all this uh, raw energy and just ready to roll. Anything goes, and it's just you. You know, you can work, 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 and then you know, the, the older you get, the more you start to feel things. That every year goes by, you kind of start losing that kid energy. But right. I like, uh, I still enjoy it. You know, I, you know, I'm still out there. You know, wanted to. You know, obviously. I wouldn't be here if I didn't, uh, you know, yeah. put in all this work. I want to win and stuff like that. But, um, you know, you learn a lot along the way about yourself. Um, you find, you know, as you get more experience, you find yourself in situations that you really never, ever thought you'd be in. And, yeah. and so, you know, you got to, you know, find out, uh, you know, what works for you and what doesn't. You know, I've, uh, you know, make good decisions and surround yourself with good people. But, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I don't mean to drag that on, but I'm really enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like now I've I've um, it's, you know figured a lot of stuff out yeah. you know uh, you know mentally and physically and everything like that and you know you know I'm in a position I, I enjoy what I do and you know as, as long as I'm in that position I I'll be here racing so yeah just I see, enjoy it it seems like in the losses you're not and again I don't know you that well but I watch your interviews and I read stuff you're not as upset. And don't get me wrong, you're still taking it very seriously. You still want to win, but you're just not as you know as tense on the podium or whatever. If there's a loss, you know, like you're a little more. Hey, we'll get them next moto. We'll get them next. Yeah. next weekend. I, I know. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. And you know, for that's where the tough point. You know, for a while there, 2010 went by, and, and we had a lot of wins that year. You know, and um, and then 2011 it, that kind of fell off a little bit. And 2012 it picked up, so it kind of was like a roller coaster, but. Man, I was winning so much, and um, <laughs> that it was just, you know, it's an awesome feeling. You know, I think anybody who experienced that's amazing. And then the second you, you know, you, you just have, you know, mm-hmm. a second or a third, which isn't bad at all. I mean, that's right. really respectable. But you know, it's like your, you know, championship. You're all going towards the point system and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I, I just like. I didn't know how to handle it. It would make me so upset. And, um, you know, it's, it's still hard to lose. I hate losing. It's not, right. and I, I, you know, I gotta, but you also gotta learn to, you know, take a, take a second, you know, and take a third. And when, when it could, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty respectable finishes, you know, and, uh, you know, while the goal is to win, you can't just, uh, mm-hmm. you throw it all away just cause you got a second place. I mean, it's, and you know, a lot of, a lot of people would really want to be up there and get second. And I don't, I, I guess I had a hard time figuring out how, uh, you know, I felt I felt like I was, uh, you know, if I got second or third, I felt like I was being really um, ungrateful. Right. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I, I was really unhappy with the way I handled myself, you know, because it's just like, I mean, I should be happy, yeah. you yeah. know, so, and, I, and I wasn't, which was uh, really bugging me. But, uh, you know, I found the balance now, and I, mm-hmm. I know what I got to do, and, uh, what I'm sticking um, to. So, JT, those seconds and thirds for you were also tough. I could see many times. Oh, they drove me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, um, a lot to take when you're not winning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, JT. I know exactly where you're at, dude. Get third, man. Yeah, you guys. Damn, both of you, you, you guys. <laughs> Jesus. No, but that's yeah. Yeah, that's funny. It's uh, one of those things. Uh, yeah. Dungy, I gotta. I got a little question for you. Uh, I seen mm-hmm. that pass at Glen Helen. That was absolutely beautiful. You made on Roxon on that last lap, and I've seen you make a couple of really aggressive moves. And by all means, I think you're one of the cleanest riders. Um, this last weekend mm-hmm. at Bud's Creek, I seen like a few spots where you could have made an aggressive move. What what holds you back from making more aggressive moves? I know you love to be a clean rider, but I think it'll definitely benefit you if you just kind of poke it in there a little bit more, maybe throw an elbow. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. Sometimes, like, I, I see it, and I could just, you know, all right. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I guess I'm not trying to play it safe. You know, I am looking at the bigger picture, which, which is kind of good because for mm-hmm. a while there I was, you know, as a young kid I was just, like, all or nothing, find myself on the ground. But I, um, you know, there, there's just a part of me that, when you bump somebody, you know, and, and, and I'm not, maybe I'm not like familiar with the Yeti and I'm not afraid to bump them. You know, to me, it's more like, I don't want to mess up my, my bike or, you know, hit yeah. hook. I guess I'm not an expert at, at, uh, cleaning somebody out or something <laughs> like that. So it's like when I get super close to somebody, I'm not really comfortable with like, um, you know, if we touch and stuff like that, I don't mm-hmm. know how it's going to end up. I guess a lot of people don't. But I don't know. I mean, sometimes you, you know, I don't want to put a, his his uh, foot peg through my case because because I went to go in it, you know, for yeah. something stupid. And yeah, I, I can throw it in a little bit harder without even touching him. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah, it's a downfall of mine. But I don't even I don't really want to say it's a downfall. You know, I can still make the pass happen, and I need I I just need to make it happen quicker. You know, that's all. Yeah, for every for everything you bring, you bring yeah. Vince Freeze down there for a week. It'll change your life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not talking. We don't go Vince Freeze on us. But Ryan Dungey, when you see the number five and you're going into the corner, cut the corner off just a little bit. Go a little bit more inside. I mean, obviously, I'm not near as good as you, but just throw a little elbow up, and they're gonna see you, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, how's, damn, that's Dungey." How's the Dunge been when he's lapped you, dude? He's, dude, he's been, he, he, been... he blocks me every time. What? That's why I don't get it. He just stuffs me every time, <laughs> and oh, I'm like, okay. "Dude, just do that you to know, everybody I, I got, else. Stop doing it to me." Thing, Jeez, <laughs> freaking jerk! <laughs> you saw what I did at Hangtown? Yeah, right back. Yeah, Dunge, are you still over? Are you still upset at JT when he was just holding you up there? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you. We I had a lot. I, of... ex- I wish I was expert on takeout moves that day. No, uh, we... <laughs> <laughs> we... Oh, no, dang. you're you're fine. Oh, it, JG's it was... going down. You should have taken me out. Uh... Put me out of my misery. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, we had fun with that for about uh, a month and a half, probably. About oh, JT costing you the win, that was good. It's good times. I felt horrible yeah. about that, by the way, <laughs> dude. Mathis, I'm going to be at the practice track at Milestone and Glen Helen, and. Dungey's going to come up and T-bone me and just yeah. be like, dude, that's how yeah. you do it. And I'm like, thumbs up, dude. Good job. You're going to have to call Mike to get you some new parts. <laughs> I'll have a foot peg through my case. Oh, geez, that's awesome. Yeah, then, you, then you'll be regretting why you yeah, Oh, dude. Yeah. No, I love it. Um, oh, I absolutely love uh, it. Hey, uh, yeah. a real cool thing uh, that's going on right now is uh, Ryan can be on the box of Wheaties. He can be on a Dude. box of Wheaties, and that is, uh, that's pretty sweet if that happens. Um, uh, it's mapmyfitness.com. Go there. Um, for every 30 minutes of fitness you log, you get a vote. And obviously, all of everyone listening to this, you vote for Dungey. I might be able to get a vote. 30, it's 30 minutes. I could get a vote. What, what's, the, what's, what's, what, what's the website? Mapmyfitness.com. What's the website? Mapmyfitness.com. MapMyFitness.com. Yeah. Mathis, Mathis, how much have you been using that MapMyFitness? Let's be honest. Well, I could start, though. I can start. <laughs> Dude, the Let's last show, you would have logged in four hours. Right. <laughs> uh, but, Ryan, talk a little oh, more about man. that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting, you know, with the, with the Wheaties, this Wheaties Challenge they presented to us. I, uh, I was excited. You know, obviously, we're about, you know, 10 to 15 days into it now, and it's uh, it started July 1st, and it ends August 31st, but... Uh, yeah, it's a great way, you know, stay motivated, work out, you know. I mean, it, it could be the opportunity with all you fans voting up to twice a day. You get uh, two votes up, you know, maximum a day. And 
and um, we could be on the box of Wheaties, which which would be a dream come true. You know, I think yeah. you know to be on a box that Michael Jordan and other Olympic athletes and you know top guys have been on would be amazing. But not only for me, but um, you know just for the sport of motocross. You know, I think it, sure. it'd be a great opportunity, and I'm really hoping we can do it. You know, we uh, we're in second place right now. We're a few few votes down. We could use we could use your help for sure to to pull ahead in the lead, but. Uh, yeah, mapmyfitness.com, go in there, uh, sign up with a username, a password, and, and start logging your workouts and um, with the Wheaties Next Challenge. But, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, i got to say, it's, it's, it's had me on my toes. I'm, I'm looking every day and seeing where we're at, and, uh, you know, it's a great way. And plus, I log all my workouts in, so right. an average person who wants to know what, what I do for training and cycling and all that good stuff. It's all logged into my profile, so it's it's, it's kind of cool and can simulate what I do and stuff like that. I'm going to try to see what I can if I can beat you. I'm going to go on and do something. <laughs> oh, see if I can. Out here, do some motos with us, 40 minutes. No problem. No problem. Um, it's really Is the cool. Heat okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be all right. Um, uh, people, uh, yeah, so mapmyfitness.com. Go on there, log in. Uh, you can see Ryan's actual stats and uh, get a vote and uh, get him on a Wheaties box. That'd be pretty sweet. I agree. Great for motocross yep. and you know and everything else. Just motocross in general, though. It's not even yeah. like done. It's cool that it's Dungey, but to yeah. have a motocross racer on a box of Wheaties yeah. is huge for our sport. Yeah, that sound you hear yeah. is me putting my tennis shoes on. I'm gonna it's, go for a run. Yeah, right now. <laughs> Thirty minutes though. <laughs> uh, all yeah, right. And it's, yeah, what? Go ahead. No, I just can say it's it's real simple too. You know, you could uh, even if you forget, you know, you can still go into your lot. Like you just log a workout, how long you run for. It has to be thirty minutes. You know, so you you know thirty minutes of working out, thirty minute run, let's say, and is logged in and and it uh, uploads right away. So it's it's pretty simple. It's pretty fun and great way to stay motivated and yeah. And, uh, Get us on the box. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right, last call for Ryan Dungey. We got to let him go here. From Tom gets the last call. Tom, what's up? Thanks hey, how's it for... going? What's up, man? What's your question for Ryan Dungey? Um, uh, first off, I just want to say, nice ride there Saturday, Ryan. Uh, looks like Thank I just you. gave you a pep talk. You're just hammering it, dude. You're fast. Um, all the talk, yeah. though, about Ryan Villapoto possibly leaving and whatnot. Uh, how's that leave you feeling? You know, I'm not sure. I, uh... You know, I've heard a lot of rumors going around, and I'm I'm really not sure where everything's at at this point. So, um, you know, obviously the guy's a great competitor, and he's he's accomplished a hell of a lot. You know, and um, rumor has it if he wants to retire, then then the guy deserves to retire. If he doesn't, then you know, lining up to him on the gate would uh, still be um, would be great. You know, I mean, obviously you want to you want to beat beat everybody with the best there. You know, and uh, but oh, it's, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's funny. It's kind of crazy to think that you know you're already. <laughs> you know the era that you grew up with as an amateur you know we are you turned pro and it's already you know that time you know it's it's, it's crazy but but he he deserves whatever he wants to do you know he worked hard for it yeah it's uh yeah it's time definitely flies is he yes it does he's same age as you or one year younger you know i think he's one year older than i older okay i believe yeah just uh like maybe 15 months right so there you go right the guy that right there is gonna maybe just hang it up you're, you, you know, you're like, wait, wait a minute. We just came into the pro regs. What happened? Oh, I, I mean, yeah, it's 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 hard to it's hard to believe, but right. time flies, man. You got to make the most of it. There's only one rider left that I that even remembers me as a mechanic, Nick Way. That's it. After he's done, <laughs> nobody will re- even remember or care. Just this tubby media. I guy. will. Thanks, Adam. 
You know I will. Uh, Ryan Dungey, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, MapMyFitness.com. Everybody check it out. Go there, vote. Do some fitness and vote and get on a, get Ryan on the Wheaties box. Congratulations on your win at Bud's Creek. It was a terrific ride. I'm looking forward to this weekend at Millville. I think this is just going to be an, an epic race. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, man, I appreciate it as well. And uh, thank you long. We we'll definitely won't be that long the next time. So okay. thank you much again. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. All right, guys. Later, dude. See ya. Ryan Dungey, everybody. Red Bull KTM's Ryan Dungey. That was awesome. Um. How'd that go, JT? I thought it was good. Yeah. I mean, he's a... You can definitely tell um, that he's he's loosened up a little bit. I agree. I think think you hit on on something where I think he's he's starting to realize that his place in the history of this sport is pretty solidified. Mm -hmm. And that takes a lot... I think that takes a lot of pressure off. I think financially... I would assume he's he's got to be doing pretty well at this point. Uh, for you know, he's been very successful for a long time. Yeah. Uh, his his results and records and all the things that he wanted to accomplish kind of stand on their own merit at this mm-hmm. point. He could mm-hmm. walk away mm-hmm. and still be considered one of the greats uh, with the titles and race wins and all the things he's accomplished. So, I think that takes a lot of pressure off of him. You know, there's obviously still current pressure to win, and yeah. he's in the middle of a points battle right now, but. When you look back on a career, I mean, he's he's done all the things he set out to do. I would think. So yeah, yeah. That's gotta that's gotta take take weight off your mind and kind of change your attitude and outlook a little bit. I'm surprised he admitted it. Like where I said, like, hey, you, you take your, you take the losses better because he used to be just that's noticeable though. He I used to be really like noticeable. a clenched jaw. You know what I mean? Just so oh, yeah. pissed, and and now he's like, you well, know, you hey, him, I think he's, I think he's. Got you know he's getting married. I think he's happy in his personal life. He's mm-hmm. you know found the woman he wants to spend the rest of his life with. He's very successful in his chosen career. I I think he's got a lot of reasons to be happy, and I think he's enjoying what he's doing. So I lo- uh, it's it's nice to see. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that that do this sport and aren't that happy doing it. Yeah. So it's kind of good to see the other way. I love that you brought up the Hangtown Lapping. I forgot about that. That was epic. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to him on I, on the starting line the following weekend at Texas. I oh, walked did you? up, yeah, yeah, shook and shook his hand and said, "Man, I I'm really sorry. Like I respect you a lot, and I would never do that on purpose and whatever." He was super cool too, and I felt really bad about it. I would never do that to someone on purpose. So, way it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know what? Honestly, I don't think it really cost him the race. I mean, people on online or whatever, it didn't. I mean, it wasn't. Well, whatever, whether yeah. it did or didn't, yeah, yeah, I felt yeah, yeah. horrible that yeah. I got in his that, way. That I, was, I wasn't. I didn't mean to at all. Yeah, that was, was really the last nice thing I'd ever want to do. I thought it was Les Smith because we had been battling for <laughs> twenty minutes. Right. What's that? That was and, really uh, nice. Yeah, of you, I, I was mortified. To say that to JT Ryan. that it didn't really affect the race. That was nice. Like I figured you'd say you definitely got in the way to JT. Oh, I, I mean, we played it up like he cost Dunge the race and. Good oh, job, so you're JT. Trying to like no, but we made a lot of fun and we had good t- good times with it. But it yeah. really didn't. Yeah, I was really surprised though. He he did sound really upbeat. He was talkative and yeah. Dungy was he was good. Except when I said you want to take some calls and he kind of had an uneasy laugh. <laughs> like like <laughs> maybe you open Pandora's box on what people can ask him. Yeah, good point. Good oh, point. Man. But I mean, I, I would you put him so on the spot too. You're like, okay, we're taking calls. Bam. Wow. Well, I mean, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, on this that's show, what we do. You know. I wouldn't let it get out of hand. You no, know? no. But I think there's a perception that this show is just, you know, balls out, 
like you know <laughs> shit talking sometimes like well sometimes it is but you know we're also we can do a professional interview yes we can the, do that i think yeah, that last interview with dungey was very professional except he, when you said that dunge takes you out all the time well i had to put some, does had to he? make it funny does he no he oh. doesn't take me out come oh. on be for real i don't know dungey's so fast by me it was like <laughs> orange lightning i wanted to ask him about weimer because he's hooked weimer up uh, so many yeah, times right right like, what happened with you and Weimer? Did something go on? Yeah, like, he's he's scared to run it in on the... Well, I wouldn't say scared, but yeah. he's almost too polite about running it on people. But Weimer, <laughs> oh, your ass is grass. <laughs> it is on. Dude, there was one takeout he did on Villapoto at, like, an Anaheim that I'll never forget. It was, like, the last lap in Dungeon. Last just turn. Plowed yeah, last him. turn. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's get to our next guest, uh, also on the East Coast. MafiaMotoCrew.com. Pulp Crew saves you 20%. He raced Bud's Creek this weekend and then had, by all accounts, a horrific get-off. Welcome to the show, Nick Way. What's up, guys? What up? Antonap, JT are on the line. Nick Way. Oh, yeah. What up? 27, baby. What's up? 7 dudes. You know. How you doing, dude? Uh, yeah. And then JT, because I was, I was, I'm kind of like, I'm, try, I'm getting rid of this house in Michigan. I'm like getting rid of some stuff in the basement. I got this pile of old gear. Like, I found some gear from, like, 04 down there. I found some JT, J, well, Jason Thomas. Yeah. Answer racing pants and a chest protector <laughs> and some cheek pads for a KBC helmet. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. That's collector's items. These are going to go on eBay here. Uh, <laughs> folks. Put those on eBay. You won't even have to sell that house. Nope, folks. You know what I mean? You want some... Uh, Kristen, Kristen Villapoto delivered answer gear. <laughs> there you go. Uh, get, get it, get it now. Uh, Thirty-one or what was it? I think, uh, I think it probably was 05 five. The last time I was there, it would have been thirty-three. Oh, okay, could have been anywhere in the thirties with you, JT, at any point. <laughs> I remember. Well, I remember when I first started wearing fly gear. I lived at my first house in Michigan here. I was like, I don't know, we washed gear, like we had our gear in the same wash or something. I'm like. For real with this? Like, for real? He's like, dude, sick, right? Sick. <laughs> it was like when it had the, it was like full white pants, full oh, white jersey. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. talking no graphic, just logo. Yep. Well, uh, now look yep. at him. Now he's selling it. Now he can't keep it in yep. stock right now. Just flying yep. off the shelves. <laughs> um, Circle of life, Mathis. <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, Nick, yeah, 11th or 12th in the second moto. Hot as balls. You're looking good. You're charging. You're... Dicing with Metcalf, and then I don't know. At some point, it went horrible. Oh, did it ever? I was just stuck <laughs> on the, the soft spot. <laughs> What'd you do? I really don't know, to be honest. I mean, I'm definitely thinking I, I flipped, flipped, hit, flipped, and then really hit abruptly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It was like the part after the off camber. I guess by the tower, and then you do like that step down where you went and out, hit the step down gingerly to try to find a line that's smooth. You by know? the old start, by the old start, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, and I just like the first moto, I felt terrible. Like I had some troubles, and then I had some troubles, and then I felt terrible, and then I had some troubles. So triple troubles. <laughs> all inflicted, all inflicted on myself, except for when I had to stop put my gas cap back on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a but, minute. Uh, Wait a minute. Oh <laughs> but then I came back after the first moment and I told Big Nasty, I said, dude, I'm really, I'm not committed to like crash going down a hill doing 60. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know what to tell you. 
It's not like he was sweating me, though, right? So Yeah, yeah. And I'm texting my chick after the first moto. Dude, I'm terrible. I'm so over it. I mm-hmm. hate this track. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. And then I get out there, and I'm like, you know what? This this gate right here is looking pretty slick. So, you know, you know, I packed a, an extra start button in Big Nasty's backpack. Of course, yes, of we course. We switched the start hook like 10 seconds before the gate, you know, before the right. gate dropped for the hot lap. <laughs> right. So I'm the last right. guy to go because, you know, we're adjusting the start height. Uh, JT, JT, uh, Nick Way yeah. gets, uh, just told us about his first moto. Uh, he gets um, 22nd, but he brings an extra start hook to the line. Of course, right? Of course he it's does. No quitting. <laughs> and and I'm, already, I'm on, like talking smack to my wife about how I'm over it. I'm not ready to cartwheel doing 60 down a hill. Sorry. Right. And you brought an extra, but just to make sure. You brought an extra star hook position. Yeah, so. clearly I'm committed. Clearly uh, I'm all talk. Right. Was it a worst connection one? Because worst connection makes the most bitchin' start buttons ever. No, I used the I used the hammerhead. It worked well for me. All right. Okay, to each his own. But uh, so I got a good start. So luckily the start position business helped out. Mm-hmm. I made some other spec changes that were really good, which doesn't always happen for me. But yeah. those was a good move that, that I did. But then like throwing dirt, I was throw having a good board. race. Best I felt outdoors in years, probably. Making moves on dudes. <laughs> Making moves. That's like your social life. Jump down a hill, and then what do I do? The exact same thing I was claiming that I wasn't committed to do an hour earlier. Dude. Which, obviously, I was lying because I was going for it. And I, I cartwheeled her down the hill, but I'm all right. <laughs> Sounds like the... Uh, That's not good. This is, the, <laughs> this is the days of our lives at Butts Creek. <laughs> Yeah, sounds yeah, like a lot went on. Here. It sounds like for, it wasn't an optimal weekend for a twenty-two for, for a twenty-two twenty-eight. There was a lot that happened. There was a lot going on, bro. I'm telling you right. Oh, now. big nasty with the gas cap. Come on, nasty. Poor guy. Dude, I, it, it wasn't his fault. I mean, I don't know. We're using what do you a, mean it wasn't using a high-end fault. carbon tank that holds extra gas, and evidently you need to ratchet that thing down so uh you're done with nats for the summer right that's it no washugal nothing just uh that's it no utah i mean i'm a little i'm a little wishy-washy like i said so i can't really count anything out but i'm not planning on anything. jt do you recommend he goes to utah <laughs> no <laughs> oh god um uh, i like that one i like that one actually it you seems did like a big daytona honestly jt when you're riding no lie, did I did. Race, it's did like you race my Utah favorite. Last year? Yeah, I raced Utah last year. I mean, I'm not going to this year's one. Let's be real, but <laughs> it, it was like it was like a big Daytona. There's a lot of jumps going on, dude. I'm telling the, you, the, it was like it was like Kansas in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> no, I well, my that, Utah was, was, was that, good. There was that in the 250 moto, but the Int- the Internet brothers enjoyed Utah. No, Utah's good. You know what I love about Utah is the track sucks so bad that everybody quits. <laughs> Well, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> so you just I ride, you're, I guess you're probably and you're right. good. Right. It's the last race of the year. Everyone's going, fuck it. <laughs> except, for the, I, except for the Internet Brothers. Dude, I'm top ten in that one, and I'm finishing. Uh, sounds a oh, lot like, man. oh, jeez. Um, so what, what are you going to do the rest of the summer? Just kind of chill? Going to ride at all? Would you ride or just kind of hang out? Well, I got I, I was – Thinking I could rehab my knee up and stuff from when I banged it up at the end of Supercross, but mm-hmm. I need to get her cleaned up a little bit. So I'm going back to California this weekend, and then I'll probably do that like early next week. You get some bikes for sale too? Did we talk about that? Did we talk about that? You gonna sell yeah, some bikes? I got. 
I got a whole hot mess of stuff I need to clean up besides that, too. <laughs> Put them out for sale in the parking lot of Chaparral. <laughs> yeah, just like maybe just get insurance on them and just take up pieces out there. Yeah. <laughs> Save myself putting them together. <laughs> exactly. Have a, have a good time doing that. No doubt about it. Um, we just had done. Get insurance and just start throwing parts in the back of my truck. When can we expect some 2015 Mafia Moto Crew apparel to drop? Uh, I got some new T-shirts and hats and stuff I need to pick up at the place that's building them mm. already. But, yeah, I'm working on a bunch of stuff. All right. Pulp Crew. I, mean, I got a lot going on, Steve. <laughs> Pulp Crew saved you 20% at Mafia Moto Crew. Nick, way you always have a lot going on. There's no, no point in your life where you are kicking back by a pool with nothing going on. That's not you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now, Steve. The, the the I hate to give you props, but the X Brands worked flawlessly last weekend. Thank you. Thank you very much. XBrand.com, everybody. Thanks, Steve. Um, You're clear, great. Clear vision out there. We have a factory Honda rider now. Frederick Norn. Also very excited about this. Nick Way, Frederick Norn. Got some heavy hitters out there. Jimmy Albertson. What yeah. happened in Canada this weekend? <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring it up, but you did. What? Your boy ran out of gas. He did. He ran out of gas. I was told that TSA took his oversized gas tank out of his uh, luggage going to the Gopher Dunes race. Jeff Alessi, the Rhodes Scholar that he is, uh, corrected me on Vital, so I'm not sure what happened. But you need. But as JT can attest to, the Suzuki tanks are very small. And so they stopped in the second moto for a fuel stop. But You swear? So that first moto is when he ran out of gas? Yeah, he ran out of gas in the first moto. He was winning. And he stopped. And then he came in for a pit stop in moto two. Which, actually, Tony said on Instagram, I do not follow Tony Alessi on Instagram, but someone sent it to me, that it was a, uh, hold on, I gotta, let me dig this up. I mean, I know the Suzuki has a small tank, but what about the MCR bike? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's an excellent point. Okay, Tony said... The 800 was the fastest rider at the beach party. His epic fuel pit stop in Moto2, followed by a convincing win, will no doubt go down in Canadian motocross history. <laughs> Except for the fact, Tony, there's three or four guys that stop for gas almost every year. For real? Yeah, Fasciati did it. Kyle Keist has done it. They, yeah, guys Dungey do it. did it at Southwick. Yeah, well, that was another thing. Hey, Dunge just texted me. Yeah, text- Dunge did do that at Southwick. Hey, Dunge just texted me. Thanks, man. Wow. The beginning of a beautiful friendship. I think it is. When do I go to don't tell it? When do hey, I go to Don't blow it, Steve. Don't talk about it. Seriously, too much. dude. Why are you airing this? Sorry, I'll edit it's it. It's like best friends. Don't yeah, be mad dude. because I got a best friend and you don't. Whatever. Don't be mad. Dude, he knew me. He knew me. Did he, you not hear that? He didn't know you, say, but he knew you because you, you knew you because you were fast at Milestone. He probably, dude, no, he didn't he because he said you were he Schmidt. Seen, he seen me last week and I wasn't even there as my little brother. He probably thought you were Schmidt. No, he didn't. <laughs> don't even go there. <laughs> Sorry, man. Seven deuce deuce. He knew. I couldn't even get your last name out. I said, Adam. He's like, if not seven deuce deuce, I know he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Nick knows who I am, too. Wait, wait a Whatever, minute, though. Steve. Don't you, don't you, you told me earlier that you just yelled, Redungi! Yeah. And he looks at you <laughs> like, dude, who are you? Do <laughs> like, you do that like on a parade lap? Dude, I do it all the time, bro. Like on press days, I'll just yell <laughs> Dungy because he's always so serious. You know what I mean? And I'll like, like try to, walk. yeah, I try to relax him. You know what I mean? I'm like, Dungy, like, what, what up? up? <laughs> exactly. And then he'll just kind of turn around, look, and be like, dude, no autographs, bro. Uh, <laughs> honestly, if I'm, if I'm Dungy, and some guy in the next lane over is just yelling Dungy with his hands up. I'm wondering what's going on, too. 
Dude, I just try to have the fun at Supercross. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Try to get off that privateer island. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Norn got off it. Got Pike, the paddle. Pike got, got off the paddle. It. Got the paddle. Yeah. I'm going to get my 30 minutes in for Dungey with a paddle, dude. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, map my fitness. Get him on the Wheaties box. Yeah, the Wheaties box with right. the paddle. Right. It sounded like you can cheat that thing, so you should be good, Steve. Why? Yeah, what? you just enter 30 minutes and you ran. You know what, Gibbs? We don't cheat. No, we okay? don't. Steve does. No. We're, me and him are going 30 minutes right after the show. I'll get on I'll that. I'll do it with you. I'll All right, on. cool. I will get on that elliptical like no other for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that counts. Well, yeah, it does. We're going to run it. What's that, Nick? Plus, you got Manjum up coming up. I do. I do. I got Manjum up in Australia. What's that? Can't talk about it. <laughs> Secret. It's like Fight Club. Oh, so like if you tell me, you have to kill me? Yeah. Oh. Um, Metcalf and Reed both said they've been there before, want to go back. Oh, really? They asked me about it this weekend. <laughs> Manjum up. They said, how much did you ride before you went to Manjum up? I said, mm, 20 minutes before I went. <laughs> Uh, one month, one month off, and twenty minutes before I rode. Us yeah. three are going to take Manjum up twenty fifteen by storm. Maybe we'll get the seven deuce deuce in there. By the way, I would really like it. to see you on a CR five hundred, Steve seven sixty two. Honestly, I'm good in the sand. I'm not going to lie. I'm really good in the sand. Yeah. For what some odd reason, I believe you. Oh, uh, I grew up on sand, dude. I believe you. I'm like a Tuscan Raider. Wow. <laughs> Only JT wow. got that. Only JT gets that. Sand people. Sand person. Um, hey, uh, um, what was I going to say? Okay. Yep. I forget. Nick, you're awesome. JT, what have you been doing? <laughs> oh, you know, just working away. I've been putting my miles in, though. I saw you've been ready. What are you getting ready for? The beach? I don't know. I haven't started yet. Sun's out, gun's out, bro. Getting ready. Yeah. You, you still skipping dinners? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here and there. Yeah, two a day. It's been working out twice a day. I, haven't, I just hadn't wow. found what I'm doing yet. But I'm, when I get there, it's going to be hell. <laughs> what about this LeBron switch? I know you're just following it closely. What, do you, what is your What is your take? Oh, yeah, exactly. oh it's handled. I think he did the right thing. But who, what's, is he going to get some guys to come there? They've got four four number one picks on the roster. And the three three Canadians, bro. Three Canadians. Really? So. I think they're going to get Kevin Love, though. He's going to Cleveland, right? Yeah. Who? LeBron? LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is, uh, yeah I'm, out of, I'm out of the like the sports loop because oh, we've only been here. We've been here for like three weeks, and my wife refuses to get DirecTV guy out because she hates them because, yeah, that's a long story. <laughs> Dude, if you refer a friend, you get like 50 bucks off or something. Yeah. <laughs> It's all, it's all based out of principle. So, Got you. Yeah, um, I'm kind of out of the loop. I figured you guys would know. Who needs TV, bro? All right. Yep. Anybody else got any questions for Nick Way? Mm. I did. I just forgot. I was going to yeah. ask Dunge. I, I didn't know how to ask Dunge this because I, I didn't, you know, I mean, we're buddies, we're bros. Steve, but Steve, seeing how I wasn't on the phone for the Dunge. Yeah. Hit me with a recap of your greatest hits on the Dungeon interview. I said I know you're trying to reflect right now, like you're stoked he called. Uh, I I just uh, dude, I see hearts in Steve Mathis's eyes. Absolutely, right now. <laughs> like blinking. Um, I you just have been courting the number five for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Playing <laughs> off the fact that you're bummed, you're not bummed that he blows you off, but <laughs> he... evidently you were because you're pretty amped. It's quite hard to get now. 
Now, Cincerello gave me some advice, and I'm trying to I'm trying to follow Cincerello's advice. So what did he say? He said, "Dude, you're you, there's ways to say there's ways to, to uh, there's ways to say that you're upset without using the words that you use, Mathis. You need to be nicer in the words that you you pick and choose." So, no, um, I said to the Dunge, hey, it looks like you're having more fun. Like, you still want to win. You know, you're not happy when you lose, but you're not so, like, angry and tense. And he agreed. He said, yeah, I, I'm, I am. I'm, you know, I still want to win. But, you know, there's another moto and there's another main event the next week or whatever, you know. So, you know, I feel, I feel a little bit of a kinship with Dunge. We, we're District 23 buddies. You know, I raced District 23 a ton. Dude, I feel like you're going to really be like a stage five clinger rapper. You're going to you text Dunge. You're going to text Dunge. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know District 23. Yeah. You know, so. Also, too, uh, we did talk about Nick. Uh, the Minnesota, I mean, you Michigan guys, you've long had some of the greatest riders around. And, you know, you're, you, it's well known the, the mafia guys are there. But I don't know if you've checked this out, but the Minnesota guys, Dunge, the Martin brothers, Oldenburg, Jesse Wentland's doing well in Canada, and uh, uh, Zach Williams, and I, I'm probably uh, Audette. There was times where there were six Minnesota guys, I think, in the main event in the 250 East class. That's pretty good. Yeah, so I'm just I brought that up, you know. So. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask Nick. How do you um? How do you get into the Moto Mafia crew? Like, how do you get initiated? For people who want to get in. Well, I mean, if you had like a Ford Escort with the hatchback and you had your bike in the back and you were just like picking up cans to get to every race and you're pretty much, you're going to get some free shirts, let's be real. <laughs> Sounds like Frank and JT could have got in back in the day. <laughs> I, you know? <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's take some calls. Uh, Bobby, you want to talk to the Seven Deuce Deuce? Adam, it's Bobby. What's up? Hey, Adam, first of all, number one fan, 772. Um, and I want to talk about your VIP program. Do you have one, like JT? Uh, no, I, I don't. Totally not yet. For that. He's trying to underhand. Yeah, I mean, I'm his agent on this deal. He's def- he has one. It's a little different than JT's. It's more like you bring your own chair and you just sit there. <laughs> and then he'll talk and then you can listen. And, well, uh, you can I would totally do it. To I could deal. be as invisible no as anybody. Any sort, any sort of contribution you have financially, I would do that. he's taking it. Uh, super fan. Um, maybe Washugo. Let's do it. Call me. All right. I'll talk to you or maybe Wanda or something. And Yeah, yeah. Hit us up. You wouldn't even know I'm there. Okay, cool, perfect. Well, there's not a lot of room under those easy ups. <laughs> He'd probably just know not you're there. Very big, yeah. They're not big easy ups, but we can make something happen. You can sit in Schmidt's chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome, go. Adam. Thank you so much. We Thank, love you, Bobby. Just to be clear, if you're going to sit there, you can't sit in front of the fan. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm going to be invisible. I'm a very invisible just to person. Be clear. I'm Thanks. only in this VIP program. Thanks, Bobby. And I will pay for it. Thank you. Um, hey, don't try to. JT, that's JT's program. So, uh, oh man, Sinjin, what's going on? Why are you calling during a Nick Way Entenap Thomas segment to ask about Jimmy? Well, I didn't know that they were getting down first. That Bobby guy, that dude, definitely has kids locked up in his basement for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, what I was gonna say was first, it took everything in me to not call and just 
blow Dun like just start cussing when Dungey was on. So thank me for that. Why would you do that? I, I see. I like the piece of shit in me wanted to do that, but then I was like, you know what? I don't want to. That'll fuck up Steve. So then I didn't Listen, do it. So Dunge, see, I'm a good guy. Dunge is like um a scared little uh, uh, kitten. We've got him out of the the woods on the show. We don't need to scare him back in, okay? Yeah, but I'm just like, you know, like a young 20-year-old 20 boy that just wants to, you know, fuck everything up. and So I just wanted to help fuck up. Okay, great. Your parents right, must be so proud like of you. The, the uh, question is, God, did you see that picture of Jimmy? What a fucking man. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, come on. Like, we don't have many gladiators like that anymore, you know? <laughs> Jesus, here we what, go. What? We don't have many gladiators like that anymore. Yeah, I mean, like, like uh, what's that guy say? Johnny Louch says gladiators because he's a fucking monster douche. <laughs> but, uh, oh but yeah, I mean, come on, he's a fucking hero. Dude, he rode well in the beginning. Of, hey, listen, Glenn Helen, Bruce Gant pops his shoulder out. Oh, I don't know if I can race because he's a little French bastard. Then we get uh, Jimmy, and he's just like, oh yeah, I popped it out. I finished the moto. He doesn't give a fuck. He rode well. Especially in the second moto, he came from outside the top twenty. Good job, Sanjay. This this weekend, I'm expecting a tenth in one of the motos. Okay, we'll tell him. All right, all right, all right. Thanks, buddy. See you, Jake. Jake, you got a question for uh, the seven deuce deuce? Yeah, I want to know how he thinks uh, Justin Bogle's rap skills are. I think they're sick. I don't hate, bro. Bogle's bad to the bone. You got a question for Nick? Uh, yeah, I, well, I had a general question for all you guys, basically, uh, what's the deal on the podium when, like, right after the moto, you see rocks and, like, pop, out, pop open a Red Bull and chug it? I mean, what, what are they, just filled with water? No, that's Red Bull. I've, tried, I've done it before. That's, that's what just, I do no, right I mean, after. I'm not getting on, on, get on the podium, and I'm just so good, I've got to stop after the first moto that... I mean, I'm just trying to get to cooled off. Let's be real. I'm not trying to stop and talk to anybody before I take my gear off. <laughs> Tedesco's taking it off before he gets back. I love it. What happened? Does anybody know why he did that? Or I did. Not, from what I heard, I had, I had heard that he had tipped over, mm-hmm. and then he couldn't get his bike started. He kicked it like five times, put it in neutral, got it started right away. So he didn't. He, I guess he only kicked it like five or six times. So he took his helmet off. Because he was like, evidently he was like worried about how hot he was feeling. So right. He took his helmet off. And then I just assumed like, you know, he rode around on the water truck road because there's all that fencing to get back, right? Oh, no. Well, evidently, I talked to some people that witnessed him catching some air. So he was like riding on the track and, you know, doubling <laughs> the triples and hitting the tabletops and such with his handlebar. Oh, yeah, that would have been me. I would have been one of those people pointing and wondering WTF. <laughs> He's just very respectable. Wait a minute, what went on? Ivan just rode the last half lap with no helmet, airing things out. No, it was like three quarters, dude. He, he, I guess he tipped over. It was right off that off camera. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, sorry, he just said, "Let's take this helmet off. Let's just go." Yep. Yep. Cool. Sweet. Like you know what this this helmet that I'm wearing, even with my goggles off, doesn't vent that good. So I'm gonna take this whole. I'm gonna take this bad boy right off. (laughs) Someone said he like whipped it over the finish and everything. (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. So you're telling me he hit the finish line jump with his with his helmet over his. That's what I heard. I heard he whipped it over the finish. That's awesome. Yeah, I hope that's what happened. But I think that's that seems like a little bit. That's all. Taking your helmet off, you ain't doing anything but straight jumping. (laughs) If if he jumped the finish line, there's going to be nothing going on but a straight jump. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. 
Um, all right. Hey, we got to run. Uh, thanks, caller. And uh, thank you, Nick. Appreciate it, man. Um, we'll talk soon. We'll get you back on and get, get a summer update. So, All right, Pulp Crew. You guys keep on keeping on. Thank you. MafiaMotoCrew.com. Pulp Crew saves you 20%. Order now. See you guys. See hey, you later, Nick. All right. See ya. JT, uh, we'll get you back after the commercial break. And uh, much more coming on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. We'll take this first commercial. When we come back out of commercial, it is a world debut dropping the uh, Seven Deuce Deuce Pulp Mech app. And then oh uh, our guy Swiss Cola will put it on the bonus content on the app as well. Pulp MX rap coming at you. Uh, thanks, JT. We'll talk soon. Epic. All right, cool. See you, everybody. Thanks. Stick around for this rap. And uh, Jason Anderson and Kyle Cunningham. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com. 
PulpMX20.com now and enter the discount code PulpMX20 at checkout to save money today. today. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California. The nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoke and nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, Proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. 
All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know, you know these, these bars, bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Oh my gosh, Joe's. Did you hear the last Pulp MX show? I mean, all he does is talk shit about, like, everyone. I mean, who does he think he is? He's got the biggest ego. It's just so big. It's just so ugh. But I can't help but listen. I love Pulp MX and I cannot lie. Are you fans can't deny. When Steve Madden says his radio show, you know your ass is gonna listen. Quit your bitching. We got discounts and giveaways. I know you will be amazed. We give away a free freaking pipe. And we know you still gonna gripe. We don't give a fuck if you think we suck. We still gonna have the show. What do you know? Joe Blow? Less than raining yellow. That's one hype up fellow. Berluti, Berluti. He mechanic for Suzuki. Yeah, he's a little bit spooky. But he's Western Pikes. Groovy. To the break of dawn. We got it going on. We can't get the motor tuck on. So, fellas, yeah. Fellas, yeah. Wolf and Max got the shit. Hell yeah. We the best. Radio show for MX. You can't deny. Cause we so fly. That's the gear we supply. BTO, be the one. That's Pulp Max, son. Let me go through the list. That puts up with math and shit. Guts. No motor company. FMF race tech. Black Ops Moto Optrix. W Free Gun. FAB Work Connection. Vortex A10 Solutions. Tech One Designs. Moto Mafia Crew. A Turbis. So real quick, I wanted to say, Matt, if you are the man, your sayings have been catching like wildfire. If you wear X-Brand, you won't win. I've got, the, I've got the whole town saying it. You're a genius. Say who you want, buddy. I bet you regret that shit. At least you ain't sound like Villaman. Okay, now the situation. You were on the truck. You went on, on Twitter. You didn't see the pictures. You didn't see Davey. What did he even just say? No one really knows anyway. Sorry we talk so much shit. That's what we do on Pulp MX. Two of you hating just quick. Really, 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 really quick. Call us on the phone. We can still bullshit. 702-586. Pulp is the number, bitch. We got Villa, Mir, Watson, Keeper, Baluti, Pingree, Wigan, Gibbs, Moza, Swiss, Squad, Thomas. That's the team and you can't do shit. That's the team and you can't do shit. Pulp MX, we so legit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Back, baby. Welcome back, yeah. everybody. Seven oh deuce deuce. My God. Just killing it. <laughs> Just killing it. <laughs> Woo! That is oh, the uh, Pulpamex rap from uh, Adam Entenap, and it will be on the bonus content on Pulpamex app. Good job. Seriously, good job. <laughs> Thank like, you. it sounds great. 
It's really oh good. Oh my goodness, that was so. Funny. I don't know if Villain's gonna be super pumped. <laughs> no, he's not gonna be pumped at all. No. But I, it was just like I heard that because I was just searching for stuff, like searching for content to go through. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Buy yeah, stuff, yeah. and I was like. I was listening to Villain. I'm like, dude, what did that guy just even say right now? Uh, Gibbs, what do you oh think? Oh my god, I think that's probably the best song he's put out. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was really good. I was cracking up the entire time. Do the Berluti thing. Oh my gosh, you ready? Yeah, you ready? Berluti, Berluti, he mechanics for Suzuki. <laughs> he's a bit awesome. spooky. He's a bit spooky, but he's Western Pikes groupy. <laughs> <laughs> That might be my favorite part. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's good. That's money. Yeah. That was money. All right. We're coming up with our next guest here. Uh, w Wheels. You use W Wheels. Yes. W. All day. Strongest wheels in the, in the country, in the world. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. What else do you like about them? Uh, that my wheels are black on black on black, and they do all kinds of different colors. Uh-huh. And they have different selections of rims. You can get DID, Dirt Star Strongs, XLs, Talon Hubs, Talon Hubs with carbon fiber, kite, everything. They're just great all around, and they're good people. Reed, Reed Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Pike, Albertson, Chisholm, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeberg, WUSA.com. We thank those guys for coming on board. John Anderson down there, great guy. And uh, we thank... Uh, we thank um, those guys are coming on board with us. Uh, anything you need. And they're getting into some cool stuff. There's some new and exciting parts coming your way, courtesy of W. I can't talk about them, but just wait. You can't talk about them? Mm-mm. Oh, that's pretty cool. No, but uh, but I will get to it. And uh, it's bitching, and it's cool, and everything else. So we thank everybody for listening to the show tonight. Still coming up with Kyle Cunningham. And, oh, hey, by the way, 810 Solutions, Jeff down there. Jeff at 810 Solutions, the number 810solutions.com. 45% off Rhino Power Supplements. If you can show Jeff a copy of your entrance ticket to Loretta Lynn's or confirmed registration, they can hand deliver it to you at Loretta's or ship it to you to use immediately. Uh, they will offer all, their, all other products at 20% off of the same terms. If you're going to Loretta's, you need some supplements in the Tennessee heat, the number 8, 10solutions.com. Check them out. Official East Coast distributor for uh, uh, Rhino Global products. Uh, let's welcome to our next guest on the show. He uh, had a heartbreaking first moto at Bud's Creek. Came back as good as he can in the second one. He's been putting in quietly some good rides uh, this summer in the last few races. Uh, certainly a veteran of the class, and uh, we welcome him on the Pulp Mech Show. Kyle Cunningham, what's up, man? Oh, not much. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. No doubt about it. Hey, uh, if there's one track where I don't want to DNF a moto, the first moto, it's Bud's Creek. Because that, if you're on the outside of that start, you're fucked. And unfortunately, with a lap and a half left, your bike blew up while you're like in tenth. Just, uh, just a kick to the nuts, Cunningham. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it definitely probably would have been a little bit nicer if uh, the bike would have went on the the second or third lap. But um, yeah. you know, it it was unfortunate. It, it happens, and you know, it, it happens when you least expect it. And sure enough. Uh, Lap and a half to go, uh, 32 minutes of uh, a pretty growing moto in the humidity. <laughs> yeah. and had, had a decent ride going, but, um, you know, like I said, it happened. Yeah. And uh got to gotta move on from it. And, you know, my dad's been really working hard uh, mm-hmm. wrenching for me. So, um, you know, just a bummer for both of us. But um, Well, the, 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 the crappy gate pick, you barely got through the line. You had a you know fourth or fifth from the outside, but you still got a fourteenth. Not so bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, man, it was 
it was a little bit of a rush. They had to haul the bike over uh, on one of the, the rhinos or the mules. Uh, I kept telling those guys when I was sitting on the side of the track, I'm like, hey, please, please rush to get this over there. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to get the motor in it in time. And, uh, you know, Al and, and Kevin have been hauling my bike. And, uh, you know, my dad was sitting there busting his butt trying to get it done. And uh, luckily, a few people that... Um, aren't obligated to uh, jump in some other privateer guys' mechanics, uh, yeah. came over and just dropped their tools and, and started helping them. And sure enough, we pulled up to the gate uh, once the site lap was about halfway through. So, um, you know, I, I dodged the pile up a little bit and uh, in the first corner. And, and normally, yeah. Mud Creek, the outside, you got no chance. But uh, yeah. if I wouldn't have blown a little wide, I, I might have been right there in the in the top eight or so, but, uh, you know, it was a decent start and, uh, a decent 12th place finish. We yeah. had, uh, a, a one little mishap with, you know, we threw the motor in there so quick the the clutch cable, I guess, wasn't adjusted right. So I mm-hmm. rode, uh, 36 minutes with, with no clutch. The plate was coming all the way into my fingers. So, yeah. um, you know, just a little bit of a rough weekend, but, um, you know, just lucky they, that, that, you know they they even my dad even got me on the track for the second moto so yeah yeah it's a good way to look at it 702-586-7857 you got a question for uh kyle cunningham uh hey i've noticed obviously you wear x-brand goggles so you got clear vision out there and i've been watching yeah. you uh last three four races you've definitely uh you started a little bit slow but last three four races you put in some good rides back to where kind of uh where you feel like you should be if not higher than uh at, you feel like you're coming around a little bit yeah, I mean, I felt like the last uh, three races, you know, it's been, um, you know, I had a seventh and, a, and an eighth in the first motos the two weekends before that, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I would I would have liked to have a better result. Uh, I kind of kind of threw it away at red, but I got cross-threaded in the, in the sand rollers the first lap there, uh, second moto, and, you know, I felt good all weekend there. I, I put it on the ground, and you know, I rode a hard race to, to catch up from 30th to, to 15th, but, um, you know, the, the top 10 is riding really well right now. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. as you can see, there's been some other guys that have went down in the first corner, uh, you know, that aren't able to make it up back inside that top 10. So, yeah. you know, we've been coming around the, the last three rounds. You know, yeah, we started off a little slow and, uh, you know, turning clickers and making small changes here and there out there in Texas. Uh, you know, with my dad, we, we've figured out some small things that mm-hmm. I feel like have, have been helping. So, um, you know, hopefully, uh, no mishaps this weekend and, uh, we can put up those two good motos like we've been trying to do. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Hey, uh, you wrote for uh, motor concept, smart top racing and supercross. They went to Canada with Mike and Vince freeze. you chose to ride the u.s nationals now some t- teams in our sport would just say hey sorry about your luck kyle we'll see you later but mike genova uh stand-up thing honoring your contract you're sort of a privateer you're help uh, kyle peters and his uh his team is helping you a ton but in a way for people who don't know like you're still getting help from moto concepts it, the genova's still sort of helping you out and that's pretty cool yeah, I mean, uh, Genova stepped up for sure. Like you said, I, I kind of, kind of expected that, uh, you know, it, it would be kind of, you know, look for whatever else you need to do. But, um, you know, uh, I asked him on the phone, um, about a week before Vegas, I said, Hey, you know, what are, what are my options here? Um, 
you know, I, I'm not really feeling the Canada thing. I want to, you know, stay down here and race. Um, you know, nothing against, I'm sure they have a great series up there and it looks like the guys are doing well up there, but, um, you know, he, uh, he honored my contract. He stepped up and, yeah, that's and cool. he, he's paying for my stuff and, and getting me to the races, which is, it's making it a little easier on me. And then, like you said, obviously, uh, you know, Al and, uh, Kevin Peters, you know, they're, they threw my bike on the rig and are hauling it to the races, um, you know, so that I can still fly in and all that stuff, which is really great. Makes it a lot easier. Only bad side is, you know, having to, you know, I'm having to fly up on Thursdays with my dad, um, you know, and kind mm-hmm. of miss that, that day of riding. So he has right. the time to get the bike ready. But, um, you know, like I said, we're, we're getting by and, and he's working really hard. And, you know, the last week, three weekends have showed we've had some better speed and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're just, uh, you know, I've been I've been working really hard in Texas. It's hot here right now. It's, <laughs> you know, 95 degrees at night, and uh, you know I'm putting the time in and and just trying to better my results on the weekend. So uh, you know that's what we're looking for. Yeah, you know what? Uh, obviously, you had a signed contract, but in in our sport, and Kyle, you've been around a while. Signed contracts yeah. don't always mean much. <laughs> so you know, Genova could have told you to pound sand if you didn't want to go to Canada, but they're helping you. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. And, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, Genova's a smart man. I think it's, um, you know, good for them. They got the guys up there and, and you know, he's still got his bike and logos, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at the American Series uh, with, with me out there. Um, so, you know, they've, uh, you know, he stepped up when he needed to. And, uh, you know, I appreciate that. And, you know, like I said, I'm just happy to be, uh, you know, here in the States racing and, um you know, I feel like I'm where I need to be is the biggest mm-hmm. thing. So. Right. Yo, Kyle, this is Seven Deuce Deuce. Oh, what's up, man? What up, dude? How are <laughs> no, you doing? Not, not just hanging uh, out. Um, what? What do you? Why are you riding the twelve instead of the? Or are you riding a thirteen? You're riding a thirteen, right? Yeah, thirteen. What? What are the biggest differences between the thirteen and the fourteen? And how come you didn't ride the fourteen? What's the deal with that? Um, to be honest with you, I can't tell you the differences. I haven't, haven't ridden a 14. Um, you know, I was sitting on the couch after Elsinore last year, uh, broke my foot pretty bad. It was in about 16 pieces. Um, I got released in, in 11 weeks and, you know, was hoping I could just hop right back on the bike and ride. And, uh, you know, unfortunately it wasn't like that. It took another six weeks of of therapy, you know, I kind of played around on the bike, but, um, my foot still hurt pretty bad. So I was kind of at the decision sitting on the couch, um, you know, ride a bike that was closer to what I rode, um, at the beginning of 2010 for the Tisco team or hop on a new bike and have to learn it quicker and all that. So for me, it was just, uh, you know, a little, little easier decision. I mean, the Honda is, is such a good bike. I don't think you can go wrong either way with it. Um, you know, it was just one of those, I was sitting there broken and, uh, (laughs) wanted to do what I could do to be the most comfortable when I started riding again. Yeah, exactly. Um, Hey, what, what tracks are you looking forward to out of the last five? What, uh, do you have any favorites? Did we already ride your favorite track? Or is there anything? Oh man, I love, I love red, Bud. that place is awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Millville's always pretty good. Um, 
you know, I like the track. Uh, it's going to be a little different. I guess I heard the weather there is supposed to be a little cooler. Um, oh, yeah. You know, besides Bud's Creek being really humid, nothing's been that hot, and I'm surprised we we haven't really had a mud race at all. Um, you know, for some reason at Washougal, it's a little a little slick, and I ride really well there. I've had... Um, you do? That's right. You know, you've, uh, had, you've had good motos there. Yeah. Good yeah, point. I good mean, I, I've had some mishaps, like the one year... Uh, you know, I got second, the first moto behind Dunge, and then uh, second moto, they had that double down in the trees before the finish line, and mm-hmm. a dude in front of me got cross-rutted, and I hit him when I landed and freaking uh, grenaded myself. So, uh, you know, I always like Washougal. Um, you know, besides the rocks at Unadilla, I think the track's, uh, yeah. you know, fun. I like riding it. Um I'm excited about Indiana, the new one. I haven't been there. I saw pictures of it, and... Uh, it looks really good, so um, you know. Yeah. And Salt Lake's a good track as well, as long as the the wind holds out. Last year, it was just really tough to see. I'm just excited, you know. It feels like the the seasons went by uh, really fast mm-hmm. to me, but um, you know, we still got five rounds, and uh, you know, it, just looking for better results and and finishing the season strong. You uh, you don't have a deal for next year. You're uh, you're riding for a deal. Uh, I'm I'm trying, not yet. Um, okay. I've done a little bit of talking and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, but uh, you know, you're only as good as your last race. And uh, you, you got... know, we had a DNF the first moto, <laughs> right, and right. the second moto. So what about overall? Overall, doesn't look that great. <laughs> what about listen? This is this is my advice. I'm going to be your agent. You got to okay. go to 450s, man. Super costs. Yeah, you're good enough. Well, the what... bi- the bike isn't as important. Uh, you can make more money. You you know, got to do that. I think it's time. I think it's time. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think the biggest thing is is you know the last uh, you know the last four fifty round I really remember was one of my first ones. You know when mm-hmm. they threw me in at Valley in in two thousand and ten. Uh, I had two days on the bike before uh, Seattle or Salt Lake, and then race Seattle, which is always one of the gnarliest supercrosses, um, and then went to Vegas and got fourth, and yeah. man, I really, uh, I enjoy riding the 450, I love it, the power's there, I feel like I don't have to over-push myself on the bike, which makes me ride it a little better, but, um, yeah. you know, the toughest thing right now, it's like, uh, you know, it's no different than some of the guys that are, that are still in the class, uh, in the lights class, there's just, you know, not many 450 spots, and, you know, yeah. you need to be under a, a good rig and, and stuff like that to be competitive. But, um, you know, I'm looking for something. Hopefully I can put something together where I can uh, I can race lights on one coast, 450 on the other, mm-hmm. um, you know, get my feet wet again a little bit and then decide what I want to race outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. it, okay. Because the purse money in 250 super cost, I mean, it's really good. It's killer. It's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> So much yeah, fourth, fourth place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like eight hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, you know, what are you gonna do? You make more than that making a night show in four fifty. Yeah, the, the, yeah, no, you do. Yeah, absolutely. For I think you make. I think you make more than that to not make the main in the four fifty, like fifth in the LCQ. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. just to make top forty yeah, the is nine sixty. Nine sixty. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know that. You can make a living just riding, <laughs> well, making the night show, and missing the main by one spot. Absolutely, you can. Make, like, you can. Dude, you make seventeen seventeen fifty to get fifth in the LCQ. Wow. It's all wow. you next year. That's, 
It's all you, Cunningham, That's next year. Money. And, and I mean, well, I'm hoping, like I told you guys, I mean, yeah. I, I like riding the 450, so, I mean, I really, you know, I mm-hmm. felt like we came on this year in Supercross there towards the end. Uh, yeah. You know, we had the mishap at, at uh, New Jersey where I felt really good, the best year, best race I felt all year, and, you know, I uh, raining, and you set up my goggles, and I decided that I was going to accidentally bring my practice goggles with no tear-offs <laughs> for the moto. Um, uh, not but, my fault. Uh, not my fault, everybody. No, not not <laughs> your fault at all. So you know, I uh, I still feel like I have I have better results in Supercross on the 250. But like I said, hopefully uh, there's an opportunity for me to ride one coast and then mm-hmm. ride the 450 on the other coast just to you know keep seat time and have some fun. I mean, uh, I love riding, and uh, you know, like I said, I work really hard. So yeah. Um, you know, just looking to show in these last five rounds, you know, how hard Pops is working and, uh, yeah. you know, what we can really do on the weekends. Well, hey, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, appreciate it. We're running a little bit behind, so we got to run. But uh, thanks for updating our listeners for what's going on. Like I said, you've been riding better lately. Bummer about the Bud's Creek thing. You could have put easily put together a 10-12 day or whatever and, and been solid. But uh, shit happens. And uh, this weekend at Millville, uh, good luck with everything, man. Thanks for coming on. Heck, yeah, keep it up. Put those motos in. Make it solid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, Mathis. Just make sure my goggles are getting ready to go. <laughs> they are. Like- we're good. They're they're good, bro. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Later, All right, Kyle. Have a good one. All right. See, see ya. ya. Kyle Cunningham, everybody, on the Pulp Mech Show, uh, presented by BTOSports.com. I'm going to get JT back on the line. Chris has been on. Chris, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. What's up, bro? Sorry to bum you out. You sound bummed. No, it's fine. I just wasn't expecting you to come on. Um, but I'll start off by saying that rap by Adam was epic. And yeah. Can we talk Project 90 for a minute? Yeah, let's talk Project 90. What's up? All right. When's it going to be done? You said a few weeks ago or it'll be like three weeks, <laughs> and I'm sound, really excited. Hey, you sound like JT. F you, dude. You sound like JT. He's been giving me what? shit about it. No, look, we had a little bit of an issue. We had a power valve uh, exhaust flap that was worn out, and I couldn't. It was discontinued from Cowie, so I was trying to get one from Cowie. Also, the Nicosil on the cylinder uh, was shot, and I was trying to get a free one from Cowie, and that didn't work, so... Uh, I went ahead and uh, um, we're going to run the old exhaust flap on that Kips valve, and I got a new Nicosil cylinder coming. I'm going to tell you again, Chris, probably be in a couple weeks. But everything's done. Chassis done, bro. Just going to drop the motor in. Um, so, yeah, everything's basically done, and then uh, we're going to do some cool stuff with it. So it's coming along. Yeah, yeah I can't wait. Yeah, no, yeah. I, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's gonna be, we're going to do something on Racer X and everything to it probably a couple weeks. A couple weeks. All right, awesome. All right, thanks, bud. Thanks, Chris. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, JT, a couple weeks for Project 90. Okay. Yeah, I, I keep hearing that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Jason Thomas back on the line. Let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Okay, X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Use Pulpamex to save yourself 30% off. If you don't wear X brands, you won't win. <laughs> and tonight we're gonna get you an X brands next year. I'm gonna steal oh, you from Knowles. I am. Suck it, Knowles. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna do that. You're gonna wear X brand next year. All right, we'll see. What do you mean we'll see? We'll see. I'm pretty honest to my sponsors. Well, I don't. I, expect, I don't expect you to lie to them. I love you, man. <laughs> hey, oh uh, man. Hey, uh, JT. Did you know that the Seven Deuce Deuce? 
got a ride because of this show? I didn't like a ride home. No, I thought you, you flew him out there. <laughs> oh he's my go- god, he's going to Canada to race the Arena Cross Series for Cycle North. We we don't know this. Oh, yet. it's not done. No, okay, the no. BC ones. No, yeah, the BC ones. No, oh, should I not have talked about it? No, you better be cool. ready for the Noof. Oh yeah, good. you think you got something for the Noof? No, the Noof don't play. Who's the Noof? Oh, f- just wait. Oh, you will find out. You will find out on the tight and twisty confines of Abbotsford and these other places who the Noof is. Oh man! When, the, when you look up, when you're standing on the podium, you look to the next step up. <laughs> that will be. The noof. Oh my gosh! It's but, not even final yet. We okay. don't even know if we're going to Canada. I thought it was done. It was, no. Okay, no, 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 Courtney no. was asking me about yeah, it. I thought, yeah. okay. We love Courtney. Do you, are you going to do it? Yeah, I would okay. love to. If it, if, if it works out, yeah, you'll do it? if it works out. You hear that, Noof? Nah, he doesn't yeah, he, he might not. He's fine, honestly. Yeah, I don't think he heard you. <laughs> I don't think he did either. All right, X-Brand questions for myself and JT and the Seven Deuce Deuce. That was an epic rap, by the way. Dude, wasn't it? So good. JT, what'd you so think? So good. These are submitted by Corey Moser. Hey, Adam, is that is that a song on your SoundCloud? No, not yet. Not yet. Get it up there. Okay. No. No, it's going to be on the Pulp Mix app. Oh, okay. For $1.99, you can buy the Pulp Mix app, and you can listen to it under the bonus content. Oh, okay. Got you. Not, on, not free on SoundCloud. Sorry, guys. Well, I mean, how long is the song going to take to get up? A couple weeks? No. Swiss Girl should do it tonight, smartass. All right. Steve. Oh, wait. Pookie said it's already on there. It's oh. on the app under bonus content. Screw SoundCloud. <laughs> it's already on there? Yeah. Swiss <laughs> Jeez, put it on. you guys got that on lock. Is it hot in here or is it just me? It's a little warm. Okay, I just turned the... AC break again? No, no, I just turned the AC back on. All right, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. They're probably creepy. And you got 15 seconds to answer them. Done. All right, Ready. let's All right. do it. Steve. Yep. Pookie's celebrity crush and hall pass is the new kids on the block. Who is yours? Tim Perry. <laughs> that was so easy. Yeah. It's not even fair. Okay. JT. Yo. Which team of 2014 has the most bang for their buck rider? Uh, bang for their buck. Who's getting paid? Uh, well, obviously you, Pike. You, you, obviously, you don't know the salaries, but who do you yeah. think's uh, performing and not making as much money? Um... That's actually a pretty good question. I'm gonna go with uh, 19 seconds is what I'm gonna go with. I'll take I'll take all the time I want. Uh, 450 class. I'm gonna go with Andrew Short. 250 class. I am gonna go with another fly rider. No. Um. You, this is give you, too long. Give you a good too long. Too long. I like. Uh, no. I liked your answer, Adam. Uh, yeah. Weston Pike was solid. Ah, Pike. Pike. Pike's doing okay. I mean, Pike got fifth. Yeah, but most bang think, for I your think, buck. I think Pike's doing yeah. okay right now. Yeah. No, I think he's making money, but I don't think he's making as much as you Trey think. Kinnard Pike's making Tomac. a salary from the well, RCH. He's not finishing as high as Trey Kennard and Tomac either. Only he's one spot behind. Is he getting a salary yeah. from those RCH guys? Yeah. Oh well, no. A lot of those rides aren't salaried; they're fill-in rides. I mean, Norin's not okay, getting a well, salary. This, this one, this one is okay. Norin's getting a bonus contract. You know what I mean? And ex- of course, okay, expenses well, and everything. Just so. rest assured that it, it is okay. All right, sweet. You get off Privateer Island. That's what you get. Dang. All right, next question. All right, seven deuce deuce. Which rider has the? Can hottest... you talk into the mic more? 
Rich Rider. No, no, just no, too much. Yeah. Which rider has the hottest girlfriend or wife? Josh Grant or Ryan Dungey. Got something for the blondes? <laughs> you know yeah. I do. Shout out, Ash. All right, Steve. Yep, yep. On average, what is a mechanic's salary on a factory support team like Pro Circuit or Geico? Uh, 50. 40, 40 to 50. It's hmm. pretty good. Uh, JT, who will win the 2015-250 national championship? Jeremy Martin. All right. Is, would that be Martin's last year in the class probably, right? Uh, I would think not. No? You think no. he'll be in there? It's, it's only his second year. This is his second year. Next year will be third. Think he'd stay there longer? You just said with this, with that, oh, 15, 15. I'm sorry. 15. Um, outdoor championship? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Martin again. Yeah, okay. I'll stand by it. I, I, I misheard the question, but the answer will be the same. All right. All right, uh, Adam, how many more years would you race professionally as a privateer? Till I was 50. <laughs> <laughs> JT, might wanna, JT might have something to tell yeah, you. Talk like, to me in like 10 yeah, years. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to get some wise advice from a man who, who <laughs> JT has some, definitely. Uh, all right, uh, Steve, besides the Moto X story, which, uh, what single story or article are you most proud of writing? Other than Moto Triple X, which was solid. I don't. I I don't know. I mean, there's so much greatness just (laughs) leaking out there on the internet. You know what? Honestly, again, this is going to sound. I wrote a farewell to Tim Ferry. I was going to say after he retired that I was really proud of. I really liked it, and every ferry told me it made her cry. it's on my website. I think you, I think it's on there in the archives or something. I, it was just really good. I just wrote about how a guy came into the ranks, lost his factory ride, got it back twice. Yeah, you know, never gave up. Like uh, I, it's, I, 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 I thought, thought was, your eulogy to, to your dog was really good. Oh, did you? Yep. I don't remember the buddy, buddy, the white, the white yep. dog. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote a eulogy to my dog, who our first dog that passed away might be on there still. I thought it was really good. Thank you. All right, JT, which team or team owner has spent or lost the most money? Mike Genova. <laughs> that would be my pick. Remember? That was mine, too. Genova, we were talking about him on this show one time, and the, the logic came up, how much has he spent? Uh, maybe Craniac, too. I bet Craniac spent a pretty penny. Yeah. And I said one or two million, and, and Genova texted me and said, oh, try, no, six. try five. <laughs> he, said, he said six. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. So I talked to I talked to Larry Brooks today. Um maybe gonna Sorry. have him on gonna have maybe gonna have him on next week. Looking to get back in, he's got some opportunities, maybe own a team, run a team again. Um he's got a couple of things industry wise uh that you know doesn't involve running or owning a team. He's asking me about that. And I said to him, I'm like, Man, a guy like Mike Genova needs to get you on there. You know, you're not the owner. The owner's got the money. You run the program. You have the money uh, from a guy who gives it to you a budget, and you pick a rider and work with that rider and, and, and this and that. And that would be a perfect situation for a guy like Larry Brooks because we've seen when he's owned the team, things have gone sideways a little bit. But there's no doubt, in my mind anyways, that he can work with a guy. He can work with a rider. He, he knows what's going on. He's a little intense at times, but um, 
that would be Larry Brooks's ideal situation. JT, do you agree? You know, <laughs> when I was younger, someone told me, when you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay, fantastic. Next that's question. What I'm gonna do. All right, uh, last question. Adam. Frank, Frank told you that or Cindy? No, because oh. he would have probably just said it. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> All right, Adam, uh, last question. Which one of the following things would most benefit your career? Flying to the races, a factory bike, a mechanic, a man friend, a personal trainer, an energy energy drink sponsor, or a girlfriend? Can you repeat all of them again? <laughs> factory factory bike, hands yeah. down. Factory bike. Period. Norrin picked up. Not even a question. Three to four spots. That, yeah, not even a question. Factory bike. Uh, we can't talk about Norrin because you're mad because of the Schmidt thing? No, not okay. at all. Uh, I'm so proud of Norrin. Okay. Norrin's awesome, dude. And that has been. x Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. JT, did you get that email I sent you during the commercial? I did. Yeah. JT was in an x ad. Really? Yeah. I was. 2006? I, I, think I, I feel like I was maybe maybe the top guy they had that year. Probably. Was it 06? I, I, for, 08. 08. Okay. Yeah. 08. JT yeah. wore x brands. And uh, he won a lot. I can't imagine they had somebody better in the points than, like, 12th or whatever I was. Right. There you go, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. awesome. Who picks these questions? Uh, Berludi. Berludi. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my god. Popomex app, everybody. $1.99. Buy it now. Uh, still coming up with Jason Anderson. Got a little more Jason Thomas. Speaking of the Jasons. Uh, Entenaps in studio. Let's do the NFAB question of the day. Shall we do that? Uh, NFAB uh, Yamaha. JGR, a great guys. Let's do the unfab question of the day. The unfab question of the day. By the way, uh, we did get a caller that said that the uh, Pulp Max rap is not the correct rap on the app. So, so you know, people are not happy. Well, it's so amazing. I would be upset too if I clicked on it and didn't get to hear it. Right, like, I would be too. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm gonna address this right now. JT, sir, what did you think about the rap? Yeah, I thought it was actually really good. Thank being, you. Being serious. Thank you. Love this guy right yep. here. <laughs> I may download it on my phone. Oh my god! Anybody calls, that's dude. What's the Berludi part was just. Oh my gosh! It was so on point. Berludi. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it for you. Berludi. It's right. Berludi. Did you hear the last Pulp and Max okay. show? I so mean, just start call, start calling. Start calling. Yeah. All right. About like, you know, all he does is talk shit. I got a guy who who emailed me today on Twitter. No, he said tweeted me. Mm. He said, "I don't feel. I feel like your your app is a ripoff. All it has is old podcasts on it." And I said, "Did you hit the refresh button?" <laughs> Which is. <laughs> like, look at the refresh. Yeah. It's big. I mean, yeah. it's. He goes. He writes back. Uh, oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck you, it. I mean, th- oh my, that's a big. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's a big. It's a, it's a big button. Tap yeah. to refresh. Yeah. So it's on there, people. Tap to refresh. Sorry, Swisscore, for thinking ill thoughts of you. And Fab, light up the night with NFab light mounting solutions to mount your aftermarket lighting products. N-Fab.com to learn more about their products. The Toyota JGR NFAB team without Phil Nicoletti will be at Millville this weekend with Brayton and Grant. And God, JT, those bikes are fast, man. Uh, yeah. 
They're yeah. good. <laughs> I think that's an understatement. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I think they're. I think they build them for top fuel dragsters at times, but they do get good starts. Yeah. So here it is, uh, the NFAB question of the day. Simple one, really. I'll start with you, Seven Deuce Deuce. Okay. I'm not talking a moto. I'm talking an overall win. Mm-hmm. Does Eli Tomac get one? Five races left. Does Eli Tomac get one? Yes. An overall win? Yeah, I'm honestly, not talking a moto win, bro. Honestly, I would call Tomac for an overall win over an actual moto win. Oh, like 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, the something, something random to get an overall win. JT? He's doing both. <laughs> He's doing everything? I think it's coming at, I think it's coming at Unadilla. Mm, I was going to yeah, say Yeah, good call. No, no, not Washugal. Why do you think Washugal? I just feel like Eli is, performs a little bit better on rougher tracks than That's exactly people. why Unadilla. Yeah. Washugal's not rough. Debatable. <laughs> no, no, not really. Not when it comes to. <laughs> Do you race? Not when it. I've raced Washugal. No, I've, yeah. I've, raced, I've raced Washugal too, and it's nothing like Unadilla. Unadilla is so gnarly. And then there's Utah. Yeah. Who won 250s in Utah? Dude, nobody knew. Nobody cared. Because it was so windy <laughs> that you nobody couldn't could even tell. see couldn't. who won the race. I'm pretty sure it was Roxon, <laughs> but the windstorm. <laughs> honestly, uh, honestly, that was the, f- the funniest thing of all the 2013 Nationals. Where's JT after that moto? Uh, covered. He looked like Soul Man. He just he all he had his sunglasses on, and he, dude, he looked like he was you, a, a Taliban member or Soul Man. You're laughing, but it's not funny. Oh, it like, was funny. I was out there. I dude. was in the press box. It was it was hilarious. I'm like, is this for real right now? I'm looking out, and I'm like, I'm like, look, it's so gnarly, and everybody was quitting, and just everything was going on that I could actually look around and see what was going on. Right. And it was like, I was going through like a hurricane, like I was in that one movie, The Wizard of Oz. Like, everything's swirling, and I'm going to go to like another dimension after this race. Like, and then I got to click my heels to go back home on my Tech 10s or something. I you was were like, another Jesus. <laughs> so... Uh, moto or overall? What do you think, Gibbs? Uh, I think he'll get an overall before he gets a moto win. And Adam, you think he'll get an overall before he gets a moto win? JT, you say he's going to do both? Yeah, I would say moto win would be easier because you only have to do it once. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- these guys are super consistent. So, to me, the moto win would be God, more likely. But The I last couple of weeks when he's just ripped through the pack, like he hasn't gotten a start. And he's just like, see you later. I'm dude, going. I just feel like Dungey and Roxon are so solid Dunge, right now. Dungey's so good. Dungey's so good. He's so good. He's so, good. He's so solid <laughs> and consistent. He's so good. It's just, I don't know. I mean, he's fast. I think if he's going to do it anywhere, though, I think JT nailed it on the head. It's going to be at Unadilla because I feel like he just rips at Unadilla. Does he? I don't. I yeah. can't. I don't. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not, deni- I'm not yeah. saying no. I don't remember if. He rips at Unadilla. No, he rips. Okay. At he was Unadilla. doing ridiculous things last year at Unadilla. Like he was, he he really impressed me there. Hey, we gave away one pair of tickets to Millville, courtesy of Vortex Racing. We're going to give away two more sets of uh, tickets. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. If you want to win one of two pairs of tickets to uh, Millville, courtesy of Vortex Racing, we'll just pick some random emailers 
Get them in quick because we got to make it. We got to make our decision quick so we can get you these tickets, courtesy of Vortex Racing. Call for you uh, here, Seven uh, Deuce Jason. What's up, man? Steve, Jason Reed. How you been, man? Good. How are you, man? Good. Good. Long time. Yeah. Hey, so uh, Adam's still there, right? Oh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of upcoming arena cross, I meant to call in last time he was there, but I didn't get through. So, hey, man. Uh, before I announced the work series about ten years ago, I used to announce this arena cross series over in Taft and. I know where there, there were some brothers that used to come over from the coast. Was that you and your younger brother or another yeah. from up north? It yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Man, that place used to pack the crowd in, huh? Oh, dude, it did. For reals. <laughs> right on. Anyway, hey, I just want to call in, man. Your family was cool back in the day, and uh, good luck in everything you do up there in Canada, and look forward to seeing you back. Soon, yeah, I, I hope I hope that all happens. That'd be super fun. And What's uh, the holdup for this happening? On your end or on their end? Just getting everything organized. On dude. your end or on their end? My end. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I just heard the new Fardy's training. He's already running right now. Oh, you just got a call from yeah. him? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. We better get that 30 <laughs> minute. What What was the website again for Dungy's thing? Oh, my, la- my, uh, my, uh, Map My Fitness. Map My Fitness. Map My Fitness. We got to yeah. do our 30 at Map My Fitness and log yeah. it. All right. Hey, Jason, thanks for calling, man. No problem, you guys. Take hey, care. thanks, Jason. Thank Have you. a good Appreciate one. Appreciate it. What, 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 where were these arena crosses he was talking about? Uh, like, North of where I live, like north of Santa Barbara, they're just in like little fairgrounds oh, and okay. stuff, yeah, like yeah. CMA type of deals. Right, right. Um, have you been riding at Castillo Ranch at all? Are you gonna do, um, gonna do any of that? I've been I've been riding at Zacca Station, but like if I have to ride Supercross, I'll ride at Castillo. What about the Castillo Outdoor Track? Uh, not right no. now because we haven't had any rain. Like we've had like a major water shortage. Yeah, so. yeah. When, when I've been there twice, and it was prep pretty. Good when we got there, and by the end of the day, it was pretty beat. Yeah, no, yeah. that's like one of the funnest tracks for sure. I love that track, and Jim's just an awesome guy. And mm-hmm. The asterisks hold that that whole company, but yeah, no, it's just too dry. It's just we haven't had any rain. It's one of those things where you go out there after a rain and just go rip it up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Hey, so we should take a commercial. Oh, if he comes up here for arena cross, he will know who I am. That is a text he, he from got the it. noof. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Oh, it is on. That guy's going down. JT, perhaps we fly up to Abbotsford to watch this. I'm in. You guys better. <laughs> um, all right, let's take a commercial break. Uh, Jason Anderson uh, is coming up, uh, Rockstar KTM team. And, uh, yeah, we'll have Jason Anderson on. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Pulp Mesh Show presented by BTOsports.com. And uh, we thank everybody for listening, and we'll be right back with much, much more. The Seven Deuce Deuce is in the house. And, yeah, uh, baby. Lots more coming up. Thanks for listening. Peace. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOsports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check.
Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like arena cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. 
You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Not that much paper, though. Let's rap about Subway. Yeah. Here we go. Rolling down the highway, it's in my way. Looking down the street, fuck, thinking real cheap. Don't got that much paper in my pocket. I think I got like six bucks. Rolling down the street, hungry ass, fuck. Seen a fucking sign, looking really, really fine. Subway, eat fresh, hell yeah. I was thinking in the brain, my way. Turkey ham, fucking meatballs. Yeah, I want it all. Fuck that. I only got six bucks. Good thing it's February, so I can't get a foot long. Hell yeah, rolled up in that bitch. There's a line. Bitch at the cash register could look real fine. Hell yeah, ho. Here we fucking go. Looking at the shit. I'm looking at the bread in the fucking oven. Looking so fresh. What do I want? Wheat, flatbread, honey fucking O, damn bullshit, oh yeah, thinking fucking wheat, want a foot long, want some fucking meat, yeah, six inch, nah fuck that, I got six bucks, I'm going for the whole thing, fucking 12 inches of bread, meat, lettuce, turkey, ham, hoe, whatever the fuck I want, cause Subway means it's my way. Yeah, I told that bitch, I want a foot long on Italian urban cheese. She said, what kind of meat? I said, ho, what the fucking kind of thing you want, bitch? I was like, hell yeah, I want that black forest ham with the fucking no cheese. Hell no, nah, bitch, I ain't trying to get fat. Cheese is fucking really, really, really fucking whack. Oh, uh, yeah, put it in the oven, toast that shit up. Get that shit right, make it hot. Shit came out, it was steaming. I was like, damn, that shit's gleaming. Sandwich looks good, here we go. Vegetables next, gonna put that shit on, never take a rest. Here we go. Bitch asked me what you fucking want on your sandwich. I was like, hmm, fucking green peppers. Onions, spinach, fucking olives, green pepperoncinis, jalapenos. Then I want fucking mayonnaise. Now wait. Trying to watch my calories make. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, Subway. Still the one to put you on the map. <laughs> it's still the one to put you on the map. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this this song, dude. <laughs> Race Tech, Privateer Proven. Leap, Freeze, Blows, Gilmore, all use Race Tech. For over 30 years, Race Tech is supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products. You want to save money at Race Tech? 
Hell yeah, I do. 20% off Pulp MX 2014. Saves you money at Racetech. Their gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance. Vintage stuff, modern stuff, suspension parts. Paul Thede's been doing it for a long time. He's got the Motorcycle Suspension Bible. your guide to everything suspension. We thank Racetech for coming on the show. I guarantee you, 73% of you jerkies listening to this show who have a bike need to get your oil changed. You have a leaky fork seal. You're riding your bike with the wrong spring rate. Or just you need to learn how to adjust your sag. 73%. Where do you come up with 73%? Science, bro. It's math. Oh, it's I math. swear. Hey, buddy. I'd go higher on the 73%. 73%. I was going to go 74 My, uh... How's, uh... What's the reaction to the Pulp MX rap? Dude, people are texting me like it's going out of style. Like Ra- it's ridiculous. Race Tech brings you the emails of the week. Let's get to these before we come up with Rockstar Racing's Jason Anderson. You know Anderson at all? No, not really. He's a good dude. I've seen him. Yeah, he's a good he dude. seems like the last time we had him on the show, though, he's a little cocky with the four phones thing. Uh, that's right. You were here for that. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. yeah. Real, real dick. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how he is yeah. this time. Let's, let's ask him about that. Yeah. Uh, Todd said on yesterday's Moto 60 show, what he's talking about is Thursday's noon fly race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. One hour of your calls. Taking your calls, talking about the upcoming race, and uh, looking ahead to that re- weekend's race. This week, uh, no chase legendary. So, uh, Devin, you are filling in this week for oh, we're doing it. Producer kill slot it tonight and then killing it on Monday and Thursday. Uh, on yesterday's Moto Sixty show, you guys were talking about who might take RV spot next year if he decides to retire or race the GPS. I didn't hear anything about Brock Tickle. I thought he might be a good option since he's been on the program before, unless he left under bad terms. I think with a solid season, Pike has been has going on with him. Being more fresh on RCH's mind, he's got a pretty good chance for that second spot on RCH. If Millsap ends up on Cowie 2, I'd give the nod to Tickle, being your number one guy. Just want to say I love all your shows. Enjoy the different perspectives from the guests. I spend lots of time in my vehicle driving to see all my dealers, which gives me opportunities to listen in. Keep doing what you're doing and tell it how it is, Matt. There's no sugarcoating. We did, JT and I did run down some silly season stuff, and we left Tickle out. Our bad. That wasn't nice. Yeah. Tickle's solid. Tickle is solid. Yeah, he I, really is a solid rider. Yeah, I think that spot on the RCH that's definitely between him and Pike. And yeah, I don't know what they're going to do there. Pike, killed. that's a hard decision because Pike's is. killing results, but mm-hmm. Tickle's a good guy too. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Moto Man sent this in. Oh boy, listening to the Red Bud podcast and Jason Thomas refers to the incident between Baggett and Starling. JT says that Starling should either go fast or get off the track. If Jason Thomas had have lived by that philosophy when he was racing, he ne- would have never completed one single lap. Just ask Frank. It's hard to tell where you're going or what you're going to do, says Thomas. Pity he didn't think of that when he ruined James Stewart's career at Houston. <laughs> i got to forward this to JT. He's going to be very angry. JT's going to be like, F you, dude. Yeah. Um, Kyle sent this in. On the bandwagon now, Mathis? About two months ago, you were saying how people were idiots for suggesting RV would make the switch to Europe, saying it would never happen and they should stop even suggesting it because there's no way. I don't mind that you could be wrong sometimes and you get a lot of these things right, but when you try to make people feel like crap for even suggesting it, then it's time to get off your high horse and actually admit you were wrong. Then coming out in the Racer X 3 by 3 questions and talking about how you've been reporting that you thought this could happen. Kyle, you're right. I, I heard the rumors and I, and thought there's no way. That RV's going to Europe. Uh, absolutely, I was wrong about that. There, and it's not that he's going. It's not done. I don't think it's. I don't think he's going. But there was talk. 
and I didn't even think there was going to be any talk at all. Honestly, we, I dismissed it too. I heard about it, and I was yeah. like, well, "Yeah, every, right." Every year, the Euros like to start stuff like this. I mean, I hear it from media. My media friends over there, good guys, friends of mine, they'll send me a text and be like, uh, uh, "This guy's done done coming to Europe. He's coming to Europe. Stewart's coming." Blah 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 blah. And it never happens, man. It never happens. So that's why I said that. But uh, yeah, there was some talk. We'll see if he goes. I don't think he will. Um, this guy's a huge RV fan. His name is Jay, and he hopes that he sees RV race Supercross this year to dethrone the KTM and the Red Bulls, and it'd be nice to hear him talk more freely. He's a huge RV fan, and he wants them to uh, help. He wants them to maybe cut ties with Kenny next year because you know you're kind of showing the guy that can beat you the way. So, kind of interesting. Um, I think that is probably a good idea. I mean, it's, I don't know. He's still beating him, though. Yeah, I mean, Kenny rode good this year, mm. but he got two wins to RV's seven? Yeah. RV's eight? So, you know, there was no doubt that RV was going to win the Supercross title. I mean, don't get me wrong, though. With the confidence Roxon has now, I don't. I think it'd be a little bit different, but who knows? All I know, and I've said this before, uh, when two fast guys get together to ride, it never works out well. No. Well, it's just because everybody's from, so competitive. From Dungey and Stewart to Carmichael and Lusk to Ferry and Reed to... Dungey and Stewart Prob- rode together? Oh, yeah. I didn't know when that. When Dungey in 250s. Wow. Oh, yeah. What they- happened? <laughs> Dungey got too fast. You know, he's moving up. It was time to, for him to leave the leave the compound. Wow. Wouldn't you so. say this was the best handled, uh, the way, you know, like what you're talking about with Dungey and Stu and all the other top riders yeah, training probably. together? This is the best probably. it's ever worked out. Yeah. And probably ever will work out. Yeah, he's here. He can keep doing that, but he's ready. No, that means to keep talking, but thanks. Oh, oh okay. Um, all right, Atlas Brace, born and fuel from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer and refined over a three-year period of team of engineers. And experts and tested by some of the top riders in the world. Wow. The end result delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. If you're thinking about a neck brace, but you're worried about, oh, God, I have the movement. I, oh, God, I, you know, I can't ride my bike. It's gonna, I'm going to feel weird. Try an Atlas brace. They're the least restrictive one out there while still giving you the protection you need. Villa Poto and Weimer wear them. Atlasbrace.com. Follow them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Atlas Brace. Uh, the best neck brace out there. And they're happy to bring you our next guest. This guy, he's killed it. Killed it in the first moto. Fantastic killed ride. It. And uh, uh, won his first ever moto, outdoor moto, looking for better things this year. He's Rockstar Racing's Jason Anderson. What's up, Jason? What's going on, guys? Entinap here was watching. I was upstairs getting ready for the show. He's watching yeah. your moto on TV. And he is <laughs> yelling, Sick! Dude, oh my god! You don't even know. I'm like screaming at the TV. Like I seen you rail this outside turn. I'm like, this dude is just holding it wide open. I'm like, <laughs> what is this dude doing? Dude, he was very excited. Dude, I was you like, were, at yeah. Henry Hill, you came down and you went on the outside. I was like, oh, oh, he's going for it. And you, you got all squirrely and you just made the pass. And then you like jump down the hill as like the first lap, and you're coming down right next to the mechanics area, and you're just got it. 
<laughs> and you came in the outside yeah. and just railed it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that was so fast. TV did not give that justice. Like I said, Anderson, he was very excited. Dude, I was he's, pumped. He's, <laughs> That's sick. That's sick. I guess that's the kind of reaction that I want, you know? Yeah. Cool to have uh, cool moments like that. I always get pumped on that, too. So it was was definitely, like, crazy because usually I don't, like, try and make moves like that. I try and, like, kind of settle into a pace. But Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? It was there. So I was just like, screw it. Just go for it. Hey, both practices you were really fast, too. Is it the track? Was it what you ate in the morning? Like, what was the deal? Um, I'm good at Buzz Creek. I know that. Like, okay. I've always been really good there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think that's, like, uh, that's the guy I think I should have been at the beginning of the season. But I think just, like, you having your issues it just kind of ruins your confidence a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just getting back to uh, being, I want to be the guy again. You yeah. know, I was the guy yeah. in Supercross and just want to be that guy outdoors. Uh, and uh, I think I could have done it both motos. It just the heat got to me, man. So yeah. that was kind of the kind of the tough deal. Yeah, you know what? Hey, it happened, and it was the most gnarly race of the year, and you'll be learned from it, and you'll get better. But nobody can take that first moto away and, and what you did, you know? Um, yeah, and, and also too, sure. And also, too, last week I wrote in my column, like, you've kinda, you deserve to have more podiums than what you did. And last week you didn't have your A game, but you got a third overall. That's the good stuff. That's the kind of stuff you want to see where you're not 100% on your top of your game, but you still get a podium. So, you know, it's good. And then this weekend, you were on top of your game. So, yeah, it's coming along. Yeah, for sure. You know, and you, just being on the podium and representing your sponsors is what you want to do. And, and you, it's, it's cool to be on the podium, too, especially outdoors. Cause it's kind of like it's a little bit more raw than Supercross and like mm-hmm. usually like spraying champagne on the fans and everything. That's like <laughs> it's like probably one of the coolest things to do. You know, that's like yeah. like especially like getting, doing it at Redbud. That was cool. And and uh yeah so just getting on the podium is cool but i want to i want to get some some more race wins and uh an overall so this weekend was cool though because i've never even led a a lap outdoors in my life like not even over the finish line in first so (laughs) doing the whole moto was like pretty cool that first moto you did was beautiful too the way you held it together at the end i was like yes yeah Uh, hey when you were done um uh, I had some people come back up to the tower where I was and said, "Hey, Anderson looked like that took a lot out of him." Were you feeling it? Were you like, "Uh oh," you were like, "I'm I'm pretty yeah. tired." <laughs> as as far as like being like physically like, I didn't feel like like tired like that. Just mm-hmm. hot, man. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, right today I've been in California and it was seventy degrees, you know, and it's like. It's like you you go to East Coast and it was like what maybe ninety degrees with humidity yeah and it was like I was like yeah it ruins it ruins a guy especially coming from California and, yeah and uh, that's that's something that I need to do though like I need to be on the East Coast in some humidity to uh, be a guy outdoors and that's yeah. like something something I need to do for my career which would be sick but yeah that first moto definitely took a little bit out of me. And just leading in general, mm-hmm. like, it, it took a little bit out of me, too. So, and because outdoors, like, it's, you got to hold it together for 30 plus two. Super yeah. it's only 15 laps. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that you're admitting this, Anderson, because a lot of guys yeah, are like, no, oh, that's I, sick. I just got tight. I got tight. Yeah, you know, I wasn't it, tired. Look, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You'll learn. You'll be better next time. You still kick ass in that one moto. So, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's good that you're just And like, the coolest thing is, is he's realizing it and he's going to get better. And that's what makes people better, I think, is when you realize it, you admit it, and you go from there. Yeah. Because yeah. when you just, when you try to fake it and you're like telling everybody, oh, no, I wasn't really tired. Yeah. Right. Oh, I just, I didn't drink 
three quarters of the water that I was supposed to drink that my trainer mm-hmm. told me to drink. It's like, no, dude, he just got tired. He's yeah. working his way up. He's going to go back east, go in some humidity. Boom, boom, boom. Next race, 1-1. One, one. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's the plan, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. LeMay's at Short's house. Uh, Nelson's down with Roxon. And, uh, oh, the other one's escape, escaping me right now. Um, oh, Seeley's down with Brayton. So do we, we need to get yeah. you a friend. We need to get you a friend out east somehow. I know. I, I got to bro down with somebody down there, right? Yeah. I'll get you in Tim Ferry's oh. compound all day long. For sure. For sure. I need something something like that. That'd be good. Hey, the last time we had you on the show, and Antonap was in the studio for that one, too. You just kept talking about your four Dude, phones. honestly, you were a real dick. You how like, you, you, Your head is so big because you won the title. Savachi was a nice, great guy. Like, you were you were a different dude that time. Uh, yeah, I guess I've been brought back down to earth now. I, yeah. uh, took, I only got one phone now. Only one phone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. just much. <laughs> Get, getting off the podium really does that to you. Yeah, yeah. really, because, man, you were out of hand. I mean, that Supercross season, your it, head was. It <sighs> seemed like, you know. So, wow. Um, hey, let's take a phone call. Let's take a, a call. Greg is on the line. Greg, what's your question for Jason Anderson? Hey guys, uh, thanks for having me on. Long time listener, first time caller. Uh, Steve, I always managed to track you down at Redbud, uh, as I did this year too. So, um, but but Jason, I also um, I, I may or may not have interrupted you before, or during, or after an interview. Um, and contrary to what these jokies are saying, uh, I, I thought you were extremely well grounded, uh, really well spoken in a short time we were able to speak and I'm sitting there, you know, I'm standing there with my eight year old son and afterwards he, you know, he points out that he seemed like a really cool guy. (laughs) And so I just wanted to give you props for that. Um, Obviously your career has improved immeasurably over the last 12 months. Your, your stock is really, I'm not sure if you knew that. Um, But, but what is, what would you attribute that grounding? Is it a personality trait? Is it a, a personal belief or, or maybe someone in your camp that's uh, kept you grounded? Because I know we've, we've seen time and time again riders go off the rails when they meet success. And so maybe take a moment and, and just share that with us. Um. Yeah, for sure. You know, I definitely think, like, just staying as humble as you can is, like, a good thing. And, like, just being cool with the fans. Because, you know, I was that kid one day that was, like, watching the races and just wanted to be, like, really good, have it, have a career and, you know, just have it be my life. So it's, like, uh, it's it's something that we're, like, all of us that are on the line that have rides, like, we're blessed to be riding a dirt bike and doing it as our job. So that's, uh, that's something that is uh, that's super cool. And I think another thing that's, like, kept me that way is just uh, how, how – uh, how it hasn't come too easy for me. So, and I know how easy it is to fall off the rails and, and go back to not doing good. So it's like, you got to always be working hard and, and just kind of stay true to yourself and what your goal was from day one. Awesome. Well, Well, thank you very much. And I'm going to give a a shout out to Adam either. Uh, got a couple of your shirts and, uh, your, your gal friend helping us out, took really good care of us. Um, and again, my little eight year old, he's a bit of a songster and he made up a parody of the seven deuce deuce in it. And, and it's on the theme of, uh, beach boys, little deuce coop. That's uh, so sick. So nice. W- one of the, w- one of the, uh, super crossing you're in the last chance qualifier and squeaked it through and he, he's running around the house, 
you know, singing the little the little do scoot to seventies deuce and uh, <laughs> cool. You're, you're an inspiration musically and your writing. I appreciate so thank it. Thank you. thank you so much. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thanks. All right, see ya. I wonder if he was still singing when you wadded up on the last lap of the LCQ. Dude, I bet you he was. Okay. I bet you he was. But he was trying. <laughs> I was you know so pissed. I mean? Dude, I, you think you were pissed? Did you see my hands go in the air? Dude, you had the main event. All you had to do was finish one half a lap. Dude, I went dee-dee-dee-dee-dee off the freaking dragon's back. What do you want me to do, bro? Not do that. I, I tried, dude. All right. Jeez. <laughs> God, Mathis. I'm just saying, bro. Some of us are pulling for you out there. Dude. God, uh, Jason, what? Uh, we got five five rounds left. One of them is uh, a brand new track. But is there? A, is, are you looking forward to one track more than the other? In the, these last few rounds. Um, I'm looking forward to the next two rounds, like Millville and uh, West Google. Yeah, because uh, Millville last year was like the first time. Because I I was like kind of like we get in top five every once in a while last year. And then mm-hmm. Millville, I just got a podium. Yep. So that was like. I uh I I've, I've always been super good there so I I definitely feel like I could put it up there on the box again and hopefully like it's with good starts and get the uh, get some wins too so that'd be that'd be cool so yeah. I'm I'm really stoked for Millville and and I like Watch Google too so it's one of my favorite tracks a little bit of an urgency probably with, or maybe with you like this is your last year in 250 so you're like I got to make it happen I got to get a win right like an overall yeah yeah I know I know I want to get one of those so that would be uh, that would be cool. So, but I mean, well, I just want to get better and get some race wins and work on uh, just getting getting better. So, but what's cool is um, as far as going into next year, like I've been riding my 450 a little bit more, so I mm-hmm. think that'll help me a little bit for these next few rounds, like outdoors, maybe get a little bit stronger. I know those Huskies are just a KTM with white plastic, but God, they look sick. Do they do? Oh, they look good. Dude, the Huskies look yeah. bad. Yeah. I'm like, dang, yeah. bro. Maybe we need to have more white bikes or something. Even I don't with know the, the 1.7 on the side, like I've seen all the little hype-up things. We don't Jason's. want the 1.7? No, I love it. That's oh. what I'm saying. It looks oh. even better. Yeah. Like, I'm like, dang, bro. I'm like <laughs> going to the, the dealership first... to get one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I went to go test it, I was like, I was thinking like Husky, like this thing is going to look like horrible. It's like not even going to be cool. And I was like, I... I saw it and I was like, I was like so shocked. I was like, this thing actually looks cool. Like yeah. I didn't think there would be a day in my in my <laughs> life that I would say a Husqvarna looked like a cool bike. Yeah. And and then I I never thought there would be a day where I'd be like the Husqvarna it like is like a good bike. Like I actually <laughs> like, I can win races. Right. You know? yeah. And to put those and, two together in one is a full on miracle. Yeah. Dude, mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> Hey, 702-586-7857. We got the 2014 250 West Supercross champion Jason Anderson on the line for a little bit while longer. Call in if you want. His appearance on the show brought to you by Atlas Brace, atlasbrace.com. Anderson, do we know what you're wearing for gear next year? Is that done or is that still – are the Brinks trucks still backing up? Um, Still don't know what gear I'm wearing next year. So okay. All I right. guess we, yep. should, we should find out here in the next – week or so okay uh, all right you should wear uh, fly <laughs> I, I should he, he wore fly as an amateur i and, know and there were discussions with fly but i don't know if they won out or not and we'll, mm. we'll see mm. but put it this way Andrew, i don't know oh go ahead as far as it goes i just want to look cool you know and then um yeah, yeah. look and, and you're gonna make a boatload of money whoever whoever it's just gonna be ridiculous so 
just yeah, like a boatload. Yeah, like a like take that literal like <laughs> like a boatload. We're of gonna money. take a boat, fill it up with money, and um, give it to you. Here's your chance. Uh, <laughs> here's your chance, Anderson, to uh, tell us about Savachi a little bit. How's that? How's the teaming? How's teaming up with Savachi? Savachi's rad. He's like uh, he's been one of the coolest teammates. He's uh, I would say I'm more of like uh, kind of more of a normal person i guess you could say like, not like <laughs> a normal I, I, I don't, don't want to like say that but like compared to like some of the moto people like teammates that i've had and everything and savachi's like actually cool like you mm-hmm. know like he's like he's one person that i could like i feel like i could hang out with and like i don't know like go have fun like go to like the casino or just do like random right. like normal good stuff and like have fun with so he's like he's really rad and and uh we we have fun you know we joke around all day we uh I don't know, just mess around. Yeah. He's, bring, he's supposedly this next week, and he's bringing an Xbox to the rig so we can start playing Xbox in between motos. <laughs> uh, you're not really getting him back too good for the way he represented you, but that's okay. You got, you're classier than that, right? It, it's all good. He's a, he's a shit talker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just I, right I, to the point. I uh, I flew, flew out at a race. I don't know if it was outdoors or what. With your dad, we were both flying southwest, and we ended up right next to each other. And, and uh, Nice guy. Nice guy. Your dad's top-notch, yeah. bro. Classy dude. Yeah, he's uh he's definitely been really, really, really awesome. You know, he's just he's not just wants me to have fun. You know, as long as I'm happy, he's cool with however I do, mm-hmm. and uh, just is there for the celebration, have some beers afterwards. That's what he's pumped on. <laughs> I told him, I said, "Are you worried about leaving him in SoCal? Because he lives in New Mexico, right? So you leaving him? Yeah. You worried about leaving Jason in SoCal with the, the money and the fame and the chicks? And he's like, Nah, his mom's out there, and he's a good kid. I don't think he's going to cause any trouble. I'm like, all right." Okay. So <laughs> Yeah, he just uh he hangs out back home and you know, my mom comes out every once in a while and takes care of me once in a while and takes care of me. I've been out here by myself since I was like seventeen or so. Yep. So yep. I've been I've learned the ropes. Right. It's worked so far for you, right? No doubt. Um yeah. Hey, you're going to Sweden to Gothenburg at the end of the year? Is that the uh, so, so what I hear? Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a race in Stockholm, a supercross race. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going. I'm going before that even to check out like Husqvarna, the whole Austria deal, yep. um, all that stuff over there. And uh, I'm going to do a little bit of riding. So I'm going to make a couple trips trips back to Europe. I mean, I've never even been to out of the country. I mean, I've been to Canada yeah. for East Coast Supercross, but that's it. You never you never done any Euro Supercrosses, really? Wow. No, no. I mean, I feel like I've always missed out. It seems like always like a cool experience to go check it out. So, uh, yeah. I guess this is my opportunity. Yeah, no doubt. Can you imagine going to Sweden uh, and launching the Husky brand and probably winning? Just you're gonna be the that's a good way the king of Sweden, off, bro. Yeah. yeah, like there's gonna be no stopping you. I know it'll it'll be pretty cool. That's what I was thinking too. And right. uh, you know, the whole group that's there. Because I, I know Dave and Bobby went over there, and they said it's just it's mind blowing how how into it they are with racing and everything. So I'm cool to go check it out and yep. meet all the people over there. Have you ever asked Gowan about working for Rollerball Peterson? Does that ever come up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that at all. He was his mechanic, Ross Rollerball Peterson, the greatest Canadian rider ever, and Dave worked for him. Oh, up. In- he always talks about Canada and how cool the racing is, but he's never specific about like who he worked for or anything. But Gowan. he loves it up there. Like he, I, I know he'll go up, end up out there at some point in the future. You know, right. He wants to do like help out some sort of team or do something up there because he loves that series. This weekend, go up to Dave and say, "Dave, tell me about rollerball." 
and, and he, <laughs> okay. he, he, he got a, It's the greatest Canadian rider ever. And Dave, Dave took him All to right. like Dave took him to like numerous titles. So, just, to, just hopefully Dave take me take me to numerous <laughs> titles too. I just that. Yeah, really, right? No doubt. Yeah. Hey, uh, one thing I'm looking forward to in Tanap, I can't wait to see Millsaps on that KTO. Just can't wait. Oh man, I'm sure it's me coming. Too. Oh it's yeah, gonna be... it's he's supposed. To, it's going to be this weekend. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, this weekend. I've been seeing press releases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. No, I can't wait, dude. That number eighteen. No, that unicorn. That unicorn you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm kidding. Sort of. <laughs> no, it's all good. Okay. <laughs> no, um, where's he at for real though? <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a hey for real though. Look, when Davey comes back in twenty, uh, and I tried to get him on the show. I don't think he, he's not really talking right now. Mm-hmm. But when Davey comes back, twenty fifteen Anaheim. It's going to be a year and a half since he raced. Because wow. he missed all the outdoors last year with knee surgery. Mm-hmm. And now he's got a foot problem. Um, yeah, it's a long time, man. <laughs> Dude, did you see the Instagram video that he put up when no. he said he retired? No, it, <laughs> and he did. then he put another one up and said, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I Jeez. did that. God, uh, that was priceless. People want to find uh, follow Jason on Instagram. It's actually pretty funny. You're not on Twitter, are you? Or not really so much anymore? You're more on Instagram? Well, yeah, I'm on Twitter, but I don't really do any of it. But I'm on Instagram, and uh, I changed my name, my my name, and I was just messing around like one day, just like yeah. And then I went to go change it back, and seriously, within a matter of seconds, someone already took my other Instagram <laughs> name. And they're and right now they're like claiming that like I'm the fake one and he's the real one. <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so like mine's like mine's like El Hombre J A right now yeah. because like I can't get my normal one back. That's and awesome. The guys like <laughs> I've like reported him to try and like get it deleted right. or something like that to like try and get my thing back, but it's like yeah. I don't know. He's got like he's got like a thousand followers already <laughs> claiming that he's me. Like even some of my friends have been like get like my old account back and everything. Oh, that's and I'm, like, awesome. <laughs> He's yeah. got everyone fooled. Al Hombre, H O M B R E J A. It's pretty funny. It's pretty pretty good. No, yeah. that is legit. I follow him. Yeah, yeah, it's good I times. <laughs> um, um, and uh, yeah, and also too. So if uh, if Plump MX tweets you, that's not me. That is not me. <laughs> Plump MX. But actually, I don't mind the guy. Uh, he, he, there's a few guys that have been impersonating me, and then they're real dicks. The writers. Twitter is so like. I don't even know how you do it, Mathis. Are you on your phone 24-7? No. Dude, but... all I can do is just favorite retweet, favorite retweet. I mean, people say enough but stuff But I don't get already. Why do you retweet? Do you follow Antonap Anderson? Probably not, but... <laughs> Come on, dude. Let's be for I real. Know. Okay, Antonap, you don't... I don't know why you retweet people who ask you questions. Like, just answer them. <laughs> because... You don't need to retweet because them. Because it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that was funny shit right there. You don't <laughs> retweet. Even, you don't even answer them. You just... Somebody says, hey, Adam, uh... What's the best gearing for a CR450? And you just retweet it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's all the love, Mathis. Just answer but, them. I'll, I'll try. You it's know really what? weird. I don't, get, I don't understand your habits. I don't understand your Twitter habits. <laughs> all right. Hey. And, I like. Hmm? Go ahead. I, I was going to say on Twitter. Oh, dude, we lost you. Jason. Needs his four iPhones. Jason. <laughs> He's on his Can one. You hear me? No, no. no oh, a little bit. Yo. All right, I got, I got shitty service at my house. Sorry, bro. We're, we got you. We hear you now. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I was saying I follow a bunch of those, like, parody accounts on yeah. Twitter that are super 
funny. Like there's like this Helen Keller one. Oh. You guys should go check it out. <laughs> so funny. There's a there's a fake Sports Center one that's good too. It's really yeah. like sarcastic. Oh, hey, yeah. The best one I've seen is shit. Irv Braun says. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no way. What's the What's the handle on that? People think it's me. It's wow. not. I don't know who it is. I think it's Greg Albertson, but he's denied it. But it's really funny. It's yeah. So funny. Yeah. I re- I was in San Diego Supercross and I was on the line and Irv Braun was like, "It's a great night here in San Francisco, <laughs> and now we're in San Diego." And he like fucked. He jacked it up so bad. He just he rolled. Yeah. He didn't care. No. Listen, if Irv was a pilot, he would crash every plane he ever got behind. He. <laughs> he, I've heard he's a nice guy, and I'm sure he is, but he is fucking terrible at his job. Honestly, I, I don't want to be a dick about it, but I guess well, I am. Well, you kind of just I know, I kinda, fucked that up. I kind of am. I mean, you just he's you pretty much just he's, dicked it out. He, he's like, terrible. <laughs> he's terrible. I didn't want to say anything or be a we dick, no. but he fucking sucks at his job. What I need to say <laughs> like, is what I need damn, to say. Man, no, what I need to say is with all due shit. respect. With all due respect. <laughs> That does not mean you can say whatever you want to say. Right. Isn't that in Ricky? That's Ricky Bobby, right? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, oh, the shit Irv says is funny for sure. Um, hey, Anderson, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Good luck at Millville this weekend. Uh, terrific ride in that first moto at Bud's Creek, man. Uh, good to see. And uh, like I said, good luck at Millville. And uh, thanks again, man. Keep up the good work, dude. All right, sounds good. Have a good one, guys, later. Thanks, Night. see ya. Atlas Brace brings you Jason Anderson, uh, the great Jason Anderson. 20. Yes, to the first one. Okay. The second one when we get back. All right. Um, uh, fantastic job for Anderson. And, uh, you know, like I said, honestly, um, I like the fact that he admitted it. Yeah, that he got to me and I'll be better and whatever, you know? Well, like, so many it. guys are like, oh, God, like. My bike set up, or dude, if you can't you know, admit it, then you, you won't work be on? able to fix the problem. Right. Period. Hey, uh, can we? Someone tweeted me and said you put your number on Twitter. <laughs> what were you doing? Oh my god, that's actually a Gavin Gates question. Never mind. Oh, it is. Okay. Oh my gosh, you put your number on Twitter, dude. I put my number on Twitter. Why? That was because on it. Okay, this is what happened. Like, I'm not like a super. Twitter tweaker guy, and I don't know exactly. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. So somebody was like, "Oh, hit me up. I'm gonna do a school. I want to do a school with you." So I was like, "Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Here's my number." You know what I mean? Well, that I happen to get like a bunch of new Snapchat followers and a bunch of people texting me. If don't put your number on, I mean, I guess it's cool. I got, I, I know all my fans personally now. So they, people have been calling you and texting <laughs> yes, you. Yes, just saying what's up. You know what I mean? And Did I just answer. Yeah, yeah, dude. I call when I answer the phone. I'm just like, yo, hey, what's up? Seven dudes, dudes phone. What's up? And they're like, dude, I'm from Minnesota. Yo, what's up? <laughs> JT. Yo. Seven Deuce Deuce accidentally put his phone number on Twitter, and now he's getting texts and Snapchats. Dude, and calls. the funniest thing's the Snapchat. <laughs> the Snapchat. Yeah. The Snapchat's ridiculous. It's so awesome. Uh, JT, are you ready for an email? Maybe. <sighs> Listening doesn't, doesn't sound <laughs> no, it's listening not to the Red Bud podcast and JT refers to the incident between Starling and Baggett. JT says that Starling should either go fast or get off the track. 
If Thomas had lived by that philosophy when he was racing... I don't think that I said that. <laughs> he would never have completed one single lap. Just ask Frank. It's hard to tell where you're going or what you're going to do, said Thomas. Pity he didn't think of that when he ruined James Stewart's career at Houston. <laughs> I wasn't getting lapped, you dumbass. I was in eighth place. Mm-hmm. Stewart was in whatever, ninth. Okay, this is, this is a serious email. Uh, Steve, everyone complains about the payouts to privateers being so low. However, nobody has ever addressed the underlying math related to how much revenue is received from an event and what the expenses are. Actually, they have. <laughs> Uh, lots of people have addressed this, uh, AGB. Uh, for example, if 20,000 people show up at Outdoor National at an average price of $50 per person, you are talking about $1 million collected at the gate. Where does all it go? It sure seems to me there has been enough left over to richen the payout to some degree. When you have 50,000 fans at a Supercross, the numbers get even more expen- exponential. Sure seems like someone is getting rich at the expense of the guys taking all the risks. All I am saying is that it would be interesting to see an article on RacerX that discusses the finances related to putting on an event and justifying how the payouts are structured. JT, would you like to address this? Um, I'm not sure if he understands. <laughs> first how of all, it works. First of all, there's isn't twenty thousand people at Outdoor National. I'd be surprised if there's more than ten. I would say ten is about an average. Second of all. No one ever knows how much it costs in overhead because these people are not telling you. They're not telling you how much it costs to sanction the race, rent the stadium, rent the security, blah, blah, blah. You'll never know. You'll never find out. No. So, of course not. Right. So this guy says no one has ever addressed the underlying math. Lots of people have addressed it. Nobody knows. Yeah. Could it, could it be yeah, more? I mean, they know and the IRF knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could it be more? Absolutely. Both series yep. could pay a lot more. I'm, I'm very believer. I'm a very big believer in that. Firm believer. Yes, I'm a. No firm. one pays more than they have to in any no. situation. No, and here's another thing: they raised the purse in 2015 by fifty thousand dollars a race. In two years, people will go like, "Man, they should pay more. They should pay more." It's never enough. Well, of course not. Of, no, I, no, and that's just human nature. It's like it's people want to raise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, just at your job. People right. want to raise. When are you going to turn down a raise at, at WPS, JT, and go, no, 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 I'm good. Right? Never. So, Yeah, I, th- I think that's, yeah. Right. So that's the way it works. Uh, could they pay more? Yes, they could. This guy's email suggestion. I mean, it's it does cost a lot of money to put a national and a supercross on. There is no doubt. Listen, these people pay a lot of money to buy these series for a reason. That's my bottom line. That's what I've been saying for years now. Uh, Feld Entertainment bought Supercross and Monster Trucks for $300 million from Live Nation. I think it was 384 or something. Maybe 312 I don't know. It's, a, it's public record. They didn't just yep. pay that because it loses money. <laughs> they didn't be yeah. like, oh, cool. Now, even if you want to say the Monster Trucks, which they own all the trucks and the drivers... They own the whole series. If you want to say that the Monster Truck Series is the majority earner for them and give them $200 million of that $300, there's still $100 million that the Supercross Series is worth. Just do that math, people. Just do that math. But you will, we'll never know. We'll never find out. You jerky. And that's just what they, they paid to get the rights to own it. Like they, they still have to run the series and operate it. And Yeah. 
promote it and everything oh, yeah, that yeah. goes along with it. Oh yeah, for sure. They they try. There's some good people working hard, but the payouts can be more. Yeah, this is this. They are in this to make money. This is not a nonprofit organization. Yep. They are out there to make money, and I don't think that they would shy away from that fact. Yep. Yeah. No, for sure. Absolutely. This Paul Bamek show is here to make money as well. Yeah. I'm not uh, doing this for, for free. Sure. I mean, that, that's yeah. the whole thing. Like, I definitely I agree with you. I think that, sure, yes. Do writers deserve more money for the show they're putting on, the risks they're taking? Absolutely. But I don't think it's anyone's burden to pay more. You know, this is it's free market. How the world, you know, how the business world works. Until you idiots get together, yeah, and figure something out. Uh, you know what I was interested to ask you. I don't know if you covered this last week, but um, did you see that retweet or that tweet that Kerry Hart put about the NASCAR teams yeah. getting together? And then yeah, I had to laugh so. that the NASCAR teams are getting together and forming an alliance. Uh-huh. And I read the press release, and the guy was like, "This is just to get, get better airline prices and you know group discounts." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, on. sure. Here's the thing, though, and I, I, I said this to Chad on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, RC's collecting a check from Feld. Yeah. yeah. He's not going, yeah, guys, let's do it. Yeah. You know, and no offense. Rick, I mean, I'm not bagging on Ricky or anything. Like, he's collecting a check, though. Yeah. Wyndham's collecting he's a check. Both sides. Yeah. He's both sides. Right. So, um, I like, you know, I've always but thought. But honestly, I think for us to get paid more, it's not going to be the privateers that are going to come together. It's no. got to be the big guys. Nobody cares what. Oh, no offense. No they offense. Have, Nobody cares about. What? No, I know exactly what you're saying. Right. But if it's going to happen, it's got to be the big dogs or it's never going to happen. And it's not going to – those big dogs aren't doing anything. That's what I'm saying. They're making 5 to $10 million a exactly. year. Exactly. They do not care. They're happy. Yes, I know. Yeah, so I realize that. Uh, I'd like – we have Astafan on the, fo- on, the, on the phone here and there on the show. Astafan's a big believer in getting everybody together. He helped Rob Deerdick get together with the skateboarders. I could see a Chad Reed Astafan thing happening. At some point. I could. I don't know about now, but at some point. Sure would be nice, but... Um, Optrix, bro. How's Optrix? They're killing it. Optrix. All right, guys. Optrix. Optrix. You know who is loving Optrix? Adam and Knapp's loving Optrix. Yo. Seven deuce deuce. If you guys don't have uh, your Optrix cases yet, look into the Ultimate Pro Pack. Uh, It's... Probably the best deal that they have on right now. You get a case, you get all six lenses, and the new two lenses, the uh, the one sixty five degree lens and the Tele four times lens. That's a forty dollar value right there, just those two, and they come together. And if you're looking, you have an optic case, and you're looking for an accessory, get the monopod. The it's monopod. A, it's so sweet. It's, it, optics, it's a big bro. stick. You basically hold it out, and it's a big stick. It's a big stick, and whoever you know, it's they walk silently tricks, with it. Bro, it's optics. What was that? I don't know. That was on JT's end. Optrix. Super weird. All right. They're killing it. Everyone, 15% pull the code. Use it. Get Optrix. Optrix. They're killing it. 702. Optrix thing is freaking me out. Who's whispering Optrix? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> that would be the seven deuce deuce. Uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call here. Let's go into the btosports.com. Gabba Gibbs. BTOSports.com. Gabba Gibbs. 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 BTOSports.com, the nation's leading retailer for gear or bike parts, anything you need. BTOSports.com. Be the one. Be. Brand new website. One. Brand new website. Mobile phone friendly. 
Of course, BTO Sports KTM with Shorty and Gerky killing it on the reg. Use the code PULPMX to save yourself money. We thank BTOsports.com for everything they do for us. And uh, please uh, visit them and buy some shit and uh, support our show. All right, these are questions submitted by fans. I forgot to get you the list of questions I wanted you to ask. I probably got them. So you probably are going to ask them. Six, seven thousand list uh, questions submitted, and um, uh, you went through them, Devin, and picked the best, you know, ten or so. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. At Pulp MX Show is the Twitter handle, or at Devin Gibbs twenty seven. Devin twenty seven Gibbs. What is Devin it? Gibbs twenty seven? If you like to follow me. Uh, all right, let's go. All right, uh, this first one is from uh, at Brad G MX ninety five. What is the great challenge that faces a privateer that most fans do not consider? Silence. I'm looking at the privateer yeah. here, playing on his phone. Pretty much. Did you get the question or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is the great challenge that faces a privateer that most fans do not consider? That guy's going down. Honestly, I don't really know. It's pretty. Okay. It's pretty well spoken. Uh, what the privateers like? Here's. I was a privateer mechanic for many years, mm. and I travel the privateer racers. Here's what I think, and maybe JT can vouch for me, although JT was a very well done by privateer by a lot of standards. Uh, finding a place to practice. That's a pretty good one. Even though now it's not, like when I'm on the road, now it's not too bad because uh, we know so many spots. Like It's yeah. like the third year. I mean, for sure, the first year, it was definitely hard to find places. What about Supercross? I'm talking Supercross. Like. Supercross? Definitely harder than outdoor. It's winter period. and shit. Yeah, you're it's kinda... not only is it winter, it, it, but you'll like a yeah. guy will be like, "Yeah, I got a supercross track," and you go there, and it's like two foot high rollers, <laughs> and it's like a fifteen second lap, and it's in the um, woods through sticks. JT, what's your best practicing during the week for before a supercross or national story that turned into a disaster? Um, <laughs> there's got to be one. I mean, was there weeks where you didn't ride? I was always pretty lucky because my okay. dad would stay on the road and I would fly back a lot. Um, what are you talking about? I was, on the, I was on the road with you during the week, bro. Yeah, I went to some pretty sketchy places with Fernet a few times. Just Fernet would be like, oh, I got this guy. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. that would be about all we knew going into it. <laughs> right. Um, I went to some pretty sketchy places in Europe, like staying back in between races. Mm-hmm. I think that would, they would those were probably more interesting. Just yeah. middle of nowhere. Uh, some places were inside, and there would literally be like a barn <laughs> with some jumps, but there were like poles in the middle of the track and stuff. <laughs> and you would think to yourself, what would Chad Reed do in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have got out of the vehicle. Right, right. All right, next question. All right, this one is from Aaron. He wants to uh, get to your guys' opinion on Caroli and the MX Donations. Yeah, he's riding an MX2 bike. That's crazy. I like it. I like it. You know, our, our guys would never do that. No. They would never do that. Mm. Uh, how do you say the guy's name? Guarni? Guarni? David? Yeah. Guarneri. Guarneri? Yeah. He, Ganari, Ganari and uh, Philipparts are going to ride the big bikes. <laughs> why, why would he opt to ride the lights bike? Because he feels... Philipparts can't ride the lights bike. He's too massive. He's too big. Yeah. The other guy. <laughs> so he's actually like taking one for the team. Yeah, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Good job by him. Our guys would never do of that. Course, of course, everyone's claiming that they're trying to keep Caroli and Hurlings apart. But. Oh, God. Give me a break. Yeah. 
By the way, JT, I hear the USA team is it looks looking more and more like a go. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. I'll take that twenty and one finally pressed twenty dollar bill. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. This next question is uh, from Ryan Phillips. Uh, Mathis, Euro tracks look more wide open and flowy. Uh, why haven't North American builders not adopted to this? Uh, I don't know if I would say that. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, Thomas, what do you think? Is this wide open and flowing? Yeah, I don't, I don't see this. Not wide. Uh, I don't know that I'm so much in agreement there. Yeah, me neither. Me well, neither. That guy's a fucking idiot. I think I think Europe has a wide variety of tracks more than more than mm-hmm. the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surface wise. I think they have else, yeah. they have really different terrains and styles and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This next question is for Mike Hart, uh, for JT and Adam. Uh, for an intermediate intermediate rider, is a A kit suspension really worth it uh, over a revalve and springs? No, absolutely not. not. If you're intermediate, you can go out on your stock whatever suspension, get it done by somebody that actually knows what they're doing. Race tech. Race tech. Mm-hmm. Um, go out there and rip. Honestly, when you're an intermediate. Like, with the size of the kids now, you can almost go out on stock suspension. If you're fast enough, you're fast enough. I really recommend getting your suspension done. It's really important. But A-Kit at intermediate speed, unless you're, like, going to Loretta Lens and you're actually, like, not in La La Land, like, actually going to compete for top three, then no. Hmm. All right. Uh, This next question is from Brad Hoskins. I think that's how you say it. Um, He wants to know if we are going to see a 250 uh, Suzuki team anytime soon? I haven't heard anything. Not at all. I, I, Not a factory one yeah. that I know of. Yeah. Or any kind of factory support. Sweet Jesus, though. They need to do that. they got to pull it together. I mean, come I on. Why haven't they? Run. What's the deal? I don't know. I keep hearing they're going to run one. They want uh, they want Hart and Huntington to run it or RCH, whatever their team's called. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't. I think it's on the horizon, but I just don't see it happening next year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, this question is from at uh, Stephen Greenery, something like that. Uh, can we get an update on the injured riders like Zachy Poo, Wilbur? Zachy Poo back at uh, Unadilla. Wilbur told me probably not coming back this year. Jake Weimer coming back this weekend. I'm missing anybody? Tickles out for the Cincerilla. rest of the year. Tickled out for the rest of the year. I don't think we see Cincerillo. What no. do you think, JT? I don't either. He uh, first day riding was today, and he's got five weeks yeah. or whatever. No, he's not coming back straight up. Why? There's yeah. absolutely no point. He said he wants to come I mean, back. he wants to race. That would be the only why, but I don't think it's going to happen. He said he wants to come back and race hurlings at Unadilla and then not go to Utah. So, <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, I don't think kidding. he wants to race hurlings he's at kidding. Unadilla. You think hurlings going to win, huh? I do. Did you see what your buddy DV put on Twitter? No. 1-1 one, one plus 7 or 8 seconds, both motos. Each moto. Okay. Well, I said he was going to win at least a moto. Yeah. I don't know about DV's. I don't know about that claim. So, Hurling's coming to Unadilla. Mm-hmm. It's going to run number 884. And who's been... Yeah, he might win. <laughs> that's a yeah Adam's thought about it and that is what he's come to realization <laughs> alright uh, this next question is at uh, laser250f Tomac said a 350 would be faster on 90% of the tracks Adam what do you think about that are we talking for 
Tomac or are we talking for me? Because if it's for me, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> it's not going to be faster. Maybe for Tomac where he, not as much power usage. I mean, how much? I heard the 350s aren't even that much lighter. Are they? I I would disagree. Uh, I would. About? I would disagree with <laughs> Tomac. Yeah, no, completely. There's no way. All right. Uh, last so Eli Tomac is. I think it's very telling. I think it's very telling that nobody is racing the 350. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tomac said the 350 would be faster. Tomac. Yeah. Has Tomac ever been on a KTM? Probably when he was on 50s. That's what I'm saying. So, like, unless Honda just underboard a 450, hey, how would he even know? Who who's getting I'm this sure information? He's one. You yeah. think? I'm sure he's one. Do you think that yeah. Tomac actually hopped on a KTM on a track and rode it? Sure. Yeah. Three fifty. Yeah. 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 I disagree. I, I do. Okay. I think. It was I mean, I think ride. like I I know the guys that I ride with. They've ridden all the bikes. Yeah, but like, do you think he really like put a thirty minute moto on and has an actual? No, I don't. Just, he went out and like, moto down on it. But yeah, but how would you even know that it was faster if you didn't actually put a moto on it? I mean, I really wouldn't think he would hop on a 350 that had no suspension done for him and then just go put in some gnarly moto to even realize if it would be faster. Well, I think he's looking at the the lap times that 250 guys are putting in, and he rode a 350 and was like, oh, the power is actually not that bad, and it's a little bit lighter. The 250 guys on an even slower bike are going really fast. My lap times on a 250 last year, were as good as the 450 guys, so I think I could be as good or better on it. Well, the thing is, too, is I think the practices also were a little bit better for the 250s, maybe, because the 450s broke in the track, and I think that third practice is probably the best, honestly. So that could have to do with lap times also. Because, like, this weekend, I don't know if he was thinking this weekend, but they were, like, three seconds a lap slower than the 450s. Right. Yeah, I just think in general he's looking at yeah, you know, you better, overall. Uh, like I think I think the Caroli thing is plays a big part into that. Yeah, but Caroli's just fast. Internet. If you want some 2015 gear, I suggest you start agreeing with JT a little more. Me and JT are. <laughs> no, I, I'm, trying JT to, I'm trying to justify what Tomac said. I don't agree I with him. I'm just. I don't. That's what I'm trying to figure out too. Idea. I'm just like, how could he? Even I don't say agree that, that Car- Caroli's on a 350, and I don't agree that Hurling's Hurling's is uh, still in that class. So. I don't agree with either one of those two statements. That KTM dude's going to try to beat you down again. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I know. Ah, I got Dunge now on my side. Ooh. <laughs> Dunge rides a 450. Dunge does. My guy Dunge picks a 450. Our guy Dunge. Our guy Dunge. <laughs> Our yes. guy Dunge. All right, last question. This yep. is from a at Hobo Nick. I don't think we know him. Nope. But um, he says, if Stu gets suspended from Supercross, taking him out of the title uh, hunt, is it possible that we're seeing the last races of his career right now? He said in 2015 would be 80% of the chance uh, his last I mean, year. There's some jerkies claiming Stu's out for you know forever and for a long, long time. I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised. I'll be more than surprised. They give him a slap on the wrist, then a fine, and take some points away. And uh, like honestly, I don't. I just don't think Adderall is going to help you that much, even if that's what it well, was. Well, it doesn't matter what. No offense, it doesn't matter what you think. It's You're gonna right. Help. WADA has said that it is a stimulant. Period. WADA has said that. So whatever you want to 
can argue that to the cows come home. You're right. They said it helps. They've banned it for a reason. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think they're going to do anything. I don't either. I think this was like I think they're going to give I think they're going to make a big deal out of it and then end it and then well, Jason Wygant thinks there's going to be a serious penalty and he's pretty well connected and hooked in, so That's true. You know? I mean, maybe there will be. Yeah. All we can do is let time tell. JT, did you see that Jeff Alessi is going to race some Canadian Nationals? I did. Chance ability did. that this ends in a shit show. Ninety uh, high, <laughs> high. I guarantee you, Crazy Tony sold this to Genova like we're all alone. Mike's getting yep. pushed around. He's we unprotected need, out there. Mike. He's not protected, and we need to win this title. And it's time for the eight hundred one to run some, run some uh, distractions. Yep, Colton has all kinds of help out there. Everyone's rooting for Colton. Every, yep. They all have his back. And, we have no one. Yep, and Mike, so you need to get him a bike and his expenses, and we need to help Mike out. Dude, you guys are ripping into the Alessis hard. No, Mike's a, I'm not ripping into him at all. I'm no, just, I this think is, that's the 100% reason that, this is, that Mike's that tone of Jeff's going out there. This is people who know them and raced against them and know them, and Mike's a great dude. I don't know. That's another time we'll tell thing. Thanks. No Thanks. comment. Thanks. No comment. <laughs> I think time has told a bunch of times. <laughs> There's a oh, inside shit. of the MX Sports. Oh, man. This is going to be a disaster. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel sorry for some random Canadian pros that That's are just. going to get ruined. Yeah. This is just amazing. I, I, how happened? I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I mean, he'll, he'll be a top 10 I guy. I wish they were on TV. That's all I can say. There's some Canadians that are just fucking losing it right now. <laughs> There's some Canadians that are going to losing it. Doesn't up there. the new fried? I mean, is he losing it? Noof is indoors only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Noof has got the super cross only contract. Arena cross oh, only contract. Arena cross. He did the first two nationals. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. Made an appearance. Yeah. After but, how uh, many retirements? Uh, seven or eight. Oh. <laughs> Don't you worry. You'll see him. Oh, I know. We're going to be BFFs in a, in a barn in British Columbia. <laughs> You will have to deal with the noof. <laughs> you don't want none of them at Chili Whack. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Chili Whack and Abbotsford. Chili Whack is really, 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 really whack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got JT quoting my rap songs now. <laughs> is uh, Internap going to wear Fly in 2015? Can we do this deal right now or no? Let's make a deal, JT. Can we do this deal right now. I'm not, I'm not the writer's poor guy. Dude, you are now. Yeah, you got to run you that just, through my guy Mac. You just began. You just be, no. You're right. Forget you, JT. Max is my dude. Hey, can can I ask you something? <laughs> What's and, up? Up? Yeah, ask me. You know what? Now I you know you. I know your bias. So we got to keep that in mind, everybody. You are Teddy Parks guy. You are Teddy Parks guy. Uh huh. You love Teddy. Yes. Teddy loves you. Yes. But the other guy, Gus. Mm-hmm. I he runs a program. Looks good. You know, mm-hmm. kudos to him. Golf claps to him. I'm not trying to bring him down here. Mm-hmm. I saw him at Muddy Creek. He had a shirt that said "Godfather to the Privateers." How do you feel about this? I'm pissed. I mean, <laughs> a, 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 a Godfather like what's Teddy? 
I'm pissed, dude. I'm so pissed right now. Gus? You don't even know. Gus has... Don't even start with me right now, Mathis. I'm serious. Godfather... Oh, my God. (laughs) Gus is your godfather. Don't even get me started. He's not my godfather, dude. He's your godfather. Ted is. He's got a shirt. Don't even go there. He's got a shirt. JT's more godfather than that. Uh. (laughs) So, well, I guarantee you, come Supercross, tell Teddy about that shirt. No, Ted Ted, knows. Ted will have a shirt that says Jesus to the privateers. (laughs) Like one better than a godfather. (laughs) And then Gus makes a shirt. Oh, my God. And then Gus Jesus of the privateers. Jesus, Jesus to the privateers. To the privateers. And then Gus makes a shirt, uh, Jehovah to the privateer. I don't know. God to the privateer. It's going to be called JTP next year. Not even TPJ. I think Gus is assuming quite a bit that he's the godfather to the privateers. It was. It's pretty bold. It's a bold statement. I mean, no, that's... Before a few years ago, I didn't know who Gus was. That's like as real as it gets. I mean, like, again, he's doing a good job. Golf claps to him. I'm no, we're not trying to... Bring him down. But it's a no, bold I, shirt. It's a bold statement. It's a bold statement. Dude, and you know he has it like everywhere in his pit. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, like the background of every backdrop says the godfather to the privateer. Okay, okay. 2015. you think that he was helping Ty Birdwell? <laughs> no, I did not see him. you think he was helping Dog Boyson? <laughs> Dog Boyson. I don't think Dog needed the help, actually, though. Um, here's the thing. Jesus to the privateers. Do it. Make a shirt, make a slogan. Just top that Godfather <laughs> shit. Top it. <laughs> Dude, like, okay, so how do you become a Godfather? You just put it on a shirt. <laughs> no, I mean, what's like, an actual real life. I'm going to make, like, I'm a, in real life. I'm going to make a shirt that says, World's Strongest Man. Don't, it must be true. <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> Don't you appoint, like, somebody to be the Godfather of your child? Yeah. Who appointed Gus? The Sean Hackley tell him that? <laughs> Sean Hackley I told That's the only him. guy I know who rides for him. <laughs> oh, my It's the only God. guy I know who rides for him. Dude, I wonder. I don't know, dude. Jesus to the privateer. Mm-hmm. That's catchy. Dude. It is. Be, you know what? And you just put a fat picture of Ted's face on the front of it. With a beard. Jesus yeah. to the privateer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. We can get a whole battle going. Like a battle. And then my ultimate dream of you guys fighting it out. That's already happening. Right. We've got that in the works. Who, has there ever been a rider who's defected to the other team? Oh, yeah. They go back and forth. What's happened? How does that work? Dude, it's like cheating. Everybody cries, and then then they get back together, (laughs) and then, you know what I mean? Shit talking, and then it's like, oh, my God. Fuck you, Teddy. You went to the Godfather. (laughs) You're never coming back. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, all right, whatever, you so, come back. what is the Godfather offer that's better than Teddy? Nothing. And vice versa. What is Teddy? Okay. Nothing. So, if nothing, then why would you go with the Godfather? Possibly cheaper. Okay. Possibly cheaper. Possibly <laughs> cheaper. <laughs> Can we get a shootout of the Godfather and Ted- TPJ programs? Dude, I don't even, want, I don't even know. All I, I know see. is that when the Wonder Warthog is around... Yes. Which is similar to TPJ. Mm-hmm. They asked for X-Brown goggles one year. Mm-hmm. We gave them Rich no, Taylor. No, 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 Similar? No. Yes. We can go with maybe similar, but they what? have no connection. Okay. Well, here's what I'm saying. They said, hey, can we get X-Brown goggles for our, for our guys? Uh-huh. I think we gave them 60 pairs. Wow. I'm not kidding you. 
At Anaheim 2, they're like, we're out of goggles. <laughs> I'm like, what'd you do with them? I don't know, man. These guys just pillaged them. They just, just, oh my it was gosh. like like throwing like a raw like piece a of shopping spree, right? Oh my god! And we're like, really, like, guys? Uh, it was like um, uh, the Peace Corps dropping food into Africa. <laughs> we're like, really, guys? That's not even funny. They're, they're like, yeah. it really is. It's sad, dude. We're all on privateer island. We're all hungry. Yeah. Every, you know what I mean? It's just like fend for yourself type of thing. And you got Ted Parks with his privateer journey, and you got. The Godfather doing almost the exact same thing, you know what I mean? To a T, they're both fighting over riders because they're trying to make it to the races, trying to make their programs work. I mean, dude, it's it's pretty. We gnarly. need to, Jay. We we need to shoot them no, out. Like, no, have a shootout. No, dude. You know what? what you need? What you need to get the Godfather and Ted Parks on the show at the same time. Would they do it, dude? Would they do it? That would be sick. You, you told me that they don't really like each other. No, I mean they're cool with each other. I don't. Re- I mean, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, who knows? Let's get them on the air, and we'll do something. This, yeah, I want a celebrity death match on MTV. Yeah. You know what you you know what you should do. You know what TPJ should do next what? year. What? 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 what, what Besides what? making the shirts, Jesus mm-hmm. to the privateers. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a sign like a um like a for sale sign like a mm-hmm. whatever a neon sign. A and, neon sign. Okay. And hang out outside the pits with like privateer specials to get the guys from Gus to wheel their bikes over. <laughs> like, how much does it cost round around to take your bike? It doesn't. It's like a full season type of. Deal. How much does it cost? Four. Grand. Four grand. Okay. For the whole, se- for the whole season. Two twenty five hundred for okay. the West Coast. Okay. It, there needs to be a sign. TPG needs to put a sign. Attention, Gus. Thirty five hundred dollars today only. <laughs> and see, and and see if it gets like a guy to wheel his shit over there. <laughs> Just start something, man. Dude, honestly. And you have to turn in your Godfather Privateer shirt. <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, yeah. we get guys you come. A, you burn a Godfather shirts right there. Well, honestly, dude, <laughs> we get guys from um, the Godfather of the Privateer team, Gus, come over at when we eat and eat our food and then go back to their pit. What? Yeah. And Ted does it. They raid your village. You yeah, no, Ted you can't does do it. That? Dude, Ted's just out to support the Privateer. You can't do that. Why? Tell those guys to fuck off. That's your food. They're laying siege to your yeah. camp. What, do they rape your women, too? <laughs> they come, you raped her. You raped her. They, they, uh, you raped her. Ridiculous. They take your food, they rape your women, take your children, and leave? Dude, Ted Parks is just such a good guy. Some I don't godfather. know what to tell you. Yeah. yeah, really. Some godfather. Jeez. Do they have torches at the Damn. same time? Do they have a bunch of torches? <laughs> We got like a tiki room with a meeting and shit. God. Oh my gosh. They stoned Ted Parks Jr. in the town square. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, you gotta we gotta we gotta fix your program. Dude, we gotta get Ted and Gus on the same time and have them like tell you about their programs and what's different. I think you would have an amazing show if you did that. Well, I'm gonna need I don't you, think I'm gonna you need... would say anything. I'm gonna need you to to arrange this, like, okay? Because I don't know these guys. When do you want it for? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe, right. maybe next year. Maybe Supercross. I think something. Supercross is a good idea. Yeah. Because that way, Ted. Because Ted's not even at the track right now. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Uh, hey, JT. It's late where you are. Thank you for hanging in there. We really appreciate it. We're wrapping the thing up. We got voicemails still. What else? Voicemails. That's it. 
Uh, and some more talk, 702-586-7857. Thanks, JT, man. Appreciate it. All right, guys. JT, Seven you're awesome, two. bro. Have a safe trip getting home, buddy. Heck, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Later, dude. See you guys. All right. Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. Take our last commercial break of the night. Come back. Some more motocross talk with Adam and Tanap, the Seven Deuce Deuce. Yeah. Maybe Pookie make an appearance. Oh, your, I would love that. Your voicemails and uh, maybe some phone calls if you got something on your mind. Thanks to Ryan Dungey, Jason Anderson, and Kyle Cunningham for coming on there. Great, night. great show. Uh, Dungey was good. He was. Dungey was so good. Our new favorite rider. Ah, oh, Dunge. Team Dunge. Team Dunge. Team Dunge. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing. Undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility. Or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement. Or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length. Or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruz Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Essie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got out of your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Young with too much cash, watch how I came up fast. They say I'm next to get it, they bring your name up last. And while I made a splash, rappers came and passed. But still, I ask myself, how long does famous last? How long does famous last? Every night's wild Think about the days when making shit Spending everything just to make it back Saying everything, never take it back So if you don't fuck with me, I'm okay with that I'm okay with that In a black shirt and some faded jeans Been around the world in these APCs Working non-stop, trying to take the keys Off the lot next week, spending 80 G's Intro my floor to your ladies' knees Always on tour cause I'm making cheese Michigan in February is 8 degrees And the fans waiting out so I can maybe freeze Yeah on killer, never going nowhere unless your team is strong. Yeah, probably make a scrilla everywhere I go, bring my team along. Yeah, now I'm almost famous, still right here with the oldest faces. That's where I came up from the coldest places. Young man gets everything he goes and chases all man. Young with too much cash, watch how I came up fast. They say I'm next to get it, they bring your name up last. And while I made a splash, rappers came and passed, but still I ask myself. How long does famous last? 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 How long money too quickly to them squares who trying to hate fuck them you can't catch me i move too swiftly i'm always going through customs when i leave i'm knowing you miss me we run through bottles like nothing like i'm trying to drown in this whiskey indulging everything we wish we drink it straight with no mixers got beer drinks if you squeamish at the after parties no pictures my bag of trees welcome back everybody Paul mx show presented by btosports.com yeah basically an all rap show for you bro pretty much what we're doing I tried to just do it for you. Can we do the Pulp uh, Mech Rap? Let's do that. Oh, let's, uh, let's do that again. Let's do that again. We're doing it right now. Right. Oh my gosh, Mathis. Can you rap along with it or no? Yeah, of course I can. You can? Yeah. I'm ready. Oh my gosh, Joe's. Did you hear the last Pulp Mech show? I mean, all he does is talk shit about, like, everyone. I mean, who does he think he is? He's got the biggest ego. It's just so big. It's just so... Who ugh. did that? But I can't help but Chelsea. listen. I love Pulp MX and I cannot lie. Are you fans can't deny. With Steve Madden's radio show, you know your ass is gonna listen. Quit your bitching. We got discounts and giveaways. Oh, now you said about 40 takes? Yeah, 40 takes. We freaking pipe. And we know you still gonna gripe. We don't give a fuck if you think we suck. We still gonna have the show. What do you know? Joe Blow? Less than raining yellow. That's one hyped up fellow. Baloody, Baloody. He working for Suzuki. He's a little bit spooky, but he's dressing pipes groupy. Fellas, yeah, fellas, yeah. Max got the shit. Hell yeah. We the best radio show for MX. You can't deny, cause we so fly. 
That's the gear we supply. BTO, be the one that's Papa Max. Son, let me go through the list that puts up with guns and shit. Guts. I don't even know how I did all this. FMF race tech. Black Ops Mobile. Optics up your free gun. Honestly, uh, you making this song might be the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> and, I'm I'm, and I'm including, I'm including my wife marrying me and getting me a green card. Wow, it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> that is like awesome, dude. Villain, I love the villain part right here. He's gonna try to beat. What you. What did he even just say? <laughs> He's going to beat you down. I he know he is. He's going to beat you down. I won't even know what he says, though, so if he's cussing <laughs> at me on that. Oh. Seven, I love you, dog. 702-586-757. We're going to be on the air for a little bit while longer. If you got a question for Adam Internet, the seven deuce deuce yeah. is, uh, is in studio for this show. Pulp and Max show presented by BTOsports.com. Team and you can't do shit. Pulp and Max, we so legit. Uh. Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Cherubis, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs. Tech One Designs, everybody. Full sticker kit, 185 bucks, 15 bucks off, and a free seat cover. TechOneDesigns.com. Tech, T-E-C-H-O-N-E. Designs.com. Jamie at TechOneDesigns.com. W Wheels, A10 Solutions, Black Ops Moto. Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix, Guts Racing, of course, Nick Way we had on earlier, dropping the 2015 line of uh, Mafia Moto Crew. Gear, uh, 702-586-757. You can call anytime. Leave a voicemail. Uh, I go through them each week. A lot of bad ones. A lot of bad ones. Uh, <laughs> a lot of bad ones. This one was, this week was a not good. A lot of bad ones. Here's uh, uh, a few uh, of, the, of the decent ones. Let's play them. Hey, Steve. Uh, huge fan of all your work. Really appreciate all the info you bring to us fans. Um, I wanted to share with you and your listeners a little bit of information. It might be of interest to these guys. Um, back in 2005, I bought a brand-new Honda CRF 450, and I've still got that bike to this day. And I wanted the listeners to know that I put a little over 300 hours on that motor and checked my valves twice a year, and kept my oil changed regularly and kept the clean air filter in it, and that was the only maintenance I did. Um, I ride the bike pretty hard. I don't hit the rev limiter rarely, but uh, that motor has been bulletproof, and after about 300 hours, I tore it down myself and put a new piston and rings in it, and I had my local shop recut the valve seats and I put new Honda OEM valves and springs. Also, the piston was all uh, all Honda OEM parts. And I rebuilt it using the manual that came with it. I'm a pretty confident mechanic. I don't think some people would want to try doing this on their own, but I did it myself, and uh, the bike runs like new still. Got the original cam chain on it still. Uh, everything inside the motor looked like brand new. I tore it down. And uh, anyway, the bottom line is I think these Hondas, and all the other bikes, if you take care of them, um, I think you can put quite a few hours on those four-strokes. They don't need to be rebuilt as frequently as some people think, unless you're a guy that's out there revving the shit out of it, hitting the rev limiter constantly, you know. Or you What? Oh. Or you suck dirt in through your filter. Um, 
I know 300 hours is definitely pushing it, but uh, it held up great. I love the Honda reliability. And uh, for what it's worth, I just wanted to share that with everyone. Keep up the good work. I uh, appreciate all you do, Steve. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I heard four strokes were unreliable pieces of shit. So, uh, again, I've said this many times. There is no doubt that if you build up a super hopped-up 250 for a pro rider, the lifespan of it is not high, and you need to keep on it. Otherwise, it's going to blow up and cost you a lot of money. I've got friends with 80 hours on YZ450Fs. Uh, this guy's got 300 hours. That's a lot. I'm not trying to say that that's normal. But uh, four strokes last a long time. They're fast as shit for 90% of the people who, out there who drive them. They're faster. For you reals. Maybe ninety five percent. The Hondas are such good bikes too. That's why, honestly, that's change why I ride them. change the oil in them, change the air filter, maintain them, uh, check your valve clearance. Is like so key. I just I can't understand if people are like they're so expensive. They're just ticking time bombs. No, they're not. They're not. They're not ticking time bombs. And they're ticking time bombs when you start modifying them. Well, of course, but in. Uh, the stock 450 for 90% of the people is fine. 95% of the people. Stock 450s uh, go forever. And a, a stock 250 goes forever, too. If, if, when you start adding compression and valve springs, stiffer valve springs and high lift cams, you run into problems. But you don't necessarily need that. No. So. The thing that people don't realize is the bikes were manufactured to take as much pressure and last as long as what they have in them. When you start putting high-performance stuff, things wear in the wrong way. And then shit start breaking. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not saying like it's all, it's all uh, sunshine and bubble bubble gum with four strokes, but it, they're they're fine. I thought Just it was rainbows it. and butterflies. I don't know what it is, bro. It's Ted Parks and, and Gus, <laughs> the Godfather. I will tell you this: my dad had an 05 Honda 450. Those that engine was a really good engine. Yeah, they're Lasted great. A long time. Hondas and Yamahas are really good, man. They mm. they don't release uh, unreliable things. Yamahas. Uh, reliability is just, I mean, they, they, that's what they care about more than performance necessarily. So Mike, Mike, Hello? Mike, what's up? Yeah. i just, uh, maybe make a comment. Uh, um, you guys were talking earlier about, um, Chad Reed and, and Ricky Carmichael, um, talking about a rider's, um, union. Yeah. And it would never happen unless the top guys, um, you know, uh, got in and organized it. Well, I sort of think that it's the other way around. Um, if the privateers all got together and um, basically, you know, Anaheim won, all the privateers say, hey, listen, like, let's get together and let's get ourselves a little bit more money. And they all sign, um, you know, um, a, an agreement together. Um, that pretty much puts Feld over a barrel because now they've got maybe 15 guys in each class uh, how much entertainment is that going to be for the fans? No, um, they, they would will. have to say, "Hey, here's some money." No, they, I mean that's that's not a bad theory. That's the dream, but the problem is, yeah. is there's going to be like 15 of us that make the show that are going to do it, and then there's going to be the other 15 guys that don't make the show, and they're going to be like, "Oh, these guys set up, so we're going to." Easier, in. Mike, to get 10 guys together than there is to get 40 guys together. Which would be the privateers? But like you said, no, 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 no. But like you said, these guys aren't hungry. Um, when when you're making five million a year, um, boy, do you care? Um, they're you not don't. hungry. That's that's the, my point. The people that are hungry are the privateers. No, but that's my and point. And that's the people that need to stand together. Well, yeah, no, I, I agree. But nobody cares. The James Stewart, Ryan Villapoto's, Ken Roxons—they sell the tickets. 
But who cares about them? You know what? If the privateers Everybody weren't in the show, uh, what I'm saying is, We're not the talking privateers to weren't any. in a Supercross, they would not they will have a show. They wouldn't they, have 40 guys will, trying to get into a main. They'd have the 15 factory will, guys all looking at each other going, man, this is a pretty empty gate. Mike, they um, would drop that gate and F the privateers over if the stars line up. They will drop that gate in a second. Yeah, sure. and, and for the first race, they might do that. And then for the next race, the, the fans are going to be like, what, what, the, what the is going on here? Well, okay. Um, I, this isn't entertaining. I, n- no, I disagree, man. The, the stars are what sells the tickets. The stars are what people get there. And again, like Adam said, you'll never get 40, 50 privateers together to uh, join up and, 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 and do anything. We're all money hungry. You know, there'll be a guy that'll be like, screw that. I'm racing, and I'm going to get your money, Adam. If you're sitting on the sidelines. So I'd rather take my chances, although I don't think it will happen. The chances of getting 10 guys together are greater than getting 40 together. And that would, but I don't, I don't see either happening though, Mike, to be honest, I, I don't see either happening, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I just don't. By all well, means, surprising by Anaheim all one shows up and 15 factory guys might be going to the line and looking around going, how come nobody else is here racing? They will and dr- uh, they will the fans will be doing the same thing. They will drop that uh, gate. Feld would ante up. All of a sudden, there'd be some extra money oh, for some no, privateers. No, no. The private, uh, Feld, will tell these, Feld will tell these guys, you don't race, you're not racing ever again. You, you know, and you know what? There, there wouldn't be much of a series for them to go to if they say, "Okay, you, all right, fine, not racing, no, no worries. We're not making any money doing it as it is." So, plenty, plenty um, of privateers. Have a nice day, plenty of privateers to find out there that will do it. Um, Adam gets kicked out. Uh, ten other privateers get kicked out. Guess who's right behind him in the door behind him? Ten more privateers. You know, the guys that don't make the night show or whatever. Like that. There's just. I know what you're Sometimes saying. Sometimes you put a little bit, you, you put, you know, you, you put a ball in motion and uh, you'd be surprised. Maybe, oh, hey. maybe you know, there might be that one factory guy that goes, you know what? Yeah. Um, yeah you know, we've been talking about this and, you know, all of a sudden somebody else has put it together and all of a sudden they stand behind it and all of a sudden now you got something. Um, maybe. Yep. Nope. Absolutely. You could have a point. I could be wrong. Um, you know, yeah. But it, it'd just I, be nice to see, you know, get some money out of these promoters and, uh, you know, uh, make it, uh, make it, make it a more level, um, payout for, you know, instead of the factory guys making their $6 million a year, um, you know, have the top 20 guy making, you know, a decent living. Absolutely. Uh, Trust me, bro. Providing the fans with, with entertainment. We know right? exactly what you're talking about. I think it's absolute B- BS that we have to pay $200 to enter. But you know what I mean? It's just I don't think it's gonna. It's just too hard. I mean, it's hey, not I, too hard, but it's it's gonna be a difficult task. And there's just so many people that are so greedy that you'll just be like, you'll be there and you'll show up and you'll be like, oh, petition, petition. And then you got 20 guys that are gonna be like, oh, well, I don't make the night shows and I need to make a thousand bucks and they'll yeah. go right on that line. Sweet, I get a thousand bucks when I normally don't make the night shows. Sweet, exactly. I'm there. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna be on TV. Sweet. When we're the guys, well, you know what I mean, on the cusp, trying to do all this stuff, and you got because eighty guys show up to Supercross in the four hundred and fifty class. There's forty more dudes at the end of the line, and you're going to tell me that every and they're different guys every week because we go to a different track. It's not like there's different guys that show up. There's going to be one guy at his hometown, or like even ten guys at their hometown. They're like, we're not missing this race. Is Fell going to want them on the track with James Stewart? Um, the Fell doesn't care. There's been guy. some guys. There's been some guys out there that I've seen that are like, "Oh my gosh, 
they still let them out there. If you have your pro license and you make the show, period, whether there's not enough guys there or not, they're going to be on the track. I've seen it. All anyways, right, that, I just, thanks, uh, just a comment. Yep. And um, anyways, great show. Thank um, you. It was awesome uh, listening to Dungey on there. And uh, um, hopefully... Uh, um, I think I think Dungey's um, gonna Mike. I think Dungey will come back. I think he's. I think he'll come back. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think so too. But uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, something gets put together so that the the riders, you know, um, get some extra bucks because yeah, I uh, hope so too. You know, when you're struggling from from race to race, um, you know, it's it's a challenge, right? So yeah, no, it I, is. Hey, I agree. I really, really, really. I've been pounding so. this drum ever since I started this show, and I told I've told people if they want to do something and and they need any media help or an outlet to express what's going on, I'm there for them. I'm, I'm, I'm helping well, you see it, so. I mean, it's it's not just on the national level, but, I mean, local level, you know, you see guys that they're hungry, that they want to go out and race, they just got no money to travel, you know. It's yeah. it's it's just, you Dude, know. Dude, I can it, make it, more it money locally down and, than I can. And I'm not even outdoors. saying, I'm not even saying, like, you guys should get together and, like, immediately demand more purse money. There should be a group that gets together, just even if the money's great and there's no touching the money, get together to talk about tracks Format, qualifying, practice, sign up. The fact that all of these riders don't get together and have some sort of group that consults with the privateers is brutal. Yeah. Never mind more money and, and striking and picketing and all that. Never mind all that. Just the fact that you guys don't have a group that's organized to talk about series changes and parking and entry fees is ridiculous. So, all right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Okay, cool. See ya. Uh, Sean, what's up, man? What's going on? What up? Hey, I want to talk to you guys about the uh, Adderall field here. Yeah, bro. I'm, I was just thinking, I mean, you guys know, there's, there's a lot of guys that can get Adderall on a prescription being 25, 30 years old, and it goes around, like JT was saying, with college students. It's a pretty normal thing nowadays. All the doctors are giving it as a, you know, the cool things for adults to do. Okay, and what's uh, what's the point? I'm just I'm just thinking, you know, maybe uh, maybe James got it, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and, no, I think that's right, that's, that's right. Cool. And so if he has ADD at 25. I'm just thinking it's getting a little out of control. It's getting a little easy to use, uh, more government control than uh, the USADA and the WADA have to do with it. Yeah, no, you had a point. Um, and the info? Yeah, no, you got a point. It's, uh, I think you can get uh, a lot of things out of control. If, you, if you have the, I mean, there's a lot of pain pills and a lot of people that get busted with pain pills and then. They go trace it to the doctor who's a bro of theirs or who's getting paid to forge a prescription, you know, a script exactly. for it. So you're absolutely right. It's it's out there, and how do you get that? And that's a whole other story. But apparently from people I talk to, to get a TUE for anything, Adderall, HGH, uh, um, any sort of supplements, anything else, to get a TUE uh, is a huge number of steps. You just, yeah, it's probably a pretty hard deal. They don't just say, oh, your doctor, they know what's going on. These people aren't, aren't dumb. They know what's going on with doctors doing all that. They, but they go, okay, let, you know, did you do this step and this step and this step and this step and step? And did you try this? So that's what I hear. I heard it's, I heard it's a big deal. So um, Right, but do, do you get prescribed ADD at 25 to 30 years old? 
I don't know, man. I see a lot of I see a lot of people getting prescribed uh, service dogs. So right. what the fuck is going on with this world where I see exactly. people need service exactly. dogs now and they need them on airplanes. So I think we as a society we have service dogs and ADD and we have uh, uh, a lot of things uh, Valium and that kind of stuff uh, you know prescribed at no worries, no problems. Here you go, people. So, with no control. What they do in the 1950s when you had an anxiety then they didn't give you a dog to pet. Nothing. Not sure. I think you just had to deal with it. I think you just had to deal with it, you know? So, yeah. I don't know, man. That's a whole other story for another another day. So That's about it. All right. Thanks, Sean. Hey, Seven Deuce Deuce. Yo. Love it, bro. Keep it real, dog. Like, uh, All right. Uh, hey, by the way, last week we had Stefan Legrand, LeBig in here, and Berludi. LeBig's new deal is exotics racing out at the Las Vegas Speedway and at Fontana. They have a thing. Where they're giving away a ride along um, on a, a Corvette Z6 on the Fontana or Vegas track. Uh, promo code PulpMX for one free lap when you book a driving experience in Fontana and Vegas. Valid for the next two weeks. We did a ride along giveaway and we just picked a random email. And Davin Cheatham won it. Davin Cheatham won it. Uh, I've been in touch with him and uh, thanks to uh, LeBig for the Exotics Racing. Ultimate driving experience at Vegas and Fontana. Let's finish those voicemails. If you have more than... Hey, Pulpamax, it's uh, Todd from the Eastern Shore of Maryland calling about four times. Uh, want to congratulate him for uh, no Tim Ferry mentions uh, during the show, uh, what would it have been, July 1st, I believe. No Van Halen. He only had two Tony drops. There was a mention of Tony. Uh, humble Steve, come on through, buddy. We love it. I don't that know. ego in check. Appreciate it, Pulp MX. Hope to see you at uh, Bud's Creek. Take care, fellas. Adios. I mean, you I got mentioned. a big ego, but I hope to see you at Bud's Creek. I dropped Tony tonight. I dropped Tim Ferry tonight. So apparently, I've gone backwards in this guy's eyes. So that's what you're going to get on this show. You're going to get bucket. Yeah. We still love you, Mathis. Thank you. Hey, Steve, this is uh, John. Love this uh, guy, Big right? fan, listening to your show. Um, take care. That's it. <laughs> it's nature's greatest miracle, a.k.a. Team 49, a.k.a. the guy that called to take you to lunch here in Vegas, and you dicked me over and made fun of me. couple of things about the show this week. First, Quit eating into the damn microphone when people are talking. It's disgusting, and we cannot hear. I wasn't eating. I was drinking ice water because I was so hot in here. That's what we were all doing that. It was, it was necessary to have a show. We also had ice bags on our heads. Ice bags, drinking ice water. We were not eating. I have ate on the show. In four years, probably three times in four years, I've, I've ate uh, something, I've been hungry, so it's not like it's a common problem. Calm down. That was ice in a glass. I was not eating. I know I'm fat. I was not eating. I hear what's going on. Get over it. Two, no more Frenchies on the show. I'm tired of it. You can't understand a damn word they're saying. <laughs> Nobody wants the Frenchies on the show. That's it. Uh, I just got to 
just oh, go ahead. Take you to lunch, though. Bye. I I, uh, I I get a little I get I get people wanting to take me to lunches and meet me here in Vegas. Vegas is obviously mm. a big big Vegas tourist spot, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. Just kind of weird, man. A little weird. Like a little weird. I appreciate it. But like, hey, it's I'm creepy, wearing a red bro. hat and I'll meet you at Caesars and I'll buy you lunch. Like, sketchy, bro. It's not sketchy. Like, I don't think they're gonna Dude, rate me. Sketchy, I don't think bro. they're gonna rate me or anything. But it's like, what if I don't? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just weird, man. It's weird. If anyone wants bit. to buy Gabba Gibbs some lunch, I'm down. I don't okay, care. all right. So everyone wants to meet Gabba Gibbs. Yeah. No, he'll, honestly, he'll do it. honestly, I would do it too. But I was just trying to make you feel better. You would? Yeah. You would just go meet a stranger, dude. Free meal. You realize who I am? I'm the 722. I do <laughs> I know. weirdest shit. And that's shit. why you shouldn't do it. No, I just do it. Like I'm like 6'2", you know what I mean? I'm a big dude. Not not many people can take me down. If I'm getting free lunch, I'm on that privateer island, dude. I'm not making that much money. I guess. I, you know what I, mean? I know you're just rolling in dough, uh-huh. but some of us don't make that much money. I'll just buy my lunch. You know, I don't need someone to spend money on me. I mean, I appreciate it. A, a guy this weekend gave me a Maryland gift bag. All you say then, all some... you say then is, I really appreciate the gesture, but I'm not going to be able to make it. You're right. I should do that instead of making fun of them. Exactly, Dick. Um, just got a tweet in right now. Uh, please, more Berluti and less seven two two on the show. Fuck that guy. It's all good. Okay, Berluti's really cool. He is. I do like him. I. Lo- you should put him on more. Instead of you? Yeah. Okay. I think we should have everyone on more. We should do the dual co-host? Oh, that'd be cool. That yeah. would be fun. It's too much money. That's too much money. We don't have that kind of budget. I'll take a pay cut. Ping. I'll buy you lunch. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mathis, Damien from NorCal. A couple of questions. Uh, hey, what's this uh, contract thing with Tony Alessi you keep referring to? I follow you on Twitter. I didn't, I didn't see that there. I haven't heard on any of the shows. So highlight that if you're so inclined. Um, another thing, uh, just bench racing, assuming that RV does go to the GPs and then assume that he wins the, the championship. Does he then take the GOAT title or a reasonable facsimile thereof? Love to hear your thoughts. Um. If you don't know about the Tony Alessi note thing, I don't want to get into it again. But he at the Canadian National, he tried to make me sign a contract to talk to his riders. The contract's ridiculous. I have it framed here in the studio, though. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, just search, search, work the Google, put in Mathis contract Alessi, and you should see a lot of information on it. Uh, second question, if Ryan goes to Europe and wins a world title, does it make him the GOAT? I don't think so. Carmichael's the goat of a motocross, so no, I don't, I don't think so. I, I just I, I don't see it, but I don't see Ryan going to Europe either. Anyways, no, me neither. No. That's it. That's the voicemail seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You can leave a voicemail anytime, and uh, I think um, I think that's it. Seven deuce deuce. Uh, let's see what what else do I want to talk about. Um, I still can't believe you turned down a free lunch. I've turned down a lot of free lunches. People come to Vegas all the time, and they're like, they're like, hey, they want to tour the studio, sit in on the show. I get that. Take me for lunch. I get the tour of the studio and sit down in the but like a lunch. I don't think I'm just gonna like, hey, I, like, okay, like 
Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll take me for lunch. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, meet you where? At what time? What do you look like? What do you, you know, like, okay, so you sit down. What if the dude is just. No, I understand. What if the dude's just from. a jerk off? And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that he, like, what if he's some dude that you're just like, I don't like this guy. And you got to sit there for an hour or whatever. You know, I, you got to be polite sometimes. No, no, no. I know. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be like a jerk to the guy. Yeah, I know. But you know, you're sitting there for an hour um, with somebody that you possibly don't like. Like, I, and I'm not saying. I'm sure these guys are cool. They're all our listeners. You know what I mean? It's great that they're listening and stuff. But, but that's how you met tits. Don't it is that. how I met tits. Look how that turned out. <laughs> right. This is a complete disaster. <laughs> no, hey. it is how I met Tits. I was a birthday present for Tits. Can I make an announcement? Yep. Pookie's on the show. Hello, hello. My girl's on the show. <laughs> you you told her earlier that if I... have I another l- new rider boyfriend. So pumped. You said earlier that if I <laughs> if, if I leave her or if she leaves me? Call. Either way. Okay. Either way. Call you. <laughs> yes. Dude, d- I just ate her Dude. popcorn. <laughs> oh. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I don't so want to know good. what's going. I don't want to talk about dude, what Pookie's you guys are in. Dude, Pookie's popcorn. Oh my god! It's like Pookie pie. No wonder <laughs> no, you wiped popcorn. it up, dude. Everybody's all up on my popcorn. I know. <laughs> I need oh. to get that recipe, dude. <laughs> she's got candles lit just, in the house. She's got I the just TV ate under your control. Pookie's popcorn. <laughs> wow. Do you think I should go to lunch with these guys? I don't. I didn't hear what you were talking about. Guys, really. you asked me to go for lunch. Meet them oh. for lunch. Should I go with them? Well, I mean, maybe not by yourself. I don't know. Like, I want to say yes because I know that if you're somebody's dream come true, that you should make that happen. Because remember what I just told you about my dreams coming true? How would I be anybody's dream? Dude, people love you. Hey, what do you mean? Thank you. I appreciate it. Hold on. What did you say? How do you make someone's dream come true? Right here, bro. (laughs) Oh, wow. See? Privateer Island. Dude, I'm not even on an island. I'm in the middle of the ocean drowning. (laughs) Dude, no, honestly, though. You're on Producer Island. There is no island for us. Tits got off. <laughs> what? Honestly, what? People love you, dude. I don't think you understand. I mean, people absolutely hate you, but people <laughs> love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> they love to hate you. I'd like to actually, people who hate me, if they want to take me for lunch, I think I could convince them to like me in an hour. <laughs> no, that's what I tried to I'd, do. I would be like, bro, like, you oh, don't understand. Yeah. Listen. Like, listen. <laughs> like, here's why I said this, or here's why I did this. Hold up. Or whatever. <laughs> who, who, Hold my phone. Who doesn't like me that you've talked to? Oh, I was just saying that. Yeah, give me oh. a name. I don't know. No. Uh, I honestly don't know. Tits this show. <laughs> yeah, besides tits. <laughs> this show's helped you out, Seven Deuce Deuce. Oh, dude, it has more. I appreciate everything you do for me, man. No, I don't say mean. I'm not saying that for me or anything else, but you know the power of pulp. Dude, I do. Right. I know the Our power of pulp. Our listeners are cool, but. They really are. You have, like, cool people that listen to your show. It's amazing. I don't want to. I don't. I just. If I knew someone was cool and like we get along, I'd be like, okay, I'll meet you for lunch. But I don't want to take that chance of, of going out. For, I mean, I'm not, I'm serious. I get, dude. Maybe what you should do, like, to not be a dick. We're gonna just put this on the show right now. Anybody that asks Mathis to go out to lunch, he's gonna flip a quarter, and if it's heads, <laughs> he doesn't go. If it's tails, he goes. That means fifty percent of the time. You're going to go. I would maybe go to, if I can, okay, we, we got to go to Sammy's, Cabo Wobble, mm. and you have to pay, you know. Well, but, why don't you? Yeah. I There's can. people that are going to do that. I know. I know. Take Gavin Gibbs. 
I'm cheap. I'll just and then take ask Gavin Gibbs. Dude, that's what you should have. You should have like a, an initiator Heads is me lunch person. Is <laughs> like Gavin Gibbs takes him to lunch for the first 20 minutes. And then out. if it's good, you know, Mathis no. will show up. We give Gavin Gibbs a flashlight and he shines yes. Two, two clicks for guys cool. <laughs> one click for the guys a douche. And then I just leave. If I see the two clicks, I'm out. Yeah. We'll I'm interview out. him and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Pookie, how was your weekend? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> come on. My Bro. Instagram has all the answers. You really like this new kids, guys. Oh my god. I can't I can't so new, turn it off. You made a sign. You made a sign. Mm-hmm. But the guy you made the sign for didn't like you. He didn't. He but totally the, but Donnie, me. Mark's brother, did. Yeah. You know, I gotta say, I, it's really ridiculous that you like these new kids and stuff. But those videos you showed me, there seems to be a lot of ridiculous people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's girls that just got off the cruise, which was like five weeks ago. Like they dropped fat cash to go on the cruise for like Dude. six days with these guys, and now they're in Vegas for the whole four days. It's just groupies, like, I'm, bro. I'm Berludi, Berludi, <laughs> Weston Pikes groupie. That's why I'm saying if you could make somebody that happy as I, I can't, was, just I can't. It's not them, possible. Walking no, by dude, and give me a hug. They can. You can make people then I that want happy. You to do it. <laughs> I don't think I can. No, you Have can. Have you seen her Instagram videos? <laughs> She's screaming repeatedly. Dude, I. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I lost yeah, my mind. I really did. I can't, I can't help it. No lie. <laughs> New kids will do that to you. Um, they will, yeah. for sure, they every will. time. Like you lose your shit. I yeah. mean, I just have to go on with my eat life. Your popcorn. I, guess. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to eat Jordan's popcorn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Moser said that my hall pass is the new kids. You said your hall pass is Tim Ferry. Do you know what a hall pass is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I can't think of anybody. Seriously, it doesn't. Really? Not one person? No, who cares? No, he's not like that with No, it's like whatever. Girls. I keep going. Someone told me a long time ago. The, if you, and this is kind of true. The hottest chick you've ever seen, someone's tired of her shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Very totally true. It's totally yeah. true. Very true. Like, someone has decided that some hot chick is like, that bitch is crazy. Right. I don't want anything to do with that girl. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so I'm always like, you know, I'm like, no matter how hot the girl is, I'm like, someone don't like you. So You're, you're crazy. So You crazy. I'm happy with this one. I got a Aww. green card. No, you got, I mean, you got, you got popcorn. Up, you got, you got popcorn. green card. <laughs> she eats my popcorn. Dude. You eat hers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what no. are you talking? Make it stop. Fuck. Pookie, really? Hey, what about you? It's popcorn, What dude. about you? You're, you've been lurking no- noops? Dude, what's up? You've been <laughs> lurking noops. Trip. Yeah. Noops. I got my I got my main chick. Are you yeah. settling down? Yeah. You're yeah. settling down? Yeah. Till we break up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stamp it. The, Seven yeah. Deuce Deuce is a taken man. Yep, Ash. Damn. Whew. Damn, girl. It's noops, bro. Got it going on. Dude. Any girl that lives in noops is, I mean, I've seen <laughs> Dude. you lurk in noops. And Bad, bro. That's what shit happens. Sharklets. Sharklets. Not even kidding. I got me a sharklet. <laughs> sharklet, Jeez. noops, I got lurking. Me a sharklet. Right. You see Ooh, Hanny at all? Is Hanny down there? Oh, yeah. You see him? Me and Hanny, me and Hanny tag team all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really talk to Henny or no? No. Okay. I think he, oh, he moves, I think he lives in San Clemente, actually. I Love guess. this guy so, right here. So, um, all right. Well, Pookie, I'm glad you had a good weekend. You yeah, I just have to say, if you want your dreams to come true, kids, it's not enough just to wish it. You have to make it happen. You have to go there, and you have to 
go to that pool party and stand there by yourself on your birthday. And then you're the next thing you know, you're in the right spot, and they walk what right the past you, happened? and you use lose your damn mind. Wow, I'm fucking so motivated right, <laughs> right? now. Go like, chase those dreams. Go get Holy it. Holy crap. Because you can do Because what was I going to do that day you flew out to Redbud? I was like, hmm, maybe I'll get a pedicure. Maybe I'll go get a massage. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope, scratch it. I'm, I scrapped the whole thing, and I went, went to the, the pool, pool party. party by myself. And dreams happened. Yep. And I lost my mind. <laughs> look, at me, look at the way he's looking at you. Even the fangirls that were standing by me were like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so ins- <laughs> I'm so inspired right now. We used to go to Jimmy Kimmel. We lived in Anaheim. Uh-huh. And we'd go to Jimmy Kimmel tapings, you know? Uh-huh. And then we'd go behind Jimmy Kimmel to the alley where the celebrities came out the back. Uh-huh. And they would have little barricades there, and they would come out and sign and take uh-huh. photos. Uh-huh. She would lose her mind over, like, Seth Green. Not Do you like know who Seth Green though. is? Yeah. Dude, B-list celebrities, and she's but freaking out. But that's just out. another example of me making my dreams come true. Your and dreams going are and getting it. She's a dream chaser. Yeah, bro. my dream is in the alley behind. B-list celebrities, though. Like well, I get it. They're not B-list to me. Though. I get it if it's Sammy, if it's Hagar, or like Mark Wahlberg. No, they're stop saying that because sore subject. Transformers. Howard wanted to talk. Jenny McCarthy was on Howard this morning, and all he kept talking about was Mark Wahlberg. And Jenny's going, no, I got the better Wahlberg. I got the best one. And I'm going, yes, you got the best one. You got him. Mark is more successful than Donnie. Any yeah, way but you that wanna, doesn't matter. Any way you want to put it. No. Did you enjoy our baseball game last week that I took you to for your birthday? Yeah, those margaritas were good. <laughs> Where are you going to take me for my birthday? <laughs> what was the score? Uh, Six, eight, eight to seven at the end. Yeah. Oh, a lot wow. of runs. That's pretty good. I was angry though. My <sighs> team, my team lost. So I was angry. Sorry. Yeah. He gets so. Upset. All right, uh, Nick Way, Jason Anderson, Kyle Cunningham, Dunge, and Ryan Dungey. Your bestie. Our man. Oh, Our man, Dunge. Dunge. <laughs> We're good. Oh yeah. I think he's gonna come back on. I think he is. I think he I is. Think he is. Yeah, what the hell happened? I think he is. I think <laughs> he texted me. Thanks, oh, man. Dude. He did. <laughs> I texted him. Um. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Both Mexico presented by BTOsports.com. Internet, it was fun, man. Dude, Thank it's you. always oh, fun. Thank you. Uh, you're racing Washugo. Racing Washugo, So people Shugo, in Washugo see the seven P-I-R and Washugo. Some guy uh, emailed me. wants <laughs> to have lunch with me. No. Um, actually, some guy emailed me. He's uh, he's a rep up in Pacific Northwest, and he did invite me to lunch at Washugo. There's going to be catered tacos. <laughs> Anyways, other story. He wants to maybe get me to Washougal in September for a 125 race they have. Mm-hmm. We should go. Me and you. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We should go. We, can you ride a 125? Yeah. A little big for it, but that's fine. No, I can ride it. Yeah. Uh, so Seven Deuce Deuce will be at Utah. He will, he will be racing at Utah. And, I'll be at Utah. And doing well uh-huh. because no one, everyone else will give a shit. No one else <laughs> gives a shit. Like, what was your – what would you say? You did well because everyone else was ready to quit. <laughs> Everybody else quit. <laughs> and uh, Washugo, the seven dudes, dudes will be back on the track. And uh, we thank uh, we thank you for coming in, man. Hope you have a good time. Hey, have fun. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Appreciate the show. You and, know, uh, I'm going to be at Washugo in Utah. What a coincidence! I'm going to have some more popcorn too, Mathis. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Thanks to all of our partners. We'll be back next week. Uh, same time, same place. More discussion of motocross and popcorn. And thanks for the rap. Check out the Pulp Mix rap on Always. the Pulp Mix app. Uh, Devin Gibbs, thanks, man. Appreciate Always. it. Gavin Gibbs. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. 
I got an offer to do Thanks, Swiss Corps. magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.